BTOSports.com Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you! We're live in Las Vegas, Monday, December 10th, 6 o'clock p.m. Pacific. Welcome back. We were off last week. We're going to be doing shows this week, next week. We're off for Christmas Eve. And then after that, we have shows for the next 62 weeks in a row. As the 2019 AMA Monster Energy Supercross Series will be kicking off. Thanks for listening, though. Appreciate it. I like our show tonight. I like our show. It's underrated tonight. Hunter Lawrence will be on the Australian import. Uh, riding for Geico Honda. Uh, Hunter Lawrence will be on. Marshall Welton will be in. Uh, and uh, talking about his uh, deal coming back from Europe. What he's doing. What he's riding. Chris Wheeler. Grand Poobah at Suzuki will be on and joining us. We like Wheeler. Known him for a long time. And Wheeler will be joining us. And then Jake Vortex. Uh, Jake Vortex. Jake Minnesota from Vortex will be on. Also, Vortex Racing has been a big part of our program for a number of years now. And they have a real cool program that is uh, being launched for Supercross. So, um, yeah, it'll be fantastic. Uh, welcome, everybody, on RacerX Facebook. What's up? How are you guys? Thank you for watching. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening. As always, I'm Steve Mathis. With me in studio, Kiefer Inc. testing, Pulp MX testing correspondent, the Chris Kiefer. What's up, bud? Yeah, I'm oh, back. You back. Feels good to be back. And I think you're coming in next week. Maybe. We'll see. But we're a little tag we, we team. Might have, we might have two weeks in a row. Yes. Um, how are you? Good Feels to see good. you. Feels good. Everything's good to be back. Everything's good. Everything's, everything's okay. Wet desert's been nice. And you just missed out on that. We knew you were there. It was raining. You couldn't I went make down, it. I went down to Southern California last week to film the Racer X Supercross preview videos. I decided to stay overnight to ride Thursday with my buddy, Chris Kiefer. We were going to go to Glen Helen. And then uh, the rain was coming, so Kiefer said we will ride up here at the legendary Bat Track, among others. And uh, I stayed the night. We woke up Thursday morning, <laughs> and it was pouring. We had a glorious day planned. And the rain washed it all out, but you left 
and you couldn't ride for the next two days, and that's where yeah. the sweet spots were. I basically drove from Vegas to SoCal all around Southern California with a YZ450 in the back of my truck just getting poured on. Piling the pussy. To drive it back <laughs> to drive it back to Vegas. That's what I did, everybody. Uh, so, yeah. So to answer your question, yeah. I am very good because the dirt has been good. The so dirt yes, has been good. I'm in a good mood. And I want to talk to you about some of that stuff. I want to talk to you about uh, the 85cc shootout. Yep. The upcoming 250 shootout. I want to talk to you about this WP stuff you put on a Yamaha. Lots of stuff. Blasphemous. Uh, and uh, Hunter Lawrence, Marshall Welton, Chris Wheeler, Jake Minnesota all on tonight. Jason Thomas will join us as well at some point. Um, and uh, I want to thank our sponsors. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X Brand Goggles, Michelin Star Cross 5. Would you have used soft Michelin Star Cross 5? Oh, yeah. All day. All day. Maxima USA, <laughs> FMF, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Get Data, Pro Filter, Honda World, Downey, Ride Engineering, OGO, Powersports.com, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, all on board with us tonight. And uh, we've got a, a Fly OGO gear bag to give away, so a nice combination of Fly, who does a lot for us, and OGO, brand new on the show. They're going to come together and give away a Fly Racing OGO 9800 travel bag. Mm. Yeah. That's the go-to gear bag. That is the go-to gear bag. Yes. As I've said a few times, Pat from Ogios asked me to get me some stuff, and I'm like, dude, my stuff is great. I have bags everywhere. Right. It lasts forever. I'm, I'm the same good. way. I still have like six Ogio bags. Yeah, absolutely. Ogio Motor, Ogio uh, Powersports.com for those guys. Uh, we are going to give away a Pro Filter, a Maxima kit, uh, a Vertex piston as well. Um, and I said again, we've got uh, lots to talk to, lots to get get to. Uh, BTOsports.com tweeted Travis X brand goggle tariffs. Have you seen the 2019 X? X brands? Mm, maybe. Yes. They have dropped and they look fantastic. <laughs> yes, I've seen them. Yes, they look fantastic. They look good. I do. Uh, X brand goggle tear offs, race tech rant, although I don't. I'm not angry you have about a rant? anything. No, I don't. You're I don't. Mellow? I think I got some emails, so maybe I'll just turn in the race tech email segment like it used to be. Uh, we'll see how the show goes. Anything could pop up. You might get mad at some point. I might get mad at some point. Well, we can. But I know right something now, you can be mad at. Right now, I have nothing plan that i want to get off my chest i, I just I, maybe i'm happy it's christmas you know we'll hit that up on the commercial i think i have something oh really yeah. okay all right uh and also to the gear rally cold call maybe the new 62 oh yeah a lot of questions for i want to ask him about something you do okay yes. you got a lot of questions yes um all right and uh so taking your calls at 702-586-7857 holding the show down producing it over there in the corner the Travis Marks. Marks. Yo. What's up, bro? How are yo, you? Yo, yo, yo. Oh, no. You're all the way in the corner now. <laughs> Just trying to live up to, to the, the the dog bark that you're giving me. Right. How are you? I'm very good? well. How are you? I'm good. Um, you look great today, Steve. I, look, just I, look great. I just want to throw that out Thank there. You. You're Thank looking you. very nice. Thank you. I look great. I get, you know what? It must be raise time. It's the end of the year. He needs a oh, raise. Oh, that's what it, it is. It's, you know, everything gets reevaluated mm. at the end of the year. And because I know you appreciate this, lots of comments on Facebook about how thin you're looking. That's what I'm saying. I don't. You're looking thin, Steve. I do not think it's I'm looking, day. Phil. It's your day. I, I mean, I'm not looking thin. Levo life. Dude. Okay. I, I, I mean, dude, I have a lot of weight to lose. Listen to what I'm saying, still. though. But you, so, your, your face is thinner. Yeah. And when I post okay. videos yeah. of us doing something, and yeah. it's you, yeah. that's all I get in my DMs. Well, okay. Steve's looking good. Too bad it wasn't Steve's looking good. sliding in those DMs. <laughs> yeah, I don't get any of those. Yeah, yeah. Listen, it's been fun. I've been mountain biking a lot. Right. I went on a two-hour one the other day. It was great. Then you're loving it, Phil. So. that. Uh, <laughs> I'm loving I'm it. I, I love it because it's been fun on that specialized Levo. It gets it allows me to go longer. It 
as Strava, you know, I have Strava on, so I'm able to look at my segments. I'm able to try to be competitive with my segments. Now, you don't do the segments on Strava. I'm a closet trainer. You're a closet trainer guy. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy, although you can put you can put private. You can do Strava private. Yeah, yeah, I just don't need it. But uh, I've been enjoying that. I've been trying to eat better. I've been doing some elliptical work. So, yeah, it's fun. It's, it's good. So, I don't know how much thinner I really look, though. No Cokes? Very little. Yeah. I treat myself every now and then, but, yeah, very little. That's fun. Um, uh, all right. Okay. So uh, get this. Get the show on the app, Pulp Mix app, that Marks is uh, working on, and uh, Amazon. Click on the widget banner, or the widget on Amazon, uh, widget on pulpmx.com. Go to Amazon, make your Christmas presents there, and we get a small slice of that, and we can afford to keep paying Kiefer and maybe give Marks that that, that raise he so desperately wants. Uh, also to Patreon, uh, special t-shirt on there, free t-shirts on there. If you sign up, we have, uh, some early access podcasts and, uh, some studio videos and things like that on patreon.com. And, uh, so yeah, plenty of stuff to, uh, to talk about when it comes to, uh, tonight marks, uh, Max fantasy. We are going to launch, I think a week from the night. I believe so. Uh, we've no, got more no. prizes. We're going deeper going and longer. Deeper. I've heard that's the way to go. Deeper so and longer with, commitment. with our prizes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More prizes and further back. Mm-hmm. So we are going to go. We're in, we're in hard. And so. there's national numbers. The national numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Top 100 from last year that played the whole year. That's mm-hmm. cool. Cross and motocross. They yep. get a little number play on their avatar. Let everyone know uh, who they're chasing. So, the, so and of speak. course, number one gets red plate. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Right. Um, so those are coming out. Uh, I think we're pubmexfantasy.com. Next week, we'll have more details, more. We'll break it down a little bit. We'll also break down the prizes, but we've got some new guys joining the, the, the deal. Like, I'll throw one out right now. EVS is on board. Thanks to the guys at EVS. I need to play because I didn't play last year. Yeah, it's a handicap. And we need a tutorial, please. Yes, we need. Can we we do do, a podcast? I know you said you've done this before. We did a podcast. Can we refresh it? We can do that. Yeah, we can refresh it. Okay. And then have some newbies in studio or on the phone to talk, like ask some questions. Yeah. Yeah, we we can do that. Absolutely. I'm adding some things to the team selection page as well, like a little helper button. So you click it and a little thing pops up, like breaks it down real simple for you to. Like a little bubble guy? Like a beep. Yeah, (laughs) kind of guide you. Are you still there? Do you need help? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Don't know exactly what you're doing. So yeah, it'll, uh, I think, be a lot smoother for new players as well be um, good. yeah so i've talked to it. some people and they said that what scares them away because they know what the hell they're doing you know and that's what we're aiming to uh yeah for. i mean look it, it does like we're aiming to make it easier for sure but if you just pick the riders like some of the other leagues like that's lame right you just pick five guys like roxon anderson and uh, marvin and tomac like eh, who cares right, right? like i i just think it's it's better when you have picking alex ray or seven deuce deuce or it's more interesting any of these dudes yeah that's my opinion, anyways. Uh, so, yeah, we got lots to talk about. We have uh, Keith for After Dark questions, too. Uh, you asked for some on Twitter, right. and, we, and we have some. I look forward to this part of the show. You do. Yeah, you're, you're really excited. Um, okay, so Paris, yep. Geneva yep. have come and gone. Mm-hmm. The riders are deep into testing right now. Or actually, testing's probably all wrapped up by now. Uh, Supercross prep is going on. What do you hear, Kiefer? What do you know? What do you think? Well, I'm going to go back to my original statement that I made, Monster Cup. Mm-hmm. I was all aboard the Cooper Webb train. Um, obviously, he didn't shock anyone yeah. at Monster Cup, but I heard he hasn't been proving in Florida, and he's been sticking to the program, and it seems to be working, unlike... From what I've heard from others that go there, the first few weeks are hard. Mm-hmm. He seems to be adapting well, so that's mm-hmm. good news. So... 
I'm sticking with that. And he has, he's been pretty quiet. He hasn't been talking about him. He has been posting uh-huh. a lot of stuff. So, uh-huh. um, I look for him to be pretty good, of yep. course. Yep. And just from what I've seen, off-season races, you know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be hard to be JA man. JA looking good, and you were there, so I don't know. But I mean, just watching him ride, he even looks like he's yeah. He he looks as good as ever. Um, Tomac's the big mystery. We don't even know how he looks. Or he's what's quiet, going of on. course. Of course, yeah. he's quiet. New yeah. bike. Yeah. I wonder if we're gonna hear some setup issues early on in the year with the new bike. No, there's no testing or practicing like Anaheim One Racing or Phoenix right. or whatever. Depending on what we get at Anaheim, I feel like if it's a mutter, we're gonna have, we're gonna hear all kinds of guys struggle. Like yeah, oh, of course. Yep. But if it's a normal A one, I don't yep. think we'll have that problem. Right. Um, okay. So you kind of you kind of um, uh, segued. No, you kind of uh, shit on this point, but this is okay. But no, no, no. But I didn't tell you not to. Um, so to me. The most interesting man in 2019 Supercross is Cooper Webb. Right. I want to see where this goes. Yep. Like, his record in the 250 class it should have indicated greater success in 450s than what, it, what it's been. He's hit the reset button. He's on KTM. He's at the Baker Factory. He is the most interesting guy. He, no matter what, he will be a 5 to 10 guy. That's worst case scenario. Yes. He has enough talent and the bike and work ethic to be a 5 to 10 guy. That's where he's been, basically on the Yamaha, outside of injuries. I want to know if he is going to take that step up. So to me, because that Baker program, as we've seen with most riders, they improve. And Zach Osborne right now looks phenomenal. Yeah, so you, I am all on the Osborne train. So what flipped for you? Like I saw, I heard that you said that. Like yeah. I've, you're on now. I'm on. So choo, choo, chugga, 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 chugga. at Geneva, choo, you're on. Choo. I was on in Paris. Okay. That Paris changed my mind. Why? What? What? You, because, what did you see? Okay. I saw good whoop speed, very good whoop speed. I saw endurance. I saw raw speed. Like, okay, endurance he's always had. We knew that he, that, that would be fun. I saw raw speed. I saw him catch Anderson. He did catch him. I saw one one or two mains. I saw him catch Anderson. I Now it's a 30-second track. Lots of things can change, but whatever. I saw him in Geneva be the fastest guy all weekend. He didn't win. Uh, seat fell off in a heat race, hit a lapper in the night one. He was fastest qualifier. Uh, he was winning the heat race. He was the fastest guy that weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was probably second fastest in Paris to JA. And he was close. So, and I saw no problem in the whoops. Nothing. No no issues. Looked great. So, I'm all on. I'm all in. So, I had a dream the other night. Oh, boy. With Heather? Or about Heather or no? Not, not about Heather. Okay. It's a normal dream. Yeah. I had a dream. Um, and I thought it was real for the longest time. You know how you have a dream and you feel like you want to wake up, but you can't wake up, and you're like, oh, this must be real life? Well, that's kind of how my dream was, and it was Brayton was leading the series for the first six rounds. Oh, wow. And I was like, and then I woke up, and I'm like, dude, that doesn't seem that, that far-fetched. <laughs> like, that thing, like, it could happen. Like, after six rounds, he could be your points leader. Like, I feel like he's riding better than ever. He's mentally tough. Mm-hmm. His bike is good. He he knows his bike really well, and his whoop speed is phenomenal. We know this. Yeah. And I just think he's in a good place right now. And him winning the title back in Australia. Okay. Him doing the races over there. Being sick, he was uh, sick for a little bit. Yeah. He, Paris was his voice was gone. He was just getting over bronchitis. And but everything. you were there, so I was going to ask you, okay. what does he look like? Wait, wait on that. Okay. My second most interesting guy. Okay, I'm really screwing Webb. your night Cooper up. Cooper Webb is second, first. My second most interesting guy, and in no way do I mean he can win races. I just want to see if he can take that next step up. Mookie? Mookie. Yeah. He's skinnier. Speaking of skinny. He's skinnier. He's working with Swanepoel. He's riding. 
I had heard now, okay, obviously my sources are pretty biased, but I heard from some guys on the team that he showed up at a, at a new Honda track with guys that had been riding it and Mookie's first time there. And he was catching some big names, but that's, that's always been his MO though. Okay. But now he's in shape and now he's got an off season program where he knows the bike yep. and he's dialed in. Yeah. Now I'm not saying right. Mookie's winning races. He's uh, he's got to make a podium first before we start talking about anything. Yeah. But can he? Can he start? Can he be a three to six guy every weekend? Three to seven guy? Yeah, I don't see it. You don't see it? No, I don't see it simply because of racecraft. I feel like he. I thought you were going to say because of race, and that's jacked up. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> because of <laughs> because of racecraft, yeah, like yeah, he yeah. he he loses his his edge, his his mental. Dude, stability. but when you're in shape, it's all better. When you make when you get tired is when you're not as sharp, and when you make mistakes, when you're tired. I'm not even talking about in the oh. shape. I'm talking about him okay. just going a little bit too aggressive and making moves when he doesn't need to. Dude, he's good, dude. No, he is. He's he's really good, but. Yeah. He reminds me. Nobody kind of reminds me of huh. of a Justin Hill. Mookie and Hill can set the fastest lap any time of the day, no problem. Yeah, like yeah. they can just boom when they're fast on, they're lap. On. Yeah. But the racecraft, the length of that race, is the tough part. And I think once he does it one time, then I think he'll be better. But that one time is going to be tough, especially with how stacked everybody is. Dude. Okay. All right. Well, he's the second most interesting man to me. In okay. Supercar. Question for you. Yes. If you had to choose, who does who? Anaheim one comes who mm-hmm. finishes better out of the three Tony Alessi riders. Brayton. Brayton. Okay. Right? Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. I mean, dude, he's on point. He's a veteran. He's ready. He's been riding off season. He looks good. Like, yeah, that, that's not a surprise. Um, let's go to uh, Jeff. You there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, bro? Now, Buzz, hey, uh, just wanted to let, let y'all know I really do appreciate the uh, codes that y'all put out, man. That's a uh, Thank you. Awesome deals, awesome deals that you get. Uh, yeah, I text, I text Keeper a lot too. Uh, appreciate it, Keeper. On the, uh, another one's been texting about the new Husky uh, Rockstar edition that I got on order. Yep. Um, I seen that you just got one. That hold looks, on, hold uh, on. How did you get Keeper's? Number? I think he means email. Email. Okay, he was about to go ape shit on me because I'm giving yeah, my number out. Yeah, yeah, I was going to start losing. Race deck rant on Kiefer giving out his phone number. But okay, email, no, got no, it, right. No, yeah, email, I'm sorry. But um, yeah, that thing uh, is going to be awesome. I got a feeling that new rock star is. Uh, um, but, Jeff, um, what, uh, where do you, who, who do you use the codes with? Which one of our guys do you use the codes with? Um, I use the X-Brand code, and then I use Keeper's code for the 6D helmet. Oh, nice. And, um, okay. Man, I get I get more. Uh, I actually just uh, got an email from Rich today where uh, Rich Taylor from uh, X-Brand, where he's going to help me out again this year. Cool. And uh, I, get more, I get more sponsor stuff like this than <laughs> I do. Uh, I raced the whole series this year, won the 40 and won the 30, and barely got anything in the series so uh, yeah, yeah it's I get, good, it's good to hear man a little better our guys all of yeah. our partners uh from guts to atlas to get to profile i mean they all almost all almost all offer discounts and bto offers a discount too if you call there or put put pulp mx in the mentions um and it helps a ton and you guys have done a great job everybody that uh, helps us out wants to keep helping us out because of jerkies like jeff here on the line that is using the code so thank you jeff and thanks everybody else yeah appreciate it uh-huh. Uh-huh. thank you y'all have a good night all right, thanks, thanks jeff. appreciate it thank you uh let's go to drew drew what's up 
Uh, hey, guys. Um, I just want to talk about motocross and nations. I know you guys uh, have talked it kind of to death over the last couple of weeks, but I feel like this nations has it's been, been done. But that's okay. What, what do you got? Yeah, Jim? yeah. So you guys touched on it real quick tonight, so it made me think again. Uh, Tomac being on the new bike, the 19. I feel like it was mentioned, like I think the week after motocross and nations, but like for me, it takes weeks. Every year, you watch people on new bikes just take weeks to get into the season to get comfortable. Um, so, you know, the fact that Tomac was running near the top, at least in one of the motos, like, I feel like just that lack of few places might be due to a new bike. So, I, There was plenty of people with a raised eyebrow that Cowie was busting out the new bike for Monster Cup and Des Nations. Plenty yeah. of people. Like, hmm, you know, because all we hear about these teams is how many hours it takes to dial in a new bike and et cetera, et cetera. And people were saying, well, is he taking this race seriously or, you know, things like that. I didn't say that. Other yeah, people were. I mean, a week, a week but, out, I'm, I heard, you know, maybe two weeks out, I heard they run. I think him and Plessinger run the new bikes. And I'm saying, why? Like, if you take it serious, you know, run the stuff you know. You know, yeah, well, race. I mean – Here's, yeah, I, I'll give you a little little uh, okay. devil, devil's advocate over here. Sure. So they have Bowers now for testing. Yep. Bowers wasn't around that much last year for Supercross testing. And I think having a test rider that can actually ride really well. I've been around Tyler because he did my shootout. He has fairly good feedback. He knows the bike really well. And he's, he's, he's a Cowie guy for sure. So he can feel a lot of things. So I think... That right there will help Tomac. If Tomac didn't have a test guy to go weed through some of the shit that Tyler does, I think we might see, you know, one, two, three, four races where we don't see the Tomac that we normally see. But with the test rider comes a better bike at round one, I feel. The bike is better anyways. The bike is better. but the bike is better. The bike is better, but then they race teams always put shit on it that totally doesn't match up with production stuff anyway. That's my problem with that could be a rant. Is when yeah. you have a new bike and you have a production bike, race team, most of these race teams just slap all their shit on it right away without even yeah. riding the production We've bike. We've seen Ken Roxon go back to a stock RMZ. Yeah. I've heard from some other teams that they just go back to a stock. When they get lost or when things are struggling, bone stock. So I don't think Tomac has to weed through all the things he has to. He, has, he can save some energy. Tyler can point him in the right direction. And then I just feel like they're going to be farther along than we think. I still think Tomac wins his title on the new bike. I, I, he has to win the Supercross title this year. He has to. It's I don't think Tomac wins. Stop it. I don't. Stop it. He's got 16 wins in two years. Yeah, I know. 17 wins, I think. Yeah, I don't think he's going to win it. Okay. All right. Um, hey, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, no problem. Thanks, Drew. All right. Evan, what's up, man? How are you? Good, Steve. How's it going? Good. What's up, bro? Hey, so two-part question. First part, I want to know, you have unlimited funds, and you have three riders that you can pick for your Tulsa next team this year. Three 450 riders and, let's say, two 250 riders out of all the guys that don't have rides. Who oh, are you don't getting? have rides. I was going to say, what are you, yeah. what's your qualifications yeah. here? Um, yeah. Don't have rides. That's tough. Yeah, I'd, I'd need to think about it. Yeah, well, Wilson would be the number one for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's maybe we'll do a com- we'll think about it and do a commercial. We'll yeah. do it over a commercial or something. All right, Evan. Okay, we'll think about yeah, it. No Thank problem. you, man. On the spot, I can't I can't think of it right off the bat. No, and then I got a second question too. Sure. Um, are any arena cross teams? Are they coming over for like Supercross? Like I have not heard. Abbott's going to do anything. Abbott's or? is doing GNCCs. They hired Off-road Josh Strang. Life. They hired Josh Strang. They're going GNCCs for Kawasaki. 
Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, all right, Evan. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. Uh, Real quickly, before we get Chris Wheeler on, speaking of Suzuki, Gear Alloy Cold Call. Let's call the 62. Gear Alloy, the official wheel supplier of the Rocky Mountain ATV MC WPS KTM team. GearAlloy.com. If you go to SoCalSuperTrucks.com, punch in the code PulpMX18 at checkout. You can say with Gear Alloy, they got a display every week in the pits. Uh, Benny Bloss, Blake Baggett on the team, and uh, Gear Alloy. Get your trucking gear. With uh, with the folks from Gear Alloy, let's uh, let's call show friend of the show Alex Ray. See how this is going. Gear Alloy cold call. Here we go. Cold calling people. Sixty two now. I don't like it. You don't like it? I don't like sixties. Hey Ray. I feel like there's. Yo, what's up? It's a Gear Alloy cold call. You're live on the air. Pulp and Mech show. Oh, dude. What's happening, Doug? How Kiefer's in studio, by the <laughs> way. Been hanging out with seven dudes, oh, dudes so much you yeah. can tell. How how's the Suzuki life? Well, Suzuki life is good. It's getting a lot better. We're up here at uh, Castillo and uh, Seven Deuce Deuce Country, bro. Yeah, you can just tell. How long have you been hanging out with him, dude? Yeah, can, dude you, you can hear the twang like, in there. Like two days, two days, <laughs> two. and like let's go, let's go. Hep Suzuki. Oh, let's go do motos. Track <laughs> Hep Suzuki Zone. Alex Ray on the on the phone. Gear Alley cold call. So you're up in NorCal or Central Cal doing some supercross testing. Yeah, something like that. Like over by like San Luis Obispo or yeah, yeah. Santa Maria. Yeah, okay, something like that. Yeah. Are you happy with your bike? How far along are you? How are we feeling? Um, at first, we had a little bit of work to do, but uh, after a few days of testing up here, uh, we, uh, we we I think we got something good. You know, we have uh, one more day of testing, and and uh, I think I think we have uh, something good. You know, we've been working our butts off, you know, to get the bike set up, and uh, and yeah, you know, the the guys have you know done everything we've asked, and uh, it's been really good. So all right, how close? Great. How close are we to race spec? Riding with race spec? Um, I'd say I'd say we're pretty close. I'd say we're still a few days out, but uh, I'd say we're we're Wait. we're getting close. We're like we're the, almost there. Is pipes around right now? Are you by pipes? No, I'm I'm at the hotel. Okay, myself. okay, so we all can right. talk then. No, no. I, yeah. Why aren't you guys? I don't understand. Are you guys using X brand goggles or not? Every one of you have photos of X brands, but no one's tagging X brand. What is happening with Hep Suzuki and X brand goggle deal? I don't, dude. I'm left out of the loop. Honestly, I, that's something you have to take up with Dustin. I guess I, I think the deal is getting done. Or, or well, something. Ta- tag X brand then. Tag X brand. If it doesn't get done, I'll, then you can. I'll, okay, I'll, my hands have been tied. I, I mean, what the fuck? You're wearing X brand in the photo. I asked him if I could tag X Brand. He said he said yes, it's fine. So I'm okay. tagging X Brand now. I even happened? went back and tagged X Brand. I just had to get approved from the boss. Well, right? whatever. Listen, we'll Calm get the, we'll get the deal done. Just tag X Brand. All right. Um, Are we? Uh, what's Kiefer? What's the number one thing he needs to work on with this Suzuki? Oof. Just get more power. <laughs> oh yeah, I would say. Yeah, for sure, more power. He's going to have to get starts. Yeah, and he's going to need power on so this. Come ride. One of these HEP Suzuki with the engine package we have, it'll rip your arms off. <laughs> He's rolling his eyes. Hey, Ray. Hey, Ray. I eyes. love you like a brother, but damn, dude. I mean, come on. We know it's going to be tough to get that Yamaha power, you know? Hashtag yeah. Blue Crew. Silence. Oh, man. I'm, I'm, tell, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm telling you. It's fast. So, okay. So, Chiz, you, Seven Deuce Deuce, 
Subs is on the team at some point, right? I think so, yeah. Okay. Um, I haven't I haven't really asked, but that's I think that's Dude, it's cool. it's a total Pulp MX team. Yeah, it is. If you think about it, it's this yeah. team Pulp MX. That's like the people's team. Right, right. Hey, you know what I noticed? Pe- riot you know what, what I noticed is. Uh, is, is is spying on your Instagram, Kiefer pick no, Kiefer notice this. Thor boots, bro. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. That's something new for them, I think, right? It's a higher end boot they're, they're trying to they're trying to come out with. Uh I would say so. Yeah, I mean, I've I spent uh, the past two days wearing them, and uh, and yeah, we have a little bit of work to do with them. But I think I okay. think it could be a really good boot. That would okay. be a really good boot. All so right. you're not locked into that for Supercross yet? Then we don't know if you're riding with those yet. I think we're locked in with that. Okay. Yeah, because I, I talked to the guys. I went to the Caselli thing at Paul, and I talked to one of the Thor reps there, and they said, yeah, they're coming out with the boot. It's going to be high end. Okay. And uh, it's going to be a better boot than they've ever. They probably sold. got tagged, but X Brand never did. All right, cool. Right on. Thanks. Um, hey, bro. How I want to elaborate more on the boot. How can we can't talk about more about the boot? He doesn't want to talk about the boot. You can tell he doesn't want to talk about. You the don't boot. want to talk about the boot? No, he wants to. Well, move I on. don't think it's dropped yet. I don't. I don't know. I don't you know you take I, pictures I, of it. It's on the internet. Okay, look, we got to run because Chris Reilly is coming up. Hey, oh, Ray's boss. We'll talk about boots. But what about Singapore? Okay. All right. Well, the boot. The boots are going to be good. Okay? okay. They're right now. They're a little thin. But I think if we bulk them up a little bit, they'll be good. Are they are they short? Because they look short on you. They don't sit. They don't yeah, sit that, tall. That was one of my complaints. That was one of my complaints. They're they're a little they're a little oh, yeah. Look at Kiefer with the with the eagle eyes, bro. How was Singapore? Bro, Singapore was sick. <laughs> I went over there, opened a can of whoop ass. You know, did some sightseeing, and then I came home. I mean, you are gonna be ready for the wick, bro. You are so ready for the wick. Oh, dude, I'm sand. I'm a manimal. You know? <laughs> I'm an animal. I mean, with all due respect, I had just that was the first time I had rode coming back from my my crash uh-huh. in Vegas. So I didn't really need to be on a Supercross track at that point in time, anyways. No, and that's I think true. At that time, I was still a little bit early. Uh, we got a we got a Facebook message uh, from Blake. Like A Ray needs any more power? He's squirrely enough. A Ray needs power. We need to give him power as much as we can. I think yeah, A-Ray, well, A-Ray, have you seen A-Ray? He's blocked. A-Ray's getting ripped. <laughs> Blake's blocked. Yeah, no. Uh, hey, how'd you like that, that selfie is, uh, earlier this week? Is A-Ray in the man calendar? <laughs> okay, he is because here's what went down. Heather and I decided we're going to do like a, a male motocross calendar. I saw the calendar. photo, by the way, A-Ray. I okay, saw and I go, hey. My wife goes, A-Ray should be in. And it kind of pissed me off at the beginning because she brought because A-Ray got brought up. I'm like, why the fuck is A-Ray going to be in it? You know, he's good looking. Yeah. So that led me to call A-Ray and said, hey, <laughs> we, would you be in? And he, I didn't even get the sentence out. And he was like, yep, I'm in. And I was like, but Heather was like, well, we need photos. So I was expecting, okay, hey, see you later, A-Ray. Give me the photos. Okay, bye, Chris. 10 to 15 seconds later, Heather's phone dings. Not mine. (laughs) (laughs) You son of a bitch. But he does look good. I'll tell you that. I'll give him uh, that. Yeah, so um, that was your audition photo, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I came in. I came in full. Almost, almost. No, he came in hot, dude. You did. You did. I saw the photo, and and yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, the V was going on. The whole deal was going Heather, on. Heather immediately said thumbs Heather up. Heather was quiet for about twenty four seconds, and it pissed me off even more. <laughs> oh shit, that's funny. Uh, yeah. hey, did you get laid that night? 
Uh, I don't want to talk to you right now, A-Ray. <laughs> it was because of me. Right. She was thinking of a 62. She couldn't look me in the oh, eye God. for some reason. I don't know what the fuck right, was going on. Right. There were so, 62 reasons why you got laid that night. Yeah. <laughs> God knows it's not my face. Right, right. Uh, all right, A-Ray. Hey, thanks for picking up. Uh, Chris Wheeler is going to be on right away. Uh Thanks for uh, coming on, picking up the gear alloy cold call. Good luck with HEP uh, Suzuki testing. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you down hey, the line, buddy. You look good riding, dude, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'll, I'll, I'll take some more videos for you tomorrow. <laughs> Fantastic. We need more bangers. Thank you. Yeah, more bangers. Okay. Sounds right. good. See you, buddy. Yeah. All right. Alex Ray, everybody, on the Gear Alley cold call, uh, checking in and uh, seeing what's up. Zach, what's happening? Uh, what do you want to know about privateers, Zach? Hey, so I just have a question. Um, what would you guys say privateers' biggest um, problem is on the track, supercross track? On the track? Privateers? Uh, yeah. uh, whoops. Whoops. So how come in, like, these Instagram videos, the, the privateers, like, they just go around the whoops, you know? You guys ever see that? <laughs> There's a lot of reasons for that. the whoops, right? Wow. Well, yeah, I mean, night. I'm with you. But in some cases, they're dry and beat up and slick, and they're actually pretty gnarly. But I'm with you for the most part. In Isn't deeper, that practice when the tracks are, like, rutted and gnarly? Like, that's when you got to get your practice, don't you think? Yeah, so let me break it down to you. So when I was racing Supercross, I did that for a little bit, too, and then I got yelled at, and then I started going in them. But here's the deal. It's scary, for one. And then oh, the, yeah. the high risk is going through the whoops every time, especially when you're tired. And every time you go through whoops, you hold your breath, so that just makes you even more tired. So yeah. I guess they're, they want to stay healthy. Um, number two, whoops kills your confidence. You think you're riding really good until you hit a set of whoops, and then you think, man, I suck balls. So yeah. I think ego is involved, too. Uh, I think some of the privateers need to have their ego boosted to make them feel better to go race. And I would agree whoops is one of the, the downfalls of privateers. But if you look closely and you watch the riders, and I think DV can back me up on this, is a lot of privateers seat bounce jumps. And yeah. I, can't, I can't describe to you guys out there how hard it is to force yourself to stand up out of a corner while accelerating and then soaking up a jump. It's tough, man, because there's a lot of G-forces involved. And uh, you watch the good guys, you watch all of them. Study that. Right out of the corner, they stand up and they soak the jump. Yeah, DV is DV was helping A-Ray with that exact same thing. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Um, yeah. Hey, Zach. So, uh, um, yeah. Anything else? Go. We got to go. We got to run. Uh, but. All right. Yeah, you're good. Hey, do you, want a, do you want a pro filter kit or a Maxima oil kit? Uh, I'll take the Maxima kit, man. All right. MaximaUSA.com. Thanks, guys. Stay on hold. It. All right. Stay on hold, man. Uh, Mark's one gets a Maxima kit. Uh, let's welcome our first guest of the night here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. He is a former pro racer, now a big shot at uh, Suzuki and a uh, friend of the show, Chris Wheeler. What's up, buddy? How are you? Yes. I'm the first guest. First guest. That's great. Right out of the bat, we come yeah. in with the heavy hitters. I won something, yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you yeah, your fourth caller. Uh, hey, man, uh, how's it going? Everything good with you? Um, yeah, I'm doing good. I actually just I just had a surgery a little over a week ago to try to finish up and get my back oh. on pace. So I think I'm good now. Was so it uh, off Was it unexpected or was it something that you knew you were had coming? No, I because I I had my injury in yep. February and it was residual from that, which I just it wasn't improving and okay. um, they finally figured out what was going on, so they went oh, in nice. there, cleaned it up, fixed it up. So do you? Yeah, so do I'll you, be good. Is it too early to tell if they fixed the issue? 
It's too early. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, All right. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not trying to test it out just yet. Right. Right. So. Right. Um. Do you think you'll ever ride again? What do you think? Uh, I'll trail ride. I'll have, I'll okay. have fun, but yeah. I'm not out there going to go battle with Kiefer anymore. Right, right. Those, those. That was my question. I was like, I know how good he was <laughs> when he was racing. Like, Wheeler was really good. Wheeler was really good, yeah. And, uh, a lot of, when Wheeler was racing, a lot of people were like, if only Wheeler, like, trained and took it serious. Well, here's the deal. I feel like Wheeler was a smooth rider, and... I kind of understand what he goes through because people are like, man, it doesn't look like you're trying. And I'm working my balls off. Mm-hmm. And I, I think yeah. Wheeler's the same way. You watch Wheeler when he rode, he looked smooth. Yeah. He was always smooth. Yep. So That's I was because I skip the whoops every time. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was I guess we I guess he asked that question though, Wheeler, like, do you miss I mean, do you miss motoing down anymore? Um, I don't miss the racing and that type of thing, but um just riding. Yeah. It's different because I remember there was a there was a period there where I was like, man, why am I not out there? And then yeah. you get to a point where it's just, I think the office life took over and <laughs> like competitive. I don't like getting on the track and getting beat. I mean, we all have that competitiveness in us, and yeah. I don't have the time to invest into riding. Like when I was testing a lot, it was it was easy because mm-hmm. yeah, you're putting the laps in and you're you're supposed to be at the track. And then when I was more office. Um, bound and then you get out there and it's hard to shut off that competitiveness even though you're not in shape and mm-hmm. your body can't do it but your mind's like you got this and then <laughs> you know you're on your head it's like man uh-huh. i can't be doing that i i did a couple uh you know like the trans world has that yeah. industry cup I, I did that a couple times and that was my like all right i can't get on the track because <laughs> i'm like i don't want this guy to beat me but yet i'm you know i can't hold on and it's just it's too risky so yeah i can't put myself in this position i hear you man. but i can definitely try riding so i've been riding again now oh well, i've R- i'm blue crew now obviously i was rm army though thank you to <laughs> keep for, for boring me that but i was riding and i Honestly, I'm I'm very frustrated, Wheeler, at how bad I am. Like, I di- I used to be a decent rider, and I am so frustrated with how bad I am. Uh, hopefully, if I'm losing weight and getting in better shape, which has been working on, I've been doing it. Uh, that'll help. But I, it's almost so discouraging right now. I got to get over that. You know what I mean? I'm just like I can't believe how bad I suck balls at riding a dirt bike. That's- that's the thing. I, I think what it is is you just got to realize, all right, I'm just going to have fun, and fun is whatever it is for you. Where yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, like, for me, it was, like, pushing the edge. You know, you, you like, how how low can I get in the corner or how late can I break or, you know, just because mm-hmm. you're adrenaline, you're getting adrenaline going. So yep. that I got to find out how to replace that. That's yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely. Well, hey, welcome uh, to the show. Appreciate you coming on. Um, so I guess first off, uh, as far as Suzuki's concerned, uh, I'm thinking the Weston Pike injury. Unfortunate that it is. Uh, he'll be out for a long time. I uh, was at Paris there when he did it. Uh, it probably opens a door wheeler for a Chad Reed ride with the JGR guys. Um, from what I understand, that was going to happen anyways. But I don't know if it was 100 for sure. But I would guess now we're good to go with the two two. Yeah, I mean they were. It was going to happen. It was just a matter of you know the the details and how exactly to to make it work mm-hmm. um unfortunately you know that's, i'm really bummed for weston yeah i know obviously we don't want to see anyone get hurt but weston's um he was man i was actually uh i was anxious to see him like i kind of had some 
I, I thought he was going to be able to come out and surprise people just, you know, because he's always there. But yeah. just, I don't know, I just had this kind of feeling like, man, all right, he's going to take that next step up, you know. So, unfortunately, he's got to delay that for the time being. But, yep. um, yeah, so it, it sucks. Um, but Reed will, yeah, looks like everything with Reed's going to be able to line up. Yeah, that's no, that's awesome. A little bit, a little bit easier. So yeah, I'm glad, man, because uh, he looks good. He's ready to go. Although he's been car racing lately, so hopefully he gets he's back. A break. Yeah, hopefully he, this was something that was already arranged, I guess, before he knew he was riding or anything. Um, um, but um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him get up there on a bike that he's comfy with and everything else. You know, so uh, I, I think that that'll be a great thing for Suzuki and JGR to have Chad underneath that tent. Oh, yeah, it's already been really cool. I mean, obviously his experience and being able to download from him, you know, I think it's good for, you know, Johnny and, and, you know, the guys at JGR as well and um, Mm -hmm. get them some feedback because, you know, Weston has his style of riding um, and then you've got Hill who is a little bit more go-lucky, you know, easy-go-lucky and... I don't know if his, you know, he's so gnarly with his picky on his settings where I think Chad is, you know, he'll he'll spend that time and go detailed into finding what really mm-hmm. he really likes. And, it, you know, it might not transfer over to Hill or, or Pike, but at least the team will have that data to work off of, too. Right. So I think it's, you know, very beneficial. We were, we were bench racing about Hill, maybe in Geneva. And I'm like, you know, he's going to have three or four races that are going to be unbelievable. Yeah. He's going to have three or four races that you're not even going to notice him at. And then three or four races where he just gets like, you know, sixth or seventh. I just, I really feel like Justin Hill will be the guy that, I mean, hopefully he figures it out, but that's what I think, Wheeler. I think you're going to, I think you're in for three or four races that are going to blow your wig back. And then other ones where you're like, did he race tonight? Well, I think if he, if he, you know, he needs to get those starts sorted. If he gets the start sorted mm-hmm. and on point, yep. I think it'll be a completely different story. If he doesn't, it's going to be like what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So I think with him, it's it's a, a lot of it's going to, you know, detail around how he how he starts, how that first stop goes, because the field's stacked. There's a lot of guys, yep. especially with, the, you know, the new rookies coming in. I think a couple people are going to step it up a little bit more. Um, yep. But uh, but yeah, I mean, until I think you know, it's going to be there's going to be some tracks that are probably a little bit more suited for him. But again, I think starts are going to be critical for him. Yeah, yeah. As a, as a, yeah, for a lot of guys, and, and he's one of them. Um, we just had a Ray on the phone. Hep Suzuki doing some Supercross testing with him. That's a team that came to the races last year. Debuted a lot of yellow bikes. They got Team Pulp Mex this year, basically with Chiz, a Ray, and Seven Deuce Deuce. Uh, how's that program? Uh, Chris and how's it been working with them and, and what do you expect out of them and, and talk about that a little bit no those guys are great I mean they're for what they did last year and they're continue they're continuously improving and, and their goal is to to keep stepping it up so it's good you know it's it's for for Suzuki it's good to have you know a crew that's you know that's trying to continuously improve I mean I know everyone is but mm-hmm. you know they're you know, Dustin Pipes and Aaron and, and Billy and those guys are, you know, they're constantly on me. I've, the last month for me, I've been a little MIA because of my surgery. And right. I was doing many O's in Camp Carmichael, so I was kind of doing the amateur scene and then the surgery. So, um, but I know they've been testing away, trying to get everything going. Um, sounds like everything's uh, good to go. So. Yeah. 
um, no, I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, I expect, you know, those guys to be main event guys. And again, it's like with everything, you're just trying to continuously take that next Yep. next level next notch of each guy so you know you know what chisholm's experienced he's he's uh definitely can mm-hmm. you know surprise people and be consistently in the main i think with uh with adam and you know i think that's his goal should be getting that main every time i mean he seemed like he got better this this year and showed some good speed um so hopefully getting in this program will help him be able to to jump up and then a ray he surprised me last year like he was working with with davy and stuff but um i remember the first couple of rounds i was like man he's he's really uh yeah he's really uh, improved so uh, i'd like to see him continue on that path um just keep it on two wheels too <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah i i think you know it'd be good to see more yellow out there with those guys and um, we're, I was getting excited there because we had, I mean, you know, with, before Weston got out, and we had a couple other things in the mix. Mm-hmm. Man, we could have a lot of, a lot of guys going, but um, just got to keep them healthy. That's that's a big thing. Yep. So my test bike, RMZ 450, got six in our shootout, but I went back, and I wanted to do like a, a need only basis test, things that I felt like this bike only needed. And we did phase one. It just went up last week on my website. And when I rode it, I was like, this bike, and we didn't do very much. Mm-hmm. Just did minute things. The suspension work, a muffler, um, just some rider triangle things, bars, grips, things like that. And it, and it's, it's pretty fun to ride, and it's good. And then I, uh, I have a phase two that's coming out, too. Then I wanted to see where it would rank in the shootout if that was, you know, what we put on it and how yeah. would it do. And then I, I always I get a lot of emails from guys like, "Hey, how is the bike? Um, my local dealer selling a 2018 RMZ 450 for 5,500 bucks." And there's no other manufacturer that's doing this. And I I feel like what Suzuki's doing, they have a good solid platform, a bike that works good. Maybe not be the best bike out there, but a good bike that's you know less price. And I think that what our sport needs i don't know if you've heard any feedback from your dealers or other people on on the bike and how how that is going as far as selling the motorcycles you know for that cheap yeah and i know there's been a lot of uh a buzz about that just getting the bikes moved and actually sales have been good on that front obviously you know, it's it's not like oh it's a cheap product it's just the one thing i think we need to do and we are doing um is kind of helping educate like like what you're doing i like that but that's, i think it's rad phase one phase two because that's essentially what you kind of do i mean most people get a bike and then they take it and they go all right what do i mean no a lot of people or hardly anyone just takes it and rides it usually everyone puts some bars on and maybe an exhaust or you know they kind of do what they do but if you know like hey here's a cool package for one and two that you can do um i think that's what it is because to go spend, you know, drop all this money, and then you got to go still spend all this other money to right. to still fine tune it. And man, it's, it gets hefty. So I know. I mean, I'm not saying stuff too early, but JGR is working on some cool things that will be good for us, good for Suzuki, good for the, the model and brand, the team, um, and the customer to be able to like easily see what to do. Like, yeah. hey, we can. You can yeah, grab when's that this coming out? When's that happening? Um, I don't want to speak for them, but okay. probably very beginning or beginning of the year. Okay. Probably um, right. 
first couple of rounds, but kind of lining up when they actually the new 250 hit Steelers. Um, okay. So the kind of timing with that, but they also have 450 stuff um, in the works. But uh, yeah, there's cool stuff there. It's we're trying to get it. You know, obviously we want to as early as possible. But um, what's crazy is like when I did this build. You know, you, you have a bike that's $6,000, and you have, okay, I have a $4,000 spending limit, and I'm still wouldn't even be close to where the other manufacturers selling brand new bikes. So that was my cap, and I'm not, I'm not even near that, and the bike's really good. So that's what I was going to trying to tell them to make it come across in my articles. Like, look, you have a bike that's considerable, you know, less amount that's still pretty good mm -hmm. as a base mm -hmm. and then you add a piston and a muffler and just some little things and it becomes really good and you're still less than a bike that you can go buy a cowie or a yamaha it's still less than that and you got all these cool parts on it you know so i guess that's what i was trying to get at is like there's only a couple things that it really needs to make it a really good bike and you're still and you're it's going to cost you less money yeah and that's what i was saying about you know educating is what you guys are doing is is taking the, the equipment and, and, and putting it out there because I know like I I rode and tested that bike early on and and when it came out I mean I knew the, the couple little misses were simple ones you know it was it was little things that hey you just do this and this and you're right there in the ballpark um which you know I don't know what happened with final settings but they were that close um so I appreciate that you guys are doing those things and getting the word out there because that's important to us. It's like everyone's like, oh, you know, Suzuki got six and then shootouts. Yeah, I mean, but really, I, it's. I've told. It's, uh, I think I've told you that before too. Like when I was riding the Suzuki, people were like, "You got a Suzuki?" I'll be like, "Yeah," and they'd be like, "How is it?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, it's not holding me back." <laughs> yeah, you're like, like, "I'm good. I'm dude. good, dude. Yeah. It's a 2018 450." Like. I'm fine. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's frustrating. It's like, man, you know, like, I mean, I didn't go. I'd gone to a lot of shootouts the years prior, but I haven't yep. gone in a couple of years. So I just kind of heard. Yeah. And, um, you know, part of it was on us of not having the, getting the settings down. But um, the point was like, just, man, it's right there. And just getting the word out of, okay, sure. these are the simple fixes. Here it is. And then if you want to even go to that next level, here's a couple more things. So. Um, for us, that's huge. I mean, I think for the customer too, because of that option of, of that's what I've always been pushing is, man, we need to be able to give our customer, what do you do when you get a Suzuki? You know, what, where do you go? And what, it, it wasn't really known, you know, you put a Yosh pipe on there and then mm -hmm. from there, what, what do you do? So, um, I think that's what we're accomplishing. We're going to, you know, fairly quick here with what you guys have been doing and then what JJR is doing. There's gonna be a lot of options that are you can really fine tune it to your liking within um, within budget, which um, I think is going to be important for for the you know our customers. Twenty nineteen, two fifty. When are you getting yours, Kiefer? Um, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Pick mine up tomorrow. Okay. All right. So yeah. that's an interesting bike. We'll see how that goes. What's the feedback from at Wheeler? Like seriously, don't be super biased here. What's the feedback? What are we hearing? Um, I think it won everything so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but people like it? It's been good? Yeah, well, so I went to Japan with the guys, with, yep. with, with JT and Foster and Lindsay, and, um, and basically... You know, no invite for Pulp. Pulp got way. jacked. Pulp got jacked. Everybody. Just want everybody to know that. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, Man, yeah. Whose decision was that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um 
Yeah, and it was it was a little bit muddy and soft, but uh-huh. the, the initial impression there was was good. I was um, I was pumped. I mean, everyone was, good. you know, honestly like, man, this thing's good. It's it's hard, you know, without a reference bike to to ride, but. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think it's some of the early stuff I've heard was kind of similar, like the suspensions on the firm side. Um, but everyone said the engines, you know, been improved and, and good and comparable with, you know, like the Cali or the Honda. Yeah. So uh, I, I honestly haven't dug into that deep of, of following along with it, but, um, I think it's good. I mean, we're, we're competitive and we're, we're in the mix there. So, and then, like I said, with stuff that we've, we're going to be able to offer up, that's an important right. part, especially with the 250, you know, because uh, the engine's an important part. And uh, one of the things that I think is finally coming around for us and what what, what Japan, Suzuki Japan has worked on for, for years now, I mean, I saw it early on, but I'm just starting to see the, the residual comments and is durability because we were getting slammed there yeah. for a while on durability, which wasn't fair because I'm like, right. you, like all these comments and perception was from like the early 2000s of, you know, when transmissions were not good or whatever was happening yeah. and i'm like man this is bull crap why is everyone blaming <laughs> us for for durability when i mean i'd been to japan many times and saw the logs of the riders and they're you know they had young guys that were just their whole goal was to ride five days a week and log hours and yeah. that's all they did and it was all about durability and they did that for a long time which suzuki hadn't done for a while and uh I think it's finally paying off. You know, I've, I've been seeing comments, and there's been a lot of mm-hmm. positive comments about how durable the bikes are. So that's important. I mean, you, you pay, you buy a bike, and you spend a lot of money, and then it, you know, you're constantly paying to fix it. That just sucks, yeah. and it's annoying. It doesn't make it a fun experience. No, absolutely. We got a call for you here, uh, Chris Wheeler. It is from Todd. Todd, what's happening? Welcome to the show. What's your question for Chris Wheeler? Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. What's up? Hey, uh, it's uh, it's Cooley, man. Oh, hey, what's up, Cooley? Hey, uh, I just wanted to to let you guys know if uh, if if you had any idea how good of a dancer that Wheeler was. Really? Back in the day, yeah, back in the day when uh, when we were in uh, in uh, Calgary for Blackfoot testing, Wheeler and uh, Huffy and myself and the rest of the guys went out to a bar, mm. California, a cowboy bar, and the California boys in their tennis shoes were uh, were ripping it up pretty good. So oh. you still got the moves, wheels, or what? Oh yeah, you don't lose that. It's just riding a bike. You don't, <laughs> you don't do lose it. that. Come on. <laughs> so like, is it line dancing moves or is it like like? Are we? Oh, oh no. no no no! This this was just like busting it out, like pick up all the chicks in their cowboy boots and short really? skirts. With the, like yeah, it was it was just full on. I guess Cali Rager moves. Nice. Well, yeah. I mean, he was SoCal San Diego dude rolling into Canada Canada bar, you know. <laughs> well, the, the the funny the funniest part of it is 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 we all go to the front door. They wouldn't let us in because we didn't either have cowboy boots or dress shoes on. So oh. we had to con the the guy at the side door to let us in. And the only reason he let us in is because we told him we were from all over you know uh, Canada and the U.S. We showed him our ID, and he goes, "Well, if you guys are here from California, then you're going in." Nice, so, uh, nice. Yeah, it was a good time. I'll tell you right now, you you you're talking to the uh, the uh, 2003 West Coast champ. Had he not had that crash at the first race, it, it was it was his all the way through. Yeah, wow. right. Yeah, see, that's what I told you. That's what I'm good at crashing. <laughs> yeah. Well, Boom. no, yeah, you should have done that. But uh, <laughs> funny. Uh, thanks, thanks, Cooley. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, no problem, Thank man. You. Take care, guys. Uh, see ya. Uh, hey, Cooley. Hey. Uh, Amateur stuff. We want to ask yeah. you about amateur stuff. Go ahead. I was just going to ask, what are the, you know, what are Suzuki's amateur prospects coming? I ride with a kid named, 
and I'm going to really butcher his last name, Healy or Heal or, and you ride Suzuki? Do you know who that is, Wheeler? Oh, Heil. Heil. Oh, he seems like a good kid, rides good, and he rides with Mumford a lot when I go out there, and he seems like he's he's going to be good. But I didn't know who's on the forefront for Suzuki in the amateur ranks. So, we have, you know, the Bar X, um, Suzuki Motorsports team, um, Larry Brooks and Myron Short and um, Nick Barber is basically they're going on year three now with us and they are a big bike elite program. So they handle our elite um, big bike kids. And we just did mini O's and we, we kicked butt. We did really good um, on the amateur side, like in their the stack classes, the B classes and the schoolboy classes, like the six big um the six big classes we won five out of the six so it was oh, pretty, congrats. pretty cool. impressive yeah. Yeah, we were, yeah we were excited about that and then of course we had barry barry carson won a few titles and um, <laughs> jesus a couple, a couple other which was cool but but anyway yeah so the barx team we signed two really um you know they had mcclellan and Heil. they still have him on the team but he's a carryover from last year but we signed two more uh two new kids on the team uh, lance kobush and uh dylan schwartz and they're they're like, oh. uh, fast. Like, Schwartz is good, fast. dude. Schwartz is good. I've seen Schwartz ride, and the way he rides is sick. Like he has, he's right. fast. Can, he's he's aggressive. He's got speed. So like, um, man, he's and he he hates to lose. So I've known him since we were little. So we're super excited to get him on board. And um, um Wheeler, can we? B classes. Oh, so, sorry, uh, can we? Can you tomorrow? Can you assign someone at Suzuki to go back? through the accounting books. I want to know how much Barry Carson has won from you guys at contingency. Contingency money. I want to get a number here. I mean, has Barry won half a million dollars from Suzuki Dude. over the years? Oh, yeah. Easy. Okay, so I, I'm not going to tell you those numbers without Barry approving it and saying, okay, but I would, off the record, because so, we're not on the record here, right? Right, no, no, we're not on the record. Nobody listens to this show. How much has Barry won? He's, he's made good money, man. He And not... I mean, because we we have a good contingency program, we've had a good contingency program forever. But yeah, um, but he's like committed. Like he does the events, and you got to remember, he's been riding. I want to say Suzuki eighty nine, eighty nine. No, like, well, when did he turn? He rode the Yamaha's in eighty eight. Yeah, so at least since eighty nine. So yeah. Jesus, yep. You add up each year, and he's been consistent. Like he's every year, he's. You know, That's even what, to this day. Okay, has he won a million dollars? Has he won a million dollars from Suzuki? I I don't know, honestly, but I would I will venture to say that it's very possible. 27, very possible. 28 years. Why the fuck wouldn't Suzuki hire him as a brand ambassador? Jesus Christ. If there's one <laughs> dude to have. He's already a brand ambassador. With all the parts and bikes he's got, he's a brand ambassador. No, already. but that they pay the man. Oh, um, Hey, before we let you go, we got a couple of questions for you. But first up to Chris, uh, we'll welcome the l- newest member of the RM Army to the show. Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? Not too much. What's happening, boys? Don't you actually got to ride a dirt bike to be a member of the RM Army? Yeah, JT, when are you actually going to get in the Army here and start the thing up? Well, as soon as the boot camp is just on the ground here. What's that, Wheeler? I would love to. Wheeler, what? Wheeler? No, we had we had to put him through boot boot camp first. We had to make sure he had (laughs) push-ups, sit-ups, like all that stuff. (laughs) We were talking about being in shape and everything, so that's that's the way our program works. Yeah. we let you skip that part of it last year. <laughs> I was just, I was just gonna bring that up. What happened to my boot camp, Wheeler? 
Uh, um, Just silence. No one got nothing for that. <laughs> no, JT, my ride opened up. I'm Blue Crew, and I absolutely have never been happier in my life. But my ride opened up. JT, you, you have an RMZ 450. Ready to well, go. Uh, you know, with all things RM Army, they made an upgrade. And they, uh, the <laughs> uh, let me know how that Kickstarter goes. Let me know how that goes. I'll be pushing a button and taking off. Um, uh, I'm good with that. I've been kickstarting bikes my whole life. Uh, JT, how, how much money is Carson won from Suzuki? Uh, man, you figure 28 years of doing this. 28 I mean, it years. Doesn't, yeah. It doesn't take a lot to hit that, you know, to hit seven figures um i'm gonna i would say over a million yeah no way dude I, no, no way I would, dude he raced everything you could race surprise there had to be years where he was making over a hundred thousand in contingency like in his heyday when he was getting podiums and I winning think, everything and was suzuki win, gold cups and minios yeah. and all that shit racing like, seven classes <laughs> wheeler You're fucking kidding we, we me just, we just had the we just we just had the Camp Carmichael, which is the every year the top uh, twenty four contingency earners, twelve in the mini bikes and mm-hmm. twelve in the big bikes, get invited down to Ricky's. <clears throat> and Barry's been there, you know, obviously since every year. But we were we were talking about it, and and uh, it, it was funny. Mike Jones was was down there too. Um, Mad Mike. Yeah, Mad Mike was down there. It was good to see him. He's doing good, but he's been riding. Like, he's riding a Suzuki. He Dude, all did, the did he, hey, did there. he ride around with a Crown Royal bag on his head? <laughs> Blindfolded? <laughs> <laughs> we told stories about uh, Germany and all that stuff when he was I oh, I bet. trying to kick over the Michelin. The Michelin man was down there running around down the freestyle <laughs> contest, and he was trying to run him over. But, um, but yeah, him and Barry, because they went at it, like, for that title, yeah. East Coast title in 89, yep. I think it was, or 88, but um, 89. that was funny. Sorry, Barry, Barry rode Suzuki's in 88. 87, he, he was on a Yamaha, my bad, okay. 29 years. Yep, 88. Had another yeah, another year. Another, the yeah. Yeah, but no, I mean, he's definitely, it's cool, because he goes to, like, Minio's and eats Loretta's and does all the races, and he fully chases the money still to this day. He goes and does all the series <laughs> where he's at. And he makes good money. I mean, he straight up said, hey, if it wasn't for Suzuki contingency, we could not race. What, he's got what, his what, does, Corey. what does Barry's garage look like with RM parts? Jesus. <laughs> what, what, how many bikes does he have? How much parts does we, he have? Well, he's one of our our dealers. If we can't locate a part, we call Barry and say, "Barry, hey, do you have a '97?" It looks like uh, it looks like Ricky's garage, but everything in it is production. Yeah, <laughs> Barry's got black pipes everywhere. Barry, we need a '97 RM left shroud. More stock, more stock exhaust than ever. Seen hey, so he has a dealership. No, no, I was, I was he's kidding. Oh shit! I was like, no. Do no, you give no, him no. bike? Does he get free bikes? No, he, dude, he earns it. He's awesome. Like I, honest to God, he earns every penny. Like that's what I was saying. He goes to all these races because he he can ride the plus forty plus. 50 plus 45 like 35 you can ride all those classes a lot of vet classes this, i mean this is fascinating like, much, i'm fascinated much for barry carson has run through bromley suzuki over the years <laughs> an unbelievable how much, how much support has gone through bromley suzuki like you guys have funded a war through bromley suzuki <laughs> yeah. over the years no bro, yeah that's that's his dealer that they hook him up but i mean it's 
it's all we have the, you know, the dealer program. So basically, we have support based on. Oh, dude, Barry. The, it's called the RM Army Dealer Support Program. So anybody can go to these uh, dealers that have qualified and get support. And he's basically through there. So it's, you know, he's honest to God going through the dealership and, and doing it all on his, you, on his own. So, yeah, you got yeah. me because when you said you didn't give him free bikes, okay? I'm I'm thinking in my head. I know what I've been through as far as motorcycles in my life. I look at Doug Dubach, mini Yamaha guy for years, yeah, yeah. okay? But he gets bikes. Barry Karsten stuck with Suzuki, buying motorcycles still, and stuck with the brand. That, that shit is unheard of. You don't hear about what? that shit. I don't know prior to... Right, but what I'm saying right now, him. if he's buying them at whatever, even at a discount, he's still buying Suzuki's, like... That shit doesn't Dude, happen, Barry. I, I'm telling you, it's it's got to be a million dollars. He's he's got he's got to take Suzuki for a million bucks. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. Right, thank you, so, Wheeler. Does he have a kid now? He has <laughs> yeah, a kid he's got a kid races. Yeah, yeah. 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 Corey's Corey's a hey, hey, good story. Good story about Barry. Many this is no, it was uh, it would have been Winter Ams. Man, this would have been late '90s. So Barry was still you know pretty good, obviously. We were uh, we were all down at the starting line. It may have been even 2000. We were all at the starting line, and, and Barry was late for his gate pick. And, you know, it was, it was the second moto, and he's obviously really good, so he had a good gate pick. We're all kind of waiting, like, are you gonna, is this guy going to show up, or are we going to just skip him, or what? He comes flying in on his, on his bike, and, you know, we're all standing there, and he's like, sorry, guys, I was watching Scooby-Doo with the kids. And straight to the gate. <laughs> I mean, just, oh. if you know Barry, that's so Barry Carson. Yeah. Something like that in staging. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, no, he's, yeah, uh, he's, 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 he's a piece of work. Um, so, yeah, JT, are we, you got the RM Army? Are we... Do we think Loretta's? Do we think racing in the future? That's, that's what I'm talking about. Here we go. You know what? I I would love to, but I'll be honest. I don't have the time to prepare for it. For me, being RM Army, you know, I raced a Suzuki the last four years that I raced, and that's when I remember racing. That's kind of what I think about. So to get back out there and just ride and, and be a part of the team and, you know, just help them rebuild this program, I'm excited about it. I, uh, I, I think – that you know these guys are trying really hard and i've been to japan the last two years to uh to launch their 450 and then the 250 and uh, yeah just it's good to be a part of a team and, and anything i can do to get them back to where they want to be and where they're headed i'm i'm on board wow what a, what a sales pitch wheeler you got the guy already wheeler. talking about we and everything else make wheeler? him race you make him no race. you have no idea we've got plan we've got plans <laughs> well, I mean, you lost a big part uh, of when I took my support to Blue Crew, and uh, you know, you had you trying to fill fill my shoes, and I get it. But I mean, you know, just yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I don't know if I should say or not. I mean, we we we, we hadn't planned on resigning you anyway. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I was out anyways. Uh, we got a question for you, Wheeler, before we let you go from Walker. Walker, what's up? What's your question for Chris Wheeler from Suzuki? Well, after just hearing the story about uh, about Carson, you know, that was uh, I had some good laughs there for about ten minutes, guys. Good. Uh, good but good. hey, hey, uh, you know, Barry, I, I you know, or not Barry, gosh darn, I got Barry on my mind now. Who, do, who doesn't? Uh, <laughs> and the million dollars. Hey, you know, I know that you guys are getting. I know that the economy took a hard hit on Suzuki and everything, but uh, 
I know over in GNCC we saw the MCS uh, team, and you guys had Johnny Jura and kind of Chris Douglas and those guys. Are we going to see Suzuki kind of dabble back into the off-road back here on the East Coast more, or what's the deal there? Yeah, we we would like to. Um, the biggest thing is we got to take steps. So, you know, it's like spreading yourself too thin. So that's what we've been working on was getting the 250 program reestablished, getting the amateur program reestablished, and we've we've done that. Like that's you know now in place. We created the arm army, all that stuff. So um, I think when we go to that route, because the off road scene is is growing and it's the, putting up really good numbers. Um, that's what we want to focus into next, but we want to make sure we, we do it right when we, when we go in, you know, with, with both feet. As of right now, we're just kind of mm-hmm. have a small support level going, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I did the GCC team, Suzuki team in an 11 with string, um, and he was a defending champ. So, you know, I have some, some, uh, history there that i would like to see that yeah, uh, I know, soon, so even on like the atv side you guys had chris which you pulled off like six what six yeah. or seven straight yep. titles and everything so and he went to the blue crew along with steve for a while and then he came back yeah you know yeah blue crew yeah um well and then you know we this, no go ahead this year this year we um you know we had gary gary sutherland out out, out west on the on the work series and the uh Aaron Hound and Big Six and stuff, and it was kind of a similar deal. Like it, we we hadn't fully planned to jump in, especially with someone that with Gary's uh, at Gary's level. I mean, he was defending champ in two of those series. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, we want to make sure we're able to support the guys with, with the right level of support. Um, you know, and it's it's that's what we want to do. We want to make sure we do it right um, when we do it. So we're trying to establish ourselves back into those areas and then you know keep oh, building I, so i yeah. sense uh i sense jt maybe the off-road series maybe this is what they're talking about their plans Kiefer mm. sending jt to gncc let's make, let's make jt ride some hair and hounds hair and hounds yeah i got yeah, it hey how about grant how about grant going to the big six this weekend and putting the herd in the uh on some of those guys he looked i mean looked good from what i hear yeah, fly racing zone, Josh Grant. I, I didn't really. I just yeah, that, did, did he win? I mean, for one, that guy can ride a dirt bike. Period. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. All, you know, outdoors. That guy has so much talent. I mean, it, he's one of the he's one of the only guys that I've seen that can go do freestyle, go, go do a best whip contest, go ride supercross, and go. Ride, you know what I mean? He's just got talent across the board on every discipline. It's yep. pretty impressive. Uh, hey, Walker, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you for yeah, the interest. Hey, hey, Steve, hey, Steve, real quick. Uh, so I'll make this about 10 seconds. So I was getting blood a couple of weeks ago uh-huh. and dude looked just like Steve Mathis and I about shit myself. And I really just wanted to ask him if he was part of the blue crew or RM army. Should and I asked him if he, and I asked him if he rode dirt bikes and he asked me what dirt bikes were. And I was <laughs> like, uh, come on. Now. Well, you know, he I mean, just, like he looked just like you, dude. Well, that's, I mean, that, yeah, I'm, I'm sure he does. I mean, I look good, and people want to, you know, look good to chicks, and they want to copy now, my look. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Cargo's in a goatee. I mean, it's where it's at. <laughs> oh, so, thanks, Walker. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yep, have a good night, guys. Thanks. Uh, JT, as far as, well, actually, let's let's let Wheeler go, and then we can talk a little bit before Marshall Welton comes on. Uh, Chris Wheeler, thank you, buddy. Thank you for coming on and joining the show. Appreciate the interest, uh, interesting stuff you told us and the news um, uh, with, with Chad and the, the amateur stuff and everything else, the 2019-250. Kiefer has it tomorrow. Yep. So we'll get to hear all about that. Um, thanks, buddy. Thanks for coming on. All right, guys. Appreciate the time and uh, enjoy the show. JT. 
good to have you on Arm Army. Blue crew. You got it. I'll All be right. here awaiting orders. Chris Wheeler, everybody from uh, from Suzuki. Uh, JT, we're going to call you back and do the X brand tear offs too, if you if you have some time. Um, but quickly, yep. um, is JG like as he as he said, hey, I want to wear fly in nineteen, no matter what I do. Uh, do we have a deal there, or do we do we does he even know what he's doing? Yeah, it's hard to really do anything yet because I don't think he knows what he's doing. Right. So, you know, if he can get a plan together and say, hey, this is what I'm going to do, these are the races I'm going to do, then I'm sure we would love to figure something out. Uh, so we just kind of have to wait on his direction with that. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I wonder what – I mean, he to me – like if I'm a rider and I need a fill-in, like he apparently he turned down the HEP guys. He just said, ah, I don't mm-hmm. want I don't want that program or whatever, which is fine. Right. But to me, like he's got to be racing, otherwise I'm gonna go with the Bear or Wilson over him because I want someone that's been racing. Right. To me. You know, I think it's I think it depends on when in the season, and I think you know with all the racing he's doing, he's gonna be prepared. Like he's obviously in shape. He's winning all these you know kind of one-off races. Uh, and he's proven time and time again that he can come in and perform. You know, he just he just did this two years ago uh, when he came to Daytona on the Suzuki. Um, so I, I don't yep. think he's out of the realm of possibility. You know, I can I can understand the case for for Dino or uh, one of these other guys, but I you know I, I don't think it's something that teams would shy away from. He, he's yeah. a guy that they know what they're going to get. And he's a professional, and he would be able to adapt quickly, I think, to any situation. So, um, yeah, it, it, it would be interesting to see if someone got hurt in the first round or two, what what you know direction these teams would go in. Right. Well, here's an interesting call before we let you go. It's about Marvin and Whoops. Here and you, you two are, are the perfect guys to talk go. about it. Uh, Levi, what's up, man? What's, what's happening? What's up, Mathis? What's up, bro? I just got a question for you and Keith for um... – Will Marvin Moose can figure out how to skim the whoops next year, or will he just jump his way through the year? That, <laughs> that is what DV is for. DV is helping Marvin, and I, I'm pretty sure the whoops are number one, one number one thing, Kiefer. Yeah, well, JT already <laughs> texted me this shit, so he got hurt recently, and I think it was in the whoops. <laughs> just let the poor man jump his way through the shit. He's fine. <laughs> He's fine. He won races <laughs> jumping through him. Just leave him alone, DV. He's fine. And JT, too. And JT. JT is very much on his case. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> jab, jab, JT. Jab, jab, go ahead. Shit. What do you think, JT? Uh, no, you know what? I think I made a point last year, and I think I was proven right. Um, so I'll let it go. I, I just think it's, it's his weakness, <laughs> and if he can ever find a way to shore that up, if DV can fix it, he's going to be tough to beat. He will be a, he will be tough to beat in a championship if he makes a big improvement. Uh, thanks, Levi. Thanks for the call, man. Well, thanks, Mathis. We'll Thank see you. you. I th- I think DV will help. I do. Yeah, I think I think he'll be better. But if I, anyone can, it'd be DV, right? I, I understand that he tweaked his knee though, so yeah, he's going to be a little bit behind the eight ball coming into Anaheim. But uh, yeah, I think I think uh, I think he could do a good job. Um, what's new with Fly Racing, JT? Anything else? What's going on? What's happening? It's holiday season, so it's busy time. You know, the biggest thing for us right now is we're trying to get ready for uh, for Supercross. Yeah, we have uh, it's our first year, and that means a lot of getting stuff ready, and you know, uh, all of our hospitality areas, and there's just a million things and details to to make sure are dialed. And uh, so, yeah, it's business as usual, but 
we have a lot more going on typically at this time of the year than normal. So it's, it's all exciting, though. It's not like it's not going to be fun. It's just a, yeah. a lot to make sure we, we have figured out. Can we talk about our thing or no? Yeah, let's do it. All right, go ahead. Announce it. You can announce it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the coolest aspect for me, you know, we'll, we all go to the races, right? We've been going to the races for 20 years. Uh, but this year, obviously, you know, having dealers at the races is why we do this, why we'll be sponsoring Supercross to uh, to to interact with our dealers and, and improve those relationships. And, you know, Steve and I had an idea um, this summer, basically, to do a live pulp show at every Supercross. Um, there may be one or two that we don't do or whatever. If I'm not there, he's not there or whatever. But for the most part, um, at every race, we're thinking around 5 o'clock. Uh, we're still working on that, but I think it's going to be at 5 o'clock. In our you know, fly racing WPS mm-hmm. hospitality area, we'll have a 30- to 40-minute live pulp show on yep. site. We'll uh, rotate some riders in and you know, kind of recount practice and get everybody excited about, uh, about the night's racing. So it should be fun. There you go. Uh, there you go, everybody. It was a pipe dream, it was a pipe dream in January, but uh, it's, it's going to happen. I can't. I can't believe Felt's letting me do this. I can't believe. Yeah, it. I know they, they know that Steve's going to be you involved, were, right? I, you said no way. From, he, Steve said no way from the get go. Yeah, I'm just like I, they're not going to let me do that. Um, I have to give uh, Max a lot of credit. Max and I both were just kind of relentless on it because we knew how cool it would be to do. Yeah, so the dealers, you're going to have the hospitality, you're going to have some food set up, going to be a little bit of a stage going on. Wygan will be there, JT will be there, I'll be there, some cool riders will be there, and we'll do like a 30, 40-minute show every Saturday at, at, at Supercrosses. That's cool. How cool is that? And yeah. all you got to be is a WPS dealer and uh, get into the hospitality, and you can, you can, you can hang out. So that'd be cool. Looking and then it'll go up on Pulps. I don't know if we're going to archive it yet. We're still working through that. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, but uh, all right, JT, hey, thank you for coming on. We're going to get you back on for the X-Brand tear-offs. I'll, I'll text you and let you know what, what we're going on. But Marshall Welton's okay. coming up right away. All right, thanks, buddy. All right, see you guys. All right, see you. Uh, Chris Kiefer brought to you by Vertex Pistons. Every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna comes with a vertex piston from the factory uh as well as uh, uh, uh other exotic brands like beta gas gas and tm full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons and replica high compression and gp style pulp mx show 2018 code is working for a discount at uh, vertexpistons.com um, vertex just went in my suzuki rmz 450 oh you put a vertex in there yep. high, higher compression yep yep uh abs- and, and it was good yeah it's it great. great yeah uh james at vertex was always telling me that he'll get me one for my rm and I'm like, I don't want, I do not want to do a top. You could have used one though, it's really good. I could have used one for yeah. sure, but I didn't want to do a top end. Like I did. God, dude. I don't want to start. Let's just keep going. All right, okay. Uh, also, too, uh, thanks <laughs> to Vertex Pistons for bringing you Chris Kiefer on the show tonight. Uh, also, we want to thank the folks at Roost MX uh, Custom Pulp Graphics. I just got an Instagram the other day. Guy bought the full uh, Straight Rhythm Ramit kit nice. for his Yamaha, red and blue, and looks really good. When I took the Yamaha back to Yamaha, yeah. I had it in the back of the Ridgeline. Yeah. Three people honked at me on the freeway. <laughs> and that's the only reason only reason why I thought would be because of the bike. They knew it. <laughs> yeah. They, they knew that was the Ramit edition. Honk, honk, Ramit, what's up? Okay, what's right, up? Right, right. Yeah. Uh, so roostmx.net, use the code Pulp Nation to save with, with those guys. Uh, they're also the official... Uh, uh, clothing and company and graphics company for the Cobra line of people. So if you've got a Cobra, you want to get your do- stuff dialed in uh, graphics-wise, those guys can help you out. And also to the Cycle Trader Yamaha team w- runs Roost MX. 
So we want to thank those folks at all for helping out. Whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Uh, great guys, and they've done a lot for us, including that Ramit graphic kit. So RoostMX.net. They're pleased and proud to bring you our next guest on the show. This is a guest that Chris Kiefer secured for the night. He uh, wanted to talk to this gentleman about his plans for 2019. Uh, back in America as a privateer, it's Marshall Welton. What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. It's uh, it's been a while since we did we did a privateer podcast. I think last year before the year started. I think when you were still over here. But um, yeah, I think we did it last fall. Yeah, so you are back in America. Uh, obviously, look, you've had some good results in Europe in the EMX class. They changed the damn rules, though. And, and believe me, I could go on for 20 minutes about that, uh, Welton. But uh, what a bummer that was, huh? Uh, yeah, it was a pretty big blow. Um, you know, when I first got the news, I was pretty devastated about it. But um, just kind of rebounded and made a new plan, and things are headed in a good direction. So you're back in America. You're going to do 250 East? <laughs> Correct. Uh, why a KTM? What? Uh, Why did you decide to go, go Orange? Um, well, I don't know. I'm personally a fan of the Orange myself, but just kind of the way things worked out with uh, the sponsor that I have, Travis Beam with Livid Extreme. Um, you know, we have some connections with uh, some KTM, with the KTM reps. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we just kind of, he got a good deal on it, helped me out with it. So, yeah, just kind of the way things worked out. He, um, he helped me out with bikes for the year. So that was a big contributing factor. Okay. All right. And so far, how do you like it? How's it been going? You know, it's, it's pretty rigid. Um, my, initial, my initial feel, it's like... It, I have to be a lot more precise with the bike compared to uh, the Cowie, mm. where with the Cowie, it felt like I could just be more relaxed and throw it wherever I want and, you know, make it work. But I think I have to be a little more calculated with the KTM, just with the frame being more stiff. I didn't really know how big of a deal it would be switching, but, uh, you know, also switching straight to Supercross, too, so you got to be more precise right. as well, you know, in that aspect. But I'm um, getting things figured out. We've got some good people helping, so... Uh, making good gains every day I ride. Uh, when you found out the news that you were being ineligible for uh, MX2 and for and for EMX class, I, I don't know what time frame it was exactly, but did you call and try to get some rides, and did anybody kind of jump at anything? Was there something in the works? Or I imagine most Americans, honestly, the, the amount of American riders and team personnel that don't know what's going on in Europe is pretty scary. Um, but did you get some resistance as far as people are like going, huh, what, huh? Or did you have things cooking? Uh, well, initially, uh, you know, the team said to sit tight. They're going to try to do what they could to mm-hmm. maybe bring me as a MXGP rider for the year. They're going to kind of search for some support from Kawasaki and another sponsor to see if they could find a way to add me to a 450 program and at least to the European rounds on the, the 450. Mm-hmm. And uh, also talked to a couple other, you know, good friends in Europe that have helped me the past couple of years with whatever I need. So, uh, I don't know, I kind of searched around a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, I didn't want to go back and because the last year I went, you know, I, I didn't really go ahead in the savings account. So <laughs> I didn't want to do yeah. that really twice. Right twice in a row but I'm, i had a great experience last year and it was uh you know I, I would not trade it for anything but to go back another year and struggle again it'd be pretty tough for me to go back without financial security so yeah. um that was a pretty big contributing factor to you know not going too far in the mxgp because i probably could have maybe scored a satellite deal if i found a bunch of money and brought it to the table but um even in that sense it just seems like i'm pulling myself behind and 
Yeah. Um, you know, the thing now that worked out, it seemed like the right fit. But I, I the think, team, yeah, the okay. team. Go ahead. I just I think that age rule in MX2 is so That's stupid. Fucked. It, what it is is Kiefer. They don't have enough guys, okay, to fill series. Right. So what they want to do is artificially pump up the main class so they don't have twelve guys on the line because it's so expensive to race. So they kick people out of MX2, and then what? The, so then when people come on Welton and they're telling me all about Prado this and Jonas this and. I mean, look, they're great riders. I'm not saying they're not. But how do we really know when the best competition gets booted out of the class? Like, it's artificially inflating guys' results, in my opinion. So Yeah, so when that, you look at the year's past results, right. all the, the winners are gone, and then, yeah, Prado steps in. Right, and Prado and looks great and all that, but but he, did, he killed it at the, the MXDN. I get it, but whether it's him or whoever, I'm just like, I just, uh, who cares? Because when you get good in that class, when you get to be a little more mature, you're out of there. Uh, but so what was happening was the EMX series was full of older guys. It was uh, Welton and, and Clark and um, Bar, Martin Barr and these guys, and yeah, they, they had found a nice home, guys. right? Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, pretty good guys. And this year, I think there's going to be about 10 people actually moving to the EMX class, like uh, I think Bernardini was going, Simone Ferlotti. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. I could, there's, yeah. there's a pretty decent list, actually. And um, there are spots available for them. The manufacturers are making support for um, the riders, and it seemed like it was all going to work out pretty well. It was going to be a good good little right. championship. But, uh, yeah, again, in the EMX, it kind of it's doing what you said. It's like it's taking away from the legitimacy of the class, even because – now you're taking all the the faster guys out, and it's just yeah. younger kids. And yeah, so like, where yeah. do you think? Who was pushing for this rule? Was it was it the Ustream guys going, holy shit, like all these old guys, quote unquote, are blocking the kids, and so we have to change this rule? Like, where did this come from? Why did they do this? Mm, I don't know. Okay. Honestly, I didn't even ask around about that. <laughs> I couldn't. I can't give you the answer. Yeah, but it's just. I know youth streams firm on their decisions. So yeah, yeah. I'd have to think that they're behind it a little bit, but um, I just I I, 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 I think even, it's I, I think they're both terrible ideas. I really do. I don't know what they're. I think it's just artificially trying to inflate that class and, and that sport in Europe. And, and to me, it's 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 ridiculous. But uh, by the way, Weldon, I was I should have been riding with you the other day in the high desk. Yeah, you should have. I should have been there. Okay. Yeah, I just want to make a side note um, and give. Mr. Chris Kiefer, a kudos on how good he is on single track in the desert. I, I don't think people understand how good he is. That's <laughs> right. Dude, he, he's well, when not, you're raised there, and that's yes, all you ride. He so. is, he is, it's like a, he lives in it. He's, he sleeps in it. He's, he, he is the high des. He is the high des. Yeah. Like, so, um, but I was trying to come up there and go riding with all you guys, and I, I was there a day too early, and then I had to come back home. But uh, I'm really, I saw videos, and it looked epic. Welton, it looked absolutely epic. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. I mean, at one point we made our own turn track and we started going faster and faster and I was like pushing the pace a little bit and I was trying to like put the hurt in to, to Chris a little bit, but he just kept no. keeping it steady, you know, and I didn't yank him. So. <laughs> no, no, yeah, that's how he, that's how he rolls. Um, so we talk about MXGP guys versus our dudes over here, but what about the MX2 kids over there and then the MX2 guys over here, is there riding differences in styles like there is in GPs? What's the difference between our guys here and their guys there? 
I don't know. I think everybody's just motivated to, you know, I think there's a, a lot more writers who are content with being like top 10, top five, where here it's like, I think there's more, um, you know, maybe there's 10 guys that go out to a race to win where, I mean, there was Prado being so dominant in Jonas. I think the goal gets set a little bit differently for guys like Ben Watson or Kelvin Vinder. And like when they race their, you know, their goals are for the podium. If the wins there, obviously they go for it. But, uh, um, just the mindset of the racing, it's like they have their goals set in different places. Um, as far as the rest goes, uh, honestly, I, I haven't been around the U.S. pro scene enough to give a fair assessment because even when I was starting to kind of, when I transitioned from amateur to professional, like I did one season as a privateer and after that I left to Europe. So I, I really don't know enough about the U.S. even to give a fair assessment on there and then what it's like. Um, when you were over there, did you just practice on sand all the time? You just become the, the sickest sand rider ever? I, I'd like to say my stand riding improved quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how much it's going to benefit me riding here because there's really no sand, but I would say 90% sand that I rode. There's one track that really just kicked my butt, and it was, it's called Bergham, and that's in the Netherlands, and I just had nightmares of that place for a while because we'd go there in the winter, and it was yeah, snowing, and snowing or raining, and 40 degrees, and I had three pairs of gloves on oh. trying to not freeze your hands off. Dude, I tell this story. It's the deepest man. I tell this story all the time. Like, 03 does nations. We go over there to do Zolder. I'm Ferry's mechanic. We're breaking our bikes in at Lomo. And some dude with no numbers and, like, gardening gloves and a hoodie goes around the outside of Red Dog Welton at Lomo. They live for that. They yeah. just... Everybody just wants to say that they're faster than an American. Yep. It's just every European dream <laughs> yep. to say that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so how are the Supercross skills, bro? Like, how are we feeling on, on uh, stuff we haven't ridden a lot? Eh, I'm, I've been a little bit rusty. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't really say I've been great, but uh, I think, like, I, I did see Supercross around two and a half years ago or three. I don't know. Like I think end of 2015 or 2016, mm-hmm. and I, I had it figured out pretty decent at that time. I ended it with an injury, but I'd say I'm back at that speed. Um, I'm trying to be a little bit more detailed and precise my riding, and you know I think um, you know Brock Tickle's been helping me out quite a bit. We've been analyzing every day, and I think there's been really pretty marginal gains in the the few days that we've trained together so far just because I was starting so fresh at it. But uh, yeah, that's coming around. I mean, the whoops aren't quite there yet. Uh-huh. I get all of them pretty good, no problem. But uh, just the whoops, pretty gnarly. <laughs> what, <laughs> what a day. What has Brock brought... Sorry. What has Brock brought to your, your program since you started with him? And we know you worked with Barsha and all that, but what has Brock taught you since you've been over here? Um... You know, he's, he's really um, disciplined, like self-disciplined, mentally disciplined. And uh, we've been kind of focusing a lot on uh, the mental aspect of the like when I show up to the track. Oh, you're, and, you're breaking up a little bit. Don't uh, don't move or go back to where you were. Your phone's a little jacked up. Okay, is that better? There we go. Okay. Yeah, I'd say it's like a, the mental discipline and the mindset. I think that's the biggest thing. Um as far as when I show up to the track, not being intimidated. And, mm-hmm. you know, I found myself always having, like, the when I ride, I say, oh, don't fuck up, you know, don't mess up here or 
don't do this or don't do that instead of implying that don't mentality like turning it into you know constructive things like mm-hmm. you know push off with my feet here keep my chest forward roll on the gas here and I think that's helped me a lot with uh, mental confidence because then I'm not always trying to worry about screwing up all the time I'm worried about moving forward so I think that was that's one of the biggest things that he's taught me so far oh cool yeah it's uh what number are you going to be Welton I'm going back to the amateur days of 285 mm, nice nice and who's doing your motor and suspension um, so it's a development. Okay. Uh, it's going to be fast then. And, uh, yeah, we have a guy like for suspension that Brock has. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sounds interesting. So, Kiefer, how do you look? I mean, obviously, he's high des tra- trail riding. So, just real quick. So, I didn't know Marshall very good. Mm-hmm. And then I saw him at the track and introduced myself. And I'm, I'm not really like, um, I don't have a lot of people that really like blow me away when I meet him, mm-hmm. especially younger kids. And, you know, Marshall's younger and I went and shook his hand and he, he actually shook my hand, looked me in the eye, you know, and gave me a firm handshake, which to me is right off the bat, I'm right. in. I'm all in on you once you do that. And he can carry a conversation with me. Just seems like a normal down-to-earth kid. And then I went and he's like, I needed something out of his toolbox. And I opened up his fucking toolbox. <laughs> and he had he had this fucking foam in the toolbox that was cut out to each tool. And I'm oh. like, I looked over at him. I go, are you serious with this shit? And he's like, yeah, dude, I wouldn't, you know, worked with my dad. I bought a bunch of this stuff before I came out here and I wanted to take my time and put all my tools in the right way. And ah. dude, I was a fan. I was all in. I was the like, toolbox dude. did it. Yeah. Because you don't see riders <laughs> do that kind of shit. Like they don't take care of their stuff. Like riders at his level. Normally, you know, they right. just here, throw shit in there and do that. I mean, I'm guilty of it. My toolbox, my toolbox is a mess, yeah. but his van's nice. His toolbox is nice. He's a nice kid. <laughs> then I watch him ride. He has he's smooth. He's calculated. There, so there you go, Weldon. Your yeah. toolbox and your van. One key for over. This guy right yeah. Failed to prepare. Prepare to fail. Yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. awesome. But I, I've I've seen Marshall ride. I was a fan of GPS, and I and I watched him ride. And um, he he's actually a really good rider. He has a lot of good technique. I feel, and I think uh, being with Brock and. Uh, Having him guide him through Supercross is only going to help is him. Is Brock ever going to fucking race again? Yeah, do we, do know. we know? No, I don't Weldon, know. what's going on? Do we know anything? What a yeah, joke. Yeah, nobody that. knows. I mean, he don't even know. He's what waiting a, on people. What a fucking shit show that's been. That's bullshit. All of that sucks. Absolutely. I mean, I get that he can't, but can you at least let the guy know when he can fucking resume his career? Like, really? Like, seriously? Yeah. Oh, man. I think he deserves that, at least. All right. I, I absolutely agree. Um, all right, Marshall. So... What's your expectations? I mean, you talked about riding east. It's still early for east. You're getting used to things. Your KTM, you're dialing your KTM in. What do you think you can do? What do you? What are your expectations? If you don't mind telling us. Uh, as far as results wise, I don't know. I'd like to, you know, kind of start out around the tenth area if I can get those results. That'd be great. But uh, the the ultimate end result would be to score a fill-in ride mid-season. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of sponsors helping me out, but. You know, we everybody helping me has the same goal as I do, and that's to to eventually get enough, you know, get good enough, get good enough results to score a fill-in ride. So, not really biased on brands in any sort. Mm-hmm. Um, just really like to to be a part of a factory team. It's it's tough doing it on your own, and I'm thankful for the people helping me now. But it doesn't last forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, wow, yeah, man, it'd be interesting. You're definitely a wild card like rider. You know what I mean? As far as uh how you can do what we're seeing you you're still young you know you still got things to learn and and yeah you're hungry to to do it and i think being in europe and being what you've been doing makes you a disciplined guy yeah makes you somebody who 
you know, knows how to get work done and knows how to adapt and won't be, you know, kind of freaked out by your surroundings or anything like that. So uh, I think you got a leg mm-hmm. up on a lot of guys that you're that you're racing. So. Um, yeah, thank you. yeah. Uh, well, hey, man, thank you for uh, for the time tonight. Really appreciate you bring, coming on, RoostMX.net, bringing you Marshall Welton. Uh, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you down the road, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. All see right. you, Marsh. Thank you. Uh, Marshall Welton, everybody. Uh, it, it's interesting to see him come back and yeah. see how he can do. And uh, I, I didn't mention this, but he hit me up on a DM when he was in Europe before he switched to the Kawasaki team, just asking me some questions, some detailed questions about the Kawasaki and some certain things and about mm-hmm. suspension. And uh, he just seems like a, he wants to learn. He seems like a good kid, and I just like those kind of people a lot. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think going to your, uh, I think going to Europe is a uh, a really big, uh, like for a young kid, that's huge. Dude. Yeah, that's we huge. talked a little bit about that, too, and he said, yeah, I just miss being home. Yeah. He's like, but... I had yeah. no choice. I yeah. got to do the work here, yeah. you know? So. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of choice, do you know that you have a choice for uh, for a clean air filter and what you want to do with the air filter? No. Imagine a good option that eliminates the time and chemicals retired to clean and oil your air filter. If you haven't heard of ProFilter, maybe you've been roosted too many times. ProFilter has been active in the industry for a decade and makes top quality air and oil filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side-by-sides, and everything in between. Sold through power sports dealers nationwide. Pick up a pre-oiled, ready-to-use filter or high-quality premium air filter for your next service. 35% (laughs) discount on Maximum's website. How many filters have you cleaned since you got one? Are you just doing ProFilter? No. I've just cleaned it. Yeah, I've just cleaned the stock. You cleaned it? Yeah, I I need to call these guys up. Oh, dude. You got to do that. Yeah. Because yeah. it's money. Pulpamex35, MaximaUSA.com. Pulpamex35 is the code to save with ProFilter. I know I need to, right? Just Doing filter sucks. You know what? I'm going to do that. During this commercial break, I'm going to email and you get should. some filters for my Get bike. like five, ten filters yeah. for money. I'll be, I'll be good forever. Yeah. Um, also, too, we gave away a Maxima oil kit earlier. Uh, thanks to Maxima USA for coming on the show. Dogger official oil of the dogger uh also sc1 i love it as well i've been using the maxima ch- chain lube for my mountain bike they make a whole line of mountain bike products oh, they do so i've been chain using the chain lube on my and it uh, differs from the bike. motorcycle stuff obviously. yes it does okay. absolutely and uh, so maxima usa they, they, they're voted the number one oil in america year after year and they don't get there by buying it they get there by earning it uh monster energy pro circuit monster energy kawasaki they win races they win titles with maxima maxima probably has roughly 684 pro titles in america jesus i don't know sounds good they got a lot they got a lot yeah uh whether it's a tranny oil or a mixing oil for a two-stroke engine oil for a four-stroke sc1 chain lube uh contact cleaner maxima usa has got you covered uh we thank those guys as well for making it happen and uh, we're gonna go to commercial break right now we're gonna come back with hunter lawrence from the guy go honda team we've got some commercials we've got jason thomas coming up jake minnesota also coming up from that's Vortex. his real name yeah okay uh, he's going to announce something really cool that Vortex is doing for privateers. Awesome. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk about some testing stuff that you've been doing um, and much more on the uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Stick around. We'll be right back after this. This is Lord Vader, and you jerkies are listening to the Pulp MX Show. All of a 
cyclists have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices from motocross to mountain bikes sports bikes to utvs btosports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulp MX 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech engine services use the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company. For all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky, Husqvarna team for graphics. Living 100 as well. 
and seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. Gutsracing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us our show for a number of years and we love those guys a whole pulp nation section on their website pulp nation code saves you 20 percent on there they can make custom pulp graphics for you uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want they can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp and why i mean maybe you don't uh they're also the official team sponsor for the cycle trader rock river yamaha team and we have alex ray here in studio alex uh, you love these guys yeah love them Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex Ray, you got one more thing to say? A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. I'm lost in Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so fun. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Mex Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type of motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You don't bring in the ruckus to that. Whoa, easy, Gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chanceability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing.
Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JDR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, 
hubs, wheel building services. They've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the gear alloy wheels at gearalloy.com or atdwheels.com. Get your trucking here. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Back in 1989, Works Connection owner Eric Phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike, but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes. They say that necessity is the mother of invention, so he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their pro-launch start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at VertexPistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. The 
Punch Up presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Some Seeger. That's good. We're going to go do that. We're going to do what? We're going to go do that Seeger concert. I think we are. Who needs to go to Supercross? Let's just go to Seeger. Uh, thanks to Marshall Welton. Thanks to Alex Ray. Thank you to... Um, uh, Wheeler. Wheeler coming on. Uh, we're going to be uh, kind of with Hunter Lawrence right away from Geico Honda. The Aussie. I don't know much about him. I need... It's, you don't know what we mean. Don't know much I mean, about I know him. a little Have bit. Have you seen this I dude at MXDN? Yes, but his background. He's Australian. I understand. Okay, thank you, Steve. Yeah. I, I do know some moto. Okay. Uh, but we're coming up shortly with uh, Hunter Lawrence. Jason Thomas will come back on. Uh, which tire? Tire? Mission Star Cross 5 soft for the high des? Right now, yes. Yes. 21 different sizes from our folks at Michelin, the Michelin Star Cross 5. You know, they just won in Paris with the hard Michelin Star Cross 5 hard. And Mission Star Cross 5 soft. With who? Chase Owen. Oh, okay. On the Kawasaki. All right. Won almost everything. Nice. On a Michelin. Sweet. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Our buddy Randy there, who's absolutely a must follow. Fire. A must follow on Instagram. Yes. He's got a quad in the snow the other day. Don't really know what's going on with him. A lot of neon in the snow. (laughs) He's got. A lot of neon. Do you think his kid just goes. Just face no, pop. He, he does. Yeah. Because when I'm over there, yeah. and, and Creighton just, Creighton, just, just shakes his head. Right. Creighton is like, I don't know this man. I, I don't. I just, this is my dad. Who is this man? This is my dad. Right. This is my dad. <laughs> With the gators. The gator, Sunglasses. Gator Z. Gators. <laughs> and the uh, and the fox neon jacket. Oh. Uh, Michelin Starcross 5, though. Uh, great tire. Great uh, company. They got mountain bike tires as well. I've, I've got a set on uh, my bike coming on very shortly, I should say. <laughs> and, uh, so uh, whether shit. it's uh, cruiser, sport bike, sport touring, adventure touring, <laughs> I said coming on real soon. Because you said that last time too you're like oh, yeah, i gotta get those on i do anything I, to do with mechanics you're gone dude, dude. just don't want to do it michelin star cross <laughs> five comfort casing technology thanks to those guys at michelin for making things happen for us uh greatly appreciate it and thanks to all of our guys uh also, also too let's go uh motorcycleindustryjobs.com the number one source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates looking for employment opportunities first and only job boards built specifically for the motorcycle industry upload your resume for free today i had a um a very high up uh, OEM guy, mm-hmm. uh, racing guy, contact me and say that he wants to, he asked for me to put, put him in contact with uh, uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com oh, to cool. uh, get on there and uh, look at some resumes. Now, they're, technically, that company is supposed to pay. The companies are supposed to pay to get the info. R- info. Yeah. But um, because it was me in the show, they probably just hooked it up. But um, yeah, absolutely. So uh, job of the week, we got two of them. Racing services, rider support for Alpine Stars. Wow. Yeah. Rider support, racing services. This is a cool job. You get to travel a lot, get to deal with the athletes. Get to race. Uh, you get to be at the races. Uh, Alpine Stars seeking a sports-minded, enthusiast, enthusiastic, and energetic individual to fill our opening in our racing service department for motorcycle championships and events. Uh, so, yeah, you'll be on the cutting edge of everything that A-Stars is doing and going to the races and working with Barsha and Anderson and all these guys. Uh, so, yeah, go to MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. First and only job boards, but specifically for the motorcycle industry. Upload your resume for free today. Uh, the job last week, uh, Kiefer, you'll like this. Okay. Uh, Test rider? This is for uh, Honda. No shit. Uh, motorcycle technician for a motorcycle tech line assignment for a major power sports company in Torrance. Uh, so it's pretty va- pretty vague. It's not yeah, Honda. It it's another company, right? But it's, but it's Honda, I think I'm allowed to say. So motorcycle tech line. So this would be probably in the testing department. I would think. Possibly, no? yeah. Not on the race team. 
No. Those are contractor guys. No, no, no. Uh, so, um, motorcycle technician for Honda basically is also available along with the rider support job for Alpine Stars. Motorcycleindustryjobs.com. Go there and uh, figure it out and uh, get in the involved in the industry and get started right from there. Very, very easy to do. That is good. I, that's, that's a cool website because uh, I get a lot of emails on how do I get in the industry. And there you go. As we've always said, start off with a sh- shitty job making low money and working yep. tons of hours. Yeah, but that's where you start. That's, that's how we all started. Yeah, you're not going to get just a factory Honda job or, or you know, a uh, fly racing rider rep. Support yeah, you're not going to go upstairs you know? at Honda and be like in a cubicle, like, yeah, hey guys, dude, let's go. Up. You want to get in the industry? You can do it. You're going to make no money and work your balls off. Right. Ask anyone who started in the industry. And that sounds tantalizing. You got to love it. Come on aboard. You got to love it. Uh, BTOsports.com, fly racing, race tech suspension engines, vortex racing, gear alloy, gear alloy, cold call. Alex, right? You wanted to get into something that you couldn't get into. Yeah, god dang it, I wanted to talk Couldn't get into it. I want to, though. (laughs) Roostam X, Vertex Pistons, X-Band Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, FMF, Works Connection. You got anything new from Works Connection coming up? Uh, Not right now, I don't. Okay. Uh, Atlas Neck Brace, you've been wearing yours? Off and on. Off and straight on. Let me straight up. Let me straight up. Yeah. Off and on. Off I, and actually, on. I wore it trail ride another day because I wanted to test it going up hills. Yep. It was fine. Yeah. You can look up. Because old school braces, off. I couldn't look far enough ahead. Yeah. yeah so no, I did test it on the trail the other day. Yeah. This is fine for that from what I hear from everybody. WUSA, W Wheels, uh, they're getting, I bet you they're busy as shit right now with race Dude. team stuff. Yeah. They are wild. I used open. to hear from John like once Did we every get other. our wheels back to John? I, there, I got them. They're just not at John's yet. So. Oh my God. Just chill down. Dude. I got it covered in Southern California. John, you worry about 702. If John Anderson is listening, and I know he is, I apologize. <laughs> no, not me. No, no, it's not Kiefer's fault. It all boils down to Alex Ray, and it's his fault. But I, I should have done a better job, John, getting these wheels for you. And Kiefer I is done trying to job. do a better job for yeah. you. He has these sold, I guess, and we're just dragging our feet. Oh, he has them sold? Yes. Oh, shit. I do feel bad now. John Anderson. That's my bad. We have dropped the ball here at Pulp We'll get you dialed, John. Sorry. Guts Racing. Get Data. Get Data's got something really cool coming out, and I'm looking forward to talking about about it. it? Not yet. Damn it. I'll tell you. Off air? Off air. Okay. Pro Filter. Honda World Downey. Ride Engineering. We've got some RMZ clamps in front of us we're going to talk about later. Yep. OGOPowerSports.com. OGOBags and MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com all on board with us. And we are coming up with Hunter Lawrence. I want to talk to this kid about adapting to America, adapting to Supercross. Aussies aren't like the French where they grow up riding Supercross, but they do have Supercross stuff going on down there. I think new school kids. Yeah more supercross time than when chad's era came yeah through. yeah probably yeah. right yeah absolutely uh so brought to you by vortex vortex same same sprockets monster energy yamaha uses bars 29 percent stronger the v3 bar ek change as well from the folks at vortex email jake at vortex uh bringing you our next guest on the night uh this kid's gonna be a rookie here in america next year racing supercross and motocross but he's far from a rookie in terms of what he's done in pro racing hunter lawrence what's up bud how, how are you welcome to the show Hi, Mike. Thank you. Yeah, I'm good. How are you, boys? I'm good, man. Thank you. 702-586-7857. If you have a question for Hunter Lawrence of Geico Honda. So, I guess we'll just dive into it, Hunter. Uh, how's the Supercross prep going? How do you feel uh, on the on Supercross so far? Yeah, good, good. I'm not dead, so that's a positive. <laughs> that's, that is always good. Yeah, exactly. That's a positive. No, it's been good. You know, it's been fun. The team gave me a good base uh, setting and good base bike. Mm-hmm. 
to just go out and, and loop stuff and, and crack on from there before we went into some intense testing and whatnot. So, um, yeah, it's been good. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. I'm just learning the ropes of it and stuff. And, and yeah, I'm 500 or more laps down from everyone else in experience. So I'm just trying to, yep. yeah, do me time and just make up for, for what I'm missing out. Well, I've missed out on in the past and, yeah, that's all. I mean, just did you I can, so. did you have much Supercross experience in, down under there uh, growing up? Did you did you do any of those series or anything? Did you did you ride much uh, Supercross? Yeah, no, nah, not really. Like nope. we had, I did four years ago. We did I did like the Supercross sort of thing we had for the juniors, which was mm-hmm. on the same tracks as the like the pros were racing. Um, but I only did like six maybe seven weeks of it okay um and that's it's like you know it's not the same sort of training as as here you know you're training on supercross tracks that are built in other x races and riders backyards you know so they're, mm-hmm. they're not maintained a, a whole lot you know so you right. go on there and just riding it and it's just a track to ride so yep it's not the same sort of training as what it is here where you have you know milestone parlor Elsinore plus all your test tracks, yep. you know, so. Um, look, you're a world-class racer. We've seen that in the GPs. We saw that at the Motocross the Nations a few years. I don't have any doubt when it comes to motocross in America, you are going to be a, a right up there for race wins. But does it get for you? I mean, you got you got ego, Hunter. You know, you, you have to being in your position. Does it get a bit, like, frustrating to see – you know, not come as easy and see your teammates say, you know, pull you a little bit and does it get frustrating? Do you have to tell yourself like, Hey, calm down. Don't just pin it, you know, take, look at the long picture. Is it hard to do that for you? No, not really. Because I mean, let's face it. They should be pulling time on me now. Yep. I mean, I've only got a couple of weeks on supercross and they've been racing it there yeah, yeah, yeah. their whole lives. So I mean, theoretically they should be pulling me. Um, and gapping me out and stuff. So, I mean, that's only normal. Yeah. I mean, it'd be stupid for me to come here and think that in the first couple of weeks in years, in four four years, mm-hmm. that I've ridden a Supercross track that I'm going to be yeah. setting lap records and stuff. I mean, it's... Well, that, no, that's, that's a good attitude because some guys might be like, ah, oh, fuck this and just pin it yeah, more right. and then weed, weed themselves, you know? So that's yeah, good. Sure. Yeah. Um, so are you... So Supercross, are you looking just to do well, get a good base, and then stay healthy for outdoors? Is that that's what we're working with for 2019? Yeah, for sure. I mean, making it through the season is is obviously a goal. But I mean, at the same time, I didn't go on this whole life journey from Australia to Europe and then from Europe to here to just fill out numbers on the gate. You know, I mean, right. I want to win and. That- that's the goal. That's what everyone wants to do on the gate. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm still working for the same thing mm-hmm. everyone else is. But, I mean, there's going to be nights where we have a rookie night and we just got to do damage control, you know. So, um, yeah, I'm, um, I am I want to win. But at the same time, I just got my head screwed on and, yeah, try um, not to have any meltdown <laughs> nights that, that some rookies make. And, yeah. And, yeah, just stick it out and, get through the season fit and healthy i think that just from watching and, and hearsay you know a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of guys are battling injuries throughout the season and stuff and i think just showing up to every round as i found out in the gps you know showing up to every round uh fit and healthy 
that all of the rounds throughout the whole season is a big mm-hmm. thing, you know. Um, so. Were you in a situation like we all know the Chad Reed story? He wanted to come here right away. He couldn't get a ride. He had he went to John DeGroote, John DeGroote and rode there GPs for a year, then came to Yamaha Troy. Uh, you and your brother obviously you both linked up with Geico. Uh, your younger brother is one going to be one of the promising amateurs. Um, did you guys want to come to America first? And kind of had to go the GP route like Chad or like GL or, or or even Alberton back in the day, or did you sort of want to go to Europe first and that was the master plan? No, it was like I mean, don't get me wrong, we've always wanted to come to America and that was the end dream, yep, end goal. Um, but we looked at we tried to be as yeah, just a bunch of yo- uh, bogans in Australia, <laughs> like just simmers and knowing nothing we tried to be as smart about it as we could and okay and all of the aussies that went via europe onwards to america Mm -hmm. had a better success rate opposed to the guys that went direct from australia to america so we were like well there's obviously something that has to be learned here and stuff in in europe yeah and we uh yeah i mean but at that time, you know, if we if we had an opportunity to go to America or Europe, we would we probably would have taken it. You know, it was right, just, right. At that time, that was what we were looking for. That's what we were working towards. You know, mm-hmm. going and doing the junior world championships for five years before, previous to when we went. You know, trying to get mm-hmm. our name in Europe, and that was the opportunity we got. You know, and yeah, yeah. I think it was good as much as uh, it was yeah, extremely difficult over there. I think. I don't regret doing it. It's made me who I am today. It's built a lot of character. It's made me tough, gnarly, all whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. And we met a lot of amazing people, you know, a lot of people that are in our family circle um, and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's what we wanted to do, and, and it's cool to tick off sort of your, your goals and your mm-hmm. tick off the box on your to-do list, you know. So we're here now. We have the opportunity to, to achieve our end dreams. So... Uh, yeah, we just had Marshall Welton on earlier tonight, and same kind of thing. He said, you know, he, he had to really learn for himself in Europe and really be independent, and it builds character, and it's it's not easy to live over there, and, and you know, that'll all benefit him when it comes to racing over here. And obviously, he's American, so he knows what it's like to live here, but you know what I mean? Like, absolutely. Like, it is yeah. – you guys are not – it's not pampered athletes over in Europe doing the MXGP series. There's a lot of things that you guys have to do on your own and figure out on your own, isn't there? Yeah, for sure. I mean, but it's it's not only what you just said then, but it's just like when you're the winter's there, you know, it's three or four months when, or three months where it's like zero degrees, the sun doesn't come out for <laughs> two or three weeks and it's mizzling rain and you're at Lommel or yeah. whatever, sand track in Holland, Belgium, Germany, or wherever it is. Yeah. You know, and it's like there's honestly like a thousand other places you'd rather be. And <laughs> right. like, yeah, there's there's you could go on about it, but yeah, yeah. it's just tough and no one likes to do it, you know, like we're all running and cycling in like mizzling snow and, <laughs> and freezing rain. Like it's, it's pretty crap but i mean it just yeah like it's yeah. pretty similar to america as far as culture wise and so well, not culture but like yeah. living style sort of thing lifestyle you know like it's yeah sunny majority of the time and then when we have a rainy day everyone's sort of like oh gee it's a <laughs> it's an inside movie day you know yeah, yeah. There, it's like, 
there's kids like the sun doesn't come up till like eight thirty nine, and there's kids riding bicycles to school in zero degrees weather you know like <laughs> yeah. it's dark outside you're like dude what the heck but it's just all they know so yeah it's it's crazy uh, i agree it, it's, it's there'd be some american kids hunter that would just start crying oh they'd just go home they just go home yeah. and just wouldn't do oh, it there was days i was crying there. <laughs> i mean i'm not supposed to here and say there wasn't i mean the amount of stuff we went through yeah geez you'd be robot if you didn't cry i mean it, yeah yeah there's, there's been a whole lot of dark days, more than a handful, that's for sure. So, yeah. I mean. but, but the only – Burner. Burner came straight here. Other than that – and Anderson did too well, because – He went to Europe. I'm pretty sure he went to Europe. Did he? I didn't think he did. What about Ashkenazi? Oh, good one. Good oh, pull. Mate, you're asking way above my yeah. age limit for that one. I'd, I'd never experienced Ashcan. Oh, Ashcan. Oh, there, there are Ashcan stories for days. Dude, <laughs> I know a couple. Of them. I don't even want to know about them. Um, absolutely. Hunter Lawrence here on the uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Do we know? Are we doing west or east? Do we know? Or if you tell us, you'll get you'll get killed? Or do we know yet, Hunter? No, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I should be on west. Uh, east, sorry, not west. Oh, okay. Yep. East coast, just due to the fact, yeah, to give me some more time. Right. To, to crack on with the Supercross whole deal. And, yep. uh, yeah, so that's cool. And the tracks, uh, the softer dirt and stuff, you know, just mm-hmm. the... Yeah, it was an all, all sort of uh, the decision, like a mutual sort of right. decision between the team and myself and, and my agent, you know, he was... Sort of no, to have an agent here, um, Lucas. You know, a fellow Aussie, and, and he, have an agent here. That yeah, he's you got to drop him. He's probably half your problem right there, Hunter. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, he's good. He's good. He's freaking made our lives twice as easy. Um, the past couple. Months, so <laughs> yeah, no, I'm kidding. But yeah, like to have him here, and you know, obviously all of his guys and stuff, they're all here doing it. So it's always easier to have someone here yep. that knows the schedule like he, yeah like i said you know he made our, our lives easier as far as the aspect of moving over here you know so yeah um yeah and uh yeah so the whole family moved over right they're all here your brother is going to be racing uh geico honda amateur program with, uh, dude they're stacked yeah, too yeah. between your brother shmoda mumford am yeah, i missing somebody a shit ton of them it's another yeah geico yeah. honda Yoda, little hunter yeah yeah. Um, exactly. No, not wrong. Not wrong. There's a a whole bunch of talent. You know, you got all the yeah the Geico boys, and mm-hmm. then you've got the Amazon program, and yeah, yeah, for sure. But I, yeah, no, the whole family's over here, and and my middle brother Tate, um, who's a special needs, uh, he's special needs and stuff, and so he he doesn't ride. He just follows us around. And, oh, cool. Um, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Um. And then uh, I saw photos of the bikes. I like the bikes. I like the look of the Geico bikes. Looks good. Yeah, yeah. how thick do they look? They look Very good, dude, for sure. Thick. Yeah. Solid colors, man. Looks Solid good. colors. Best looking yeah. 250. What's that? Best looking 250. Would you not agree? Well, I need to see the other ones right now. But Easy, I, but Hunter. I mean, just just take a step back. <laughs> just calm down. So, so chill, chill down. Chill there. down, huh? Well, I mean. If no, I, no, 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 no. What did what happened to Craig's hair today? Did we see that photo? I don't know what was prettier, the hair or the bike. I don't know. I couldn't. The hair, what was he doing with the hair? Is that is that's, that what kids are doing now? That's the deal, dude. Really? It's like the quail look. Oh, thing. hi, hi, hi. <laughs> all of the boys put a good effort into their appearance. I think all the boys are looking great. We're all dressed to impress, and yeah, okay. the mechanics done the same with the bike. So it was just yeah. all round thumbs up and a, and a. 
10 from 10 from my point of view. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that I think they looked really good. I like the old school Honda wing on them too. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah they look they look really yeah. sharp. Um, what's the hardest thing that you have come across by learning um, the new sport of Supercross for you? So what's the most difficult oh. part? Yeah, whoops. I mean, everyone can go double, double, triple or double, triple, double. <laughs> it's the whoops. That's, everyone knows that. So yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm, I'm blazing through them and I'm same speed as Craig through them. You know, like it's, it's the whoops. Everyone that learns Supercross and starts off learning whoops they you know they have their days and they they that's just normal it's part of the game there's mm-hmm. you, know, you see guys that have been doing supercross for years and <laughs> they still have their days through them so yeah. so you're I at mean, you're at the track you see christian go through him and you watch him you study him do you try to mimic that and then does that work or do you have to adapt a certain to another style or how does that work Oh, I mean, yes and no. I mean, it's awesome to have good good guys out at the test track. You know, like we have Cole and Kenny and, and even my teammates, you know, like I got to RJ and Chase have, have came out recently and stuff. So I get to watch those boys. And, you know, like even at the public tracks, you get to watch all different riders and, and everyone's got a different style through the whoop. So, I mean, you sort of try to take what you think might work for you from a bit from everyone sort of style and then, that yeah you you make it work how you feel the most consistent to do the whoops 20 laps for a main event or, or however long it is and and the most consistent and com- uh, comfortable so um who filled in for jmart for the poster shoot chase or you oh we haven't done it yet oh, okay all right well, i wonder who's gonna be shorter guy maybe chase uh sexton chase no too thin yeah I know, yeah. J Mart's kind of bulky, yeah, right? Kind of like, yeah. Someone's got to, someone's got to play J Mart in these photo shoots. <laughs> um, hey, Hunter. So your season in GPS, we saw you on the uh, Suzuki team, uh, Everett's Suzuki team. You absolutely had a great year. New team this year, new bike. Frustrating year for you. Flashes of brilliance here and there. And then we saw you on a Geico bike at those nations, and that was some of the best racing uh, I think all all weekend long. Um, but. At times in the MX and the GP series, I imagine Hunter, you were you were banging your head against the wall trying to just get comfy with the bike and the team and the, everything, huh? At times, was it was it uh, hard to do? Was it hard to bite your lip? Yeah, I mean, hard to bite your lip in interviews, let's say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I done everything I could. I mean, I worked my ass off, and I mean, we had three injuries throughout the season. Uh-huh. So, I mean, there's, yeah, you can look at it a lot of ways. You know, you see one, some guys that have one injury during the season and they, they just don't get back up to the to where they were before um, during the season, you know. So, I mean, and we had three injuries and we were able to still come back and be, you know, battling for, like, towards the end, we were battling for wins and yeah. we were up racing the top guys. So, I mean, as far as that, like, my riding results don't really reflect on how I was riding and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was a very frustrating year to say the least. I mean, I had goals and and plans or, or like dreams of yeah becoming a world champion, you know, and it just mm-hmm. just wasn't meant to be. Um, and and I have accepted that, you know, we got uh, new things, new new challenges and and goals to achieve. So I mean, hey, cop it on the chin and take yep. it in your stride and move on. You know, I did everything I could. I don't look back on it and think like, oh, gee, if I had it done two more days of 40 minute motos in the winter you know like we we left everything on we didn't leave anything on the table so 
Yeah, yeah, no, it's, um, it's, yeah. At the end of the day, that's all you can you can t- tell yourself that. Sure. It's like, yeah, we, we, we yeah. did. Right. Uh, question for sure. you from Tyler here. Tyler, uh, welcome to the show. What's your question for uh, Hunter Lawrence? Yeah, hey, what's up, Chief? How's it going? Good. Yeah, basically my question was uh, they made the switch recently um, from the 6D to the Fox helmet, and I was just wondering uh, what the what the deal is with that. Where, where is 6D going now, and uh, is he comfortable wearing a Fox helmet? I know you think he was on uh, Arrow prior over in Europe, but uh, yeah, how is he liking uh, the new helmet and uh, yeah, I guess the new gear deal? I guess Hunter wouldn't know much about the the deal with 6D to Fox, but are you are you liking the Fox helmet and all that your get up, uh, Hunter? Yeah, mate. I mean, it's pretty safe to say we've got a lit kit um, for <laughs> yes. 2019. Shit. Yes. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm loving the Fox. You know, I think it's safe to say Fox is one of the leading sort of uh, gear and, like, equipment brands in the sport. I mean, yeah, the helmet's good. It's comfortable, and, and I'm enjoying it, you know, moving from the era to this one. And, no, it's good. I mean, um, I hey, can't say bad words when you, it, so. when you wear the arrow. They're so light. It's scary. What's up? I mean, do you get you get a helmet that's like a Fox One or Fly or like a more I want to say normal weight helmet, Hunter. The arrow is so light. Do you get? I guess you don't get freaked out about. it. I guess you liked it. A lot of guys wear it and they, they have great races. But man, it would be hard for me to put an arrow on and go riding for some reason. I don't know. That's just me. <laughs> Um, Bad signal. Next question. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Tyler. Um, when it comes to the helmets, so I, so the Geico team signed the Fox deal a couple years ago or a year ago, and the sixty helmet contract was already going on. And yeah. And so I would say you'll see these guys in the Fox Instinct boots as soon as that deal runs out. Uh, whenever the team deal runs out, Tyler, and they will be head to toe in Fox. Yeah. So uh, um, that cool. that's what I think will happen, Tyler. All right. Cool. All thanks, right. Thanks, thanks man. Appreciate it. At least I imagine thanks, so. Tyler. Huh? Yeah, 60 was kind of bummed. I t- when I talked to those guys, they were kind of bummed out they were going to lose the team. Yeah. Because, but they knew the writing was on the wall. Yeah. What are you going to do? Fox makes a good helmet. There's yeah. nothing, nothing uh, wrong with that thing. Do uh, you have any other questions for Hunter? Yeah. Hunter, do you have a chick? I do. I've got an amazing woman. Perfect. Um, yeah. No, she's awesome. She's been with me since... I was living in a garage in Belgium, and okay, perfect. Yeah, and but, she's and she's here with you. So, Is she out here with you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Not at the moment. Not at the moment. She's she's working back in uh, Switzerland. She's from Switzerland, so finishing off a work contract and stuff. And yeah, okay. So that that's a good that's a good thing for me to hear. Yeah, because, because Kiefer is very worried, Hunter, about about younger kids uh, who have money yep. that are in SoCal in that scene. He's very he, he's very concerned about you, yeah. you kids. Well, so good looking kid, yeah, accent. Thank you. SoCal chicks, they're gonna flock to him, right? <laughs> right. So having yeah. a chick, yeah, keeping yeah. him away from all that bullshit. He's got fame. He's got money. Yeah. Right. Just good. Swiss chick that was with him when he was in a garage. So just check that box. <laughs> uh, sure. Hunter has good yeah. home life. No, check. She's, she's awesome. She. Like, I was a loser. I had no money to my name, living in a garage with my parents still. I was driving around in a van that was borrowed from the team. So we would go out to dinner in a, a yeah, a van that I'd borrow from a team. And, yeah, so it's, she's, no, she's not a gold digger or nothing like that. She's awesome. And right. Yeah, Perfect. I love her, so. Uh, awesome, man. Well, good to hear. Hey, thank you. Uh, thanks for the time. Appreciate it. Good luck with everything. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, Famous uh, Pulp MX show. 
Yeah, I don't know about that. Well, why don't you come up here one time with your agent and sit in the studio? That'd be fun. We had a good time with that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, sure. That'll be great. Thanks, Hunter. Thanks for the time, man. Talk to you soon. Good luck, buddy. No worries, boys. Take care. All right, thank you. Hunter Lawrence, everybody, brought to you by VortexRacing.com. Uh, he's a good kid. I like him. I, I've, I've never met him. I, I interviewed him a few times in Europe. Uh, got to know him a little bit here and there, and uh, I like him. Cool kid. Yeah. Pretty open. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, very Aussie friendly. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, he does. I think he has that chip on his shoulder, but all great racers do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you got to have yeah, that. Yeah, you got to have that a little bit. I think he really wants to win. And a lot of those Aussie guys are like that. So, um, yeah, I think the future's bright for him for sure. He just has to learn Supercross. Yeah, he has to get healthy. Just stay healthy. Stay healthy. Yeah. Get a couple podiums, you know, top fives, and, uh, and then come outdoors. Yeah, it should be on. Right. You know? Outdoor should be really good, too. Oh, yeah. Dude, this is a guy who beat... He raced Zach Osborne, our national champion, in Matterley, in the mud, okay, but right. whatever. It wasn't that muddy when they were racing, and they were pretty much equal. Hunter ended up beating him, yeah. and this year, he didn't win. He got... Uh, I forget what he got in the MX2, but um, he was very good. Did he win? No, Prado no. won. Yeah, uh, Prado, Prado won, won, but he was still... He, he was, was better right at, there. Yeah. yeah. So, if you, th- if you look at uh, Hunter Lawrence's outdoor speed... Why can't he be a race winner slash title contender outdoors? Right. Right? Yeah. 100%. Um, all right. Let's go to Stefan. What's up, man? How are you? Good. How about you guys? We're good. Great, Steve. What's happening? Uh, hey, fellow Manitoba title holder here. Oh, yeah? How many titles do you have? Uh, three less than you. Oh, uh, I just got one Manitoba title. Well, you know what? I mean, um, yeah, keep, keep working. At least out, you buddy. got one. <laughs> I got two quick questions. Uh, I just switched to a new Yamaha 252 stroke, and I was wondering uh, what the get box um, would do for me if it's as big as it was on my 250F and what I could expect in terms of gains. Uh, Dude, yeah, I guess they're selling those things out (laughs) for two strokes, uh, the get guys are. So I don't have experience with the two-stroke stuff. I don't either. Dan from get is telling me that they can't keep them in stock, that they're unbelievable Mm -hmm. for two strokes. So uh, I could, if you want to send me an email using the contact form on Pulp, I can forward it to Dan again, and he can kind of inform you a little bit more on the two-stroke end of things. Awesome, thanks. So, because I, I mean, that's that bike is proven. It's a nice. What you, you got to put a V force on it, okay? Yeah, I've got to just put a PC pipe and silencer in the uh, good. Yeah, yeah, and then if you put ignition on it, it should be amazing. Um, and bark. Uh, so if you want to send me an email, you can also get a discount through the show as well. Um, Dan, Dan will fill you in uh, the the pluses and minuses to to that box. So awesome, thanks. Yeah. And then a quick second question sure. here. Uh, just wondering if uh, Jess Pettis will be getting any support from KTM US, or is he just doing Supercross out of a sprinter? Yeah, band? I think he's full privateer here. But you know what? It's like anything. If the dude starts killing it, crushing it, he will find help and parts and maybe a Supercross track to ride and everything on all that. KTM is usually pretty good about. I mean, he's not going to be in the rig, but KTM's usually pretty good about helping guys out, especially if they're part yeah, I mean, of the family. He's a factory yeah. uh, Canadian KTM kid, so, yeah. you know. Yeah. I, was just I ta- figured that's what it would be, but I remember back in the day, Cole Thompson had, I think, motors from KTM. Yeah. He was racing for that. Uh, yeah, he was getting the yeah. SXF or XSX season motors or whatever that was. Yeah, the factory but, services yeah, yeah, motor. Yeah, factory services, that's it. Yeah. Um, cool, man. Well, thanks. Yeah, send me an email, and we'll try to dial you in for that get box, man. Awesome. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Jason Thomas? Yes, sir. How are you? I'm pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. Good to hear. Is it snowing back there? 
Uh, no, they're still on the ground. It, there was a few flurries today. Hmm. Uh, we were talking about Pulp Mix Fantasy earlier uh, on the show, JT. We're going to launch next Monday. Uh, sign-ups will be started, and we are going longer and deeper with the prizes. Yeah. Is yeah, this, you like that? Does this keep her after dark, or what are we talking? No. It's always after dark. It's, it's coming in shortly. Um, All right. com. everybody. Uh, look forward. Hey, JT, so um, Italy's this weekend. Mookie, Brayton, Seeley. Italy? Italy. I just asked you if there's any more off. Uh, off oh, I thought you meant for me. No. Oh, oh. you meant in general. Yes. Uh, okay. Um, but, JT, you've seen Geneva and you've seen Paris. What's your takeaways mm-hmm. from that? I think it's what we expected. Um, usual suspects. Brayden's always good. Um, I think Anderson made a point that, you know, he's going to be ready to, uh, you know, he'll be ready to come Anaheim 1 again. And then, obviously, you know, you've been pumping Zacho up, but he's he's going to be good. I don't, you know, how how does this all translate come January is the big question. Um, I try not to take a whole lot away from it, but, uh, yeah, I, I think we just kind of reinforced what we already knew. Um, you know, Mookie, is he going to be able to take the next step with, you know, improved fitness and all that? Um, so, yeah, if nothing else, it just kind of created some, some storylines to talk about for us. Zacho's good, dude. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you are you were underestimating him a little bit anyway. I mean, look look what he's done over the last two years. Like he's, of course, he's going to be good. Is that good enough? Going to be good? You know, is, is that going to be good enough to be on the podium? You know, in January, February, March. That's that's a question. Whether he's going to be like you know battling for top fives, I think. I think that was a that was a given for me. I thought it was interesting one of the post race pods you did after one of the European races. I forget which one it is. How he couldn't enter the whoops like JA does, and he explains why he couldn't yeah. enter the whoops. Yeah, you know, he broke it down pretty. Yeah, good, he huh? broke it down really good. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's uh, speaking of breaking down. Let's do the X brand goggle tear off segment. Break it, break it down. It's the X brand tear off segment. Fifteen second rapid fire Q and A. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. 2019 stuff is out now, and the colors are off the chain or the hook or whatever. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Use the code PulpMX18 to save xbrandgoggles.com, eksbrand.com. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Hep Suzuki team, run an X-Brand. I'm just going to put it out there. Tag it. I don't even care. Tag it, A-Ray. Uh, so these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you, do you know him? No. Okay. Uh, 30 seconds or less. Here we go, Marks. Steve. Yep. Who do you hear is quote unquote flying at the test tracks? Yeah. Uh, Zach Osborne. 2.9. I honestly haven't heard much. I heard Aaron Plessinger's crashed a few times. Um, I've heard Savachi's ripping. Savachi's ripping? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. JT, what do you, JT's going to hear Baggett's ripping. No, it's been really quiet. Yeah. So I was going to say there hasn't been much buzz at all this year, which is a little bit abnormal. Normally we hear something, but I haven't yeah. heard much at all. Yeah. All right, next question. Kiefer, is there an OEM part that you think is better than aftermarket? Yeah, some mufflers. Some muff stock OEM mufflers are better than aftermarket. Seven seconds. Good job. JT, does Jerry Robbins switching to KTM increase his fantasy stock? Uh, went from a zero to a zero for me. Oh, 
you'll see. Don't worry. Dude, he's, he looks fast, too. He always looks fast. but Oh, he's always fast. Yeah. It's, not about, it's, not, it's not about whether he's fast or not. That's for sure. That's the problem. That's actually the problem. <laughs> Jerry's, That's actually the problem. Jerry's turning around. If he did finish, there would be no problem. Jerry's going to turn him around this year. Poor Jerry. Jerry's he's gonna, a nice kid. Too. He is a nice kid. It's not a personal thing. We're talking purely. No, I know. Here. I have no. I have no problem with Jerry. I just hate it when people pile on after he doesn't. You know, if something happens to him in the race, people just rip. His yeah, ass. that's their own fault for picking him. <laughs> All right, next question. It's not even Jerry's fault. <laughs> just can't help it. You see those lap times from qualifying. Yep. Ugh. He's good. He's the forbidden fruit. <sighs> Steve, who's going to take Filthy Phil's place and take your verbal abuse? Hmm. I don't know. There is only one Phil. We're going to miss him. Can't even allowed to race in this country. God bless. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? All the riders will take shit from me, and they'll give me shit back, right? Isn't that how it works? Yeah. Yeah. Kiefer, who do you think will have the best bike under them at A1? Best bike under them at A1. I'm going to say Jason Anderson. Coincidentally, Kiefer just bought a Rockstar, or Heather bought Kiefer a Rockstar Husky. Yes. Bike. About oh. fucking time. Right. Uh, JT, who is your favorite to win the titles in the 250 classes? Ooh, um, well, we don't really know who's racing where. Yeah, Steve loves to rail on. Uh, but I think... McElrath, Cincerillo, if they're not, those are my two if they're not racing each other. Forkner? You seemed high on Forkner. Yeah, Forkner's going to be, Forkner's going to be great. I just, I want to root for Adam so bad. I, I should know better, you know, but I really want Adam to win. So I'm, I'm picking with my heart on that one. Was that the West he said? Is that West? No, he just said either. He said two fifties. Yeah, we don't know. Adam's gonna be West though. God, Cooper's gonna be good too. Yeah, Justin. You think so? I don't know. I'm I'm torn on that one. I haven't seen much from him in Supercross. And if Nichols doesn't get hurt, Nichols is fast, dude. Yeah, Nichols is good. Oh, there's lots of guys that could win races. I mean, you know, I just I think McElrath has the most experience, and he's got to win one of the things. McElrath gets good starts, too. Ferrandis is going to be unbelievable, too. Ferrandis is going to be good. Ferrandis is going to be good. You think Ferrandis can finish the series, though? That's what I question. He hasn't finished one yet. He will. All right. He will. Keep stamped it. He's going to be fast in the whoops. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next question. Steve, uh, chance ability that the guy in the corner fumbles Pulpamix Fantasy again at A1? No. Zero. Oh, God. Ah, Wow. Two, two percent, two percent chance he fumbles. <laughs> he's not going to be sitting in the crowd with a lap. He's not going to be sitting in a crowd in the crowd with a laptop on his race this, on his lap with a hot spot. Yeah, with a hot spot, with people looking at him all weird, like he's got a bomb. It worked. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Two uh, percent chance that Marks fumbles the ball. Ninety-eight percent. We got this figured out. Because last year it was it was a uh, we don't want to melt, talk about it. melt down. <laughs> it was. It was bad. It was not good. <laughs> Who knew we were that popular? Dude. Thank you, everybody, for signing up. God. And absolutely just flooding the server. Dang it. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, Kiefer, if you traveled to a Supercross this year, which one would you want to go to? 
He's doing seven for them for me this year, everybody. <laughs> He's doing seven races for me, everybody. Holy shit. Yeah, Valley Supercross. Oh, man. Um, I am coming to the live shows. Not the, not the fly live shows. Pulp live shows. So whatever those are, I'm coming to those. But Heather and I discussed we both want to go to Nashville. Oh, so do I. So that we're we're all we're oh. all going to be there. No I'm Denver? definitely not going to fucking Atlanta again. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I thought you would have said Denver for sure. Ah, uh, yeah, Denver. I'd like to go there. No, you you got something going on for Denver. No. Oh, Heather does. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Tennessee. All right. I'm looking forward to Tennessee round. It should be fun. Yeah. Nashville's going to be a good city. JT, what is the hottest selling product from WPS this holiday season? Pulp MX shirt. Uh, we have sold a lot of those. That's been pretty good, man. I'm, I'm excited. That yeah. Our little, I hope. Little I hope that at working. work. I hope at work someone comes up to you and goes, "Good job, JT." I mean, look, it's not exactly going to put you know Craig, in, you know, in a penthouse in in, in Manhattan with the sales, but it, it, it you know it's you push this thing, you made it happen. I hope someone says thank you, good job. Uh, I think it's more likely that they're going to go, what the hell is this thing? Why is it not in a catalog? Why are you throwing stuff in midseason? That's uh, probably Oh, okay. All right. Never mind then. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we've sold uh, almost 200 of these That's pulp cool. shirts. Uh, WPS and uh, Fly Racing, they make a – any dealer can get it, JT, right? It's uh, it's in the yeah. mid-catalog or something. Or It's not out in the midseason catalog yet. It will be uh, It will be in the next catalog that comes out, and we just ordered a bunch more. So, yeah, it's, I mean, we're, we're going to continue on with this thing, whether I get yelled at for it or not. But, we'll but, just keep going. But dealers can get it by just calling their rep, right, right now? That's right yeah, now. The, uh, and I'll even yeah. give the part number. The part number is 352-1900, okay. and I know that's that's foreign language for most people, but if you're a WPS dealer out there or if right. you're a customer and call into your dealer, they can they can get it with that part number. Okay, there fantastic. You go. He didn't answer. That was your that answer. That was the hottest holiday item by far. But okay, JT, what is the hottest holiday item? Uh, for WPS, who the hell knows? Probably a, a spark plug or something. Um, for fly, uh, probably stocking stuffers, you know, goggles, gloves, all that stuff that, that parents buy for their kids and stuff we do. We have a lot of stuff that gets bundled and stuff like that. Do you that have any really well. Andrew Short PJs left? Uh, I think those were those were maybe BTO team ones. When oh the yeah, they, yeah, they weren't really fly, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, there's somebody in Spokane that <laughs> was a bad idea yeah. all across the board. Yeah, they were. All right, next question. <laughs> X Brand Gog is a choice of champions everywhere. EKSBrand.com. I'm such a fair weather rider that when I was going to ride with you the other day in Cali that I didn't get to, yeah. I'm like, hey, I need a clear lens for my goggle. I know. I don't even have a clear lens. You don't ride a clear lens at all? No, I like the tint. Ugh. I don't well, want people looking at my eyes. No, you do I'm ride in white dirt, so you yeah. probably do need some fucking tinted. Yeah. yeah. Um, clear lens is the way to go all the time. I'm going riding this week with the Silver Fox. Out in Western? Yep. Nice. We are going to moto down. Hopefully you guys come out next week. Yeah. Yeah, it should be fun. Um, all right, JT. Uh, thanks for your time, buddy. Appreciate it. Xbrandgoggle.com. Flyracing.com. Uh, please uh, check them out on the web. Order a Pulp MX shirt if you can. Uh, you can also get them JT. directly through me, too. Pulp MX shop tab. Okay, go ahead. JT, uh, January 8th yes. and 10th, 250 shootout dates. Just want to tell you. January what? 8th, what was the date? 8th and 10th. 8th and 10th. Okay. I'll keep it in mind. Okay. Uh, let's try to run our sales meeting, but I don't know what's going on. And you can't rate uh, the Suzuki first. Speaking of... Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, he, he's not allowed. Well, if he's I, not allowed. If he's all, all army. All, if he has... 
you know, skewed results, I'll throw him out. Okay. But I need to at least get his results. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, the last thing I was going to mention, too, um, Action VIP has been really, really popular right now. Obviously, Supercross is ramping up. So if anybody out there is thinking about doing it for this upcoming season, definitely reach out to me. Um, I hate when they're sold out and I have to turn people away. So yeah. um, if you're wanting a behind-the-scenes look at Supercross and – Unfortunately, you have to hang out with me most of the day, but uh, we can uh, we can work did, on other options for that. Did you? Um, but yeah, please reach out to me. Email me. You could you could email Steve, and he's pretty nice about forwarding them to me as well. So did you get that chick want. hooked up too? That I got you involved with? Uh, I'm waiting. We're trying to. I've I've talked to that group a few times, and it's the ball's in their court. So we'll see. Okay. You know what, JT? Before you go, we got a call that that would be good for all three of us. I think. Uh, okay. Becca, what's happening? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for calling the show. What is your question? Sounds cute. My question is, do you think there's going to be any... Shoot, I forget my question. It's been a while, but... Um, oh, there we go. Do you think there's going to be any breakthrough privateers this upcoming Supercross season that possibly might make a main event for the first time or hmm. just stand out above from anyone else? Yeah, there's always that guy. A-Ray was that guy last A1. year. Yep. Seven, A-1's always yep. that way. Uh, Vince Freeze, Tevin Tapia made the main Schmidt a few years ago. Schmidt was like that a few years uh, ago. Schmidt's been that way. Yep, there's always a guy that steps up and for his level stick, brings it to a new level, um, privateer-wise. Um, and right now, I mean, obviously, like Bowers, we all know Bowers. He'll be good. You know, yeah. he's a privateer, but he'll be good and Dean and all that. But I mean, guys... Guys on the island, JT. Do you have anybody yeah, in mind? Island guys. I think the main, the main ones I'm I'm interested to see are the Hep guys because they're they're going to be on a team for the the off season for the first time, like leading up to it. And I want to see if uh, if that makes a difference. Just prep and being more organized and more prepared, and to see mm -hmm. if Adam and and A Ray and those guys take a step forward at all. Yeah, Chiz you know, too. You know. You know who's interesting. I know who's working a little harder this year and putting a little more effort into his thing is the cat. Yeah. The cat. Cat's be, technically good, too. He's yeah. He's a technical writer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cat could be a guy. He's made mains before, you know what I mean? But, right. but the cat could be a guy that, like, I, I, yeah, I think he's pretty talented. He's just. He's very technically talented, for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, all right, Becca. Anything else? Uh, what about seven deuce trace, Tyler Antignac? Oh, I hope main? he makes a main. I hope he makes a main. The, the thing about 723, I feel, and I know Addy's going to hate me to say this, but I feel like 723 is technically better than Adam overall. I feel like he's a better rider. I mean, when you watch him ride, yep. I feel like Tyler looks better on a bike, but I think Addy is a little bit mentally better than, than right. Tyler's. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, he has come as close as you can to making a main event without making a main event. Yeah. Good God. Yeah, but I, for sure, he'll make his first main event this year, I uh, think. I hope so, Becca. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Thank you. Good right. to be back on the live. Uh, yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, question for you, JT, before we let you go. Levi, you got a question for JT about VIP? Yeah, I was just wondering if um, he was going to do the VIP experience again next year and if the uh, live pulp show will be included in the experience. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's going to be fun because uh well for lots of reasons we're definitely doing vip and then yeah when, when it's time to go over we'll uh we'll bring the group over and uh you'll have i don't know if it'll be front row seats but you'll have seats is he talking uh, are you talking levi you're talking about the saturday pitch show we announced tonight yeah yeah oh, okay yeah. yeah 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 um yep yeah i'll uh you know obviously that team is is 
a part of the Rocky Mountain KTM team, so they get uh, they definitely get some dealer perks with that stuff being a part of uh, the Rocky Mountain group. All right, there you go, Levi. There's your answer, man. Thank you, man. Awesome. Uh, thanks. Uh, all right, JT. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. FlyRacing.com. Please check them out. Uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow, I'm sure. See you, JT. All right, guys. All right, see, see you. Uh, Gump, you got a question for Kiefer? Yeah. Hey, what's up, Steve? What's up, Gump? Hey, not much, man. Hey, uh, cool little fact. Did you know uh, Dunge's cousin is the quarterback at Syracuse University? Ryan's? No. Yeah. He's, he's a quarterback for uh, Syracuse. Like, and is that Are they a Division One school? I don't even know. Oh, yeah, man. They okay. uh, they fucked. They uh, cracked almost the top ten for the first time. He carried the team almost the top wow. ten. And that's uh, Division Dun- One. Dunge's school, cousin. Yeah. Wow, good job, yeah. I don't follow college football much. but That's cool. That's cool, yeah. Yeah, just random fact, and then I wanted to say something to uh, Keither real quick. Yep, sure. What's up? Hey, he was on a, maybe a couple months ago with his little NorCal buddy there, Carson Mumford, and they were talking about his facility that he bought off of Lessie's. Yep. Mm-hmm. It, and they were joking back and forth about what to call it. And I was just, and Keither said it was out in Bumfuck, so I was thinking they should call it Bumfords. That's a good one. Bumfords. I like it. Okay. I'll, have to, I'll have to ask him about if he likes that Bumfords. He's been using Mumfyland. Mumphyland, yeah, I, I call it Mumphies, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't really like that. So. Yeah, I, I've always liked that kid. My name's Garson, so his name's Carson, so I was like, I'm a lot older than him, but I was always, I was always rooting for the kid, so it's Bum- cool. What is it, one more time, what is it? Bumfords? Bumfords. Bumford. Okay. You okay. can call it like Bumford E, you know, like Bumfucked Egypt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to text that to him right now and see what he says. Uh, cool. Thanks, Gump. <laughs> All right, dude. Thank you, appreciate it. Uh, question about Alta. Lee. Yes. You want our question for about Alta to Chris Keith? Sounds angry. <laughs> he does sound angry. <laughs> oh, sorry. You just kind of caught me by surprise there. Uh, yeah, it's just interesting hearing Kiefer and your you too, Steve, your thoughts on the whole, the whole uh, Alta thing in the last six weeks. Well, and man, yeah. Well, here's my thoughts because I, I guess I have a little bit more. I'm invested in that a little bit more. Uh, well, yeah, I would expect you know a bit more than maybe the average person. Uh, well, I'm just bummed out for one. I had a lot to do with that, you know, redshift and watching it grow and making it become, uh, what it became was, you know, kind of held a special place in my heart, you know, seeing it do good and do the things that it did was, was cool. It was a cool feeling. And just riding the bike is a fun bike. And, um, as far as the company, I just think, I, you know, and I am not, um, I don't know all the ins and outs of the company. I just know that they had a lot of um, money outgoing and it was just uh, I think that it's got in over their head a little bit and uh, then all of a sudden you find yourself upside down and nowhere to go right so um, I honestly don't see the company coming back as far as someone buying it I feel like there's too much assets that have to be paid off and too much yeah. uh, what about the tech though yeah I mean yeah, I, I, I the ro- tech's not really that. That's what I was about to say. It's not much for us. It's well, a, it's for us that non-electric guys. We think it's huge, but guys within the electric industry, yep, it's yep. basic stuff yep. that they could do. Well, dude, there's a market for those bikes. They're incredible. Yeah, and I, and I oh, absolutely. I own one, and I love it. Like I'm super bummed about the whole thing too. Yeah. Yeah, and the guys over there in Alta, you know, Derek, Mark, you know, Jeff and the guys, they're all great dudes. And everyone over there was awesome to work with. And 
like I said, I don't know the ins and outs of of the business and the money side of it. I just know that they had a lot of stuff um, going out. I don't know how much they had coming in. I will know? say this too, from yeah, a media from a media standpoint, like when the, when I talk to other magazines or other people, they were difficult to deal with. I don't know if it's being a NorCal or not being organized. They, so here's the deal: the the guys that worked at the at the company weren't us type of people. Yeah, they were hipster kind of guys, smarter than us. They weren't core motocross guys. They come from a flat track background, a different background than we did, mm-hmm. and um, their marketing guys really didn't ride dirt bikes. If you saw the guys right. that rode, yeah. you're like, this guy just got on a dirt bike just now. Yeah. Like you could just right. tell. Right. So I feel like they missed the mark with hiring key people within our realm right, right. to really push it the right way. So now, um, hold on. Who, who is this? Lee. Lee. Uh, so what's Lee? Is Lee screwed down the road for this Alta? Like when it breaks or something like what? Right now, Lee well, can still get parts. Yeah, we're screwed. No, you're not. If it- well, if there are certain parts on my, on these bikes where if they break, the bike won't run and we cannot get the parts. So according to what I was told, and this is about two weeks ago from someone inside the R&D department, that you can still, as of right now, buy the existing stock of parts that they do have. And that yes, is an so array of parts that you might need. I put in an order for $1,400 of parts like six weeks ago and still have a bunch of other people and nobody's gotten parts yet. Okay. Have you got there's an answer back? So like, few, well, I think there's just so few people there because they laid everybody off. Well, there's no one so I there. I think there's only one person trying to fulfill all these orders. Hmm. And we've also been told that they, they have no batteries and they have no dashes like the screen. Yeah. And like that screen, if it gets smashed, you can't eat the bike won't run. Right. Hmm. Well, interesting. So, yeah, it's... I, I'm not giving up on the bike. Like I think the guys that own them will try to figure out a way to make them work. Yeah, there might be aftermarket people that come. They're fun, dude. They're a really good bike. They were, and, man. It's and, fun to ride. And I think there's a. Few I think so too. Absolutely. Are you from Canada, Lee? I sure am. Yeah. What part? Uh, just outside Vancouver. So you must have paid Canadian like twenty thousand dollars for this thing. For this uh, I got mine at the end of 17, and I got a pretty good price okay, on it. Okay, all right. Are you working with Air think, or 4CS fork bike? I got the 17 with the 4CS. Yeah. Now I'm just a slow... Hey, do me a favor. Rider, so they're uh, fine for me, I think. <laughs> just email me a quick email this week, and then that way I have you on file. And, and if I could assist sure. you with some parts down the road, and I know it when or if they do have some, at least I can kind of sure. get in touch with you. Sure, I will do that. Cause uh, I, I, mean, I don't I, know if you're aware, there's uh, Alta Owners Forum, too, with uh, all these guys trying to keep things sorted out. I think you should come join so, us there. Yeah, I don't want to join that party. I feel like I get... Uh... So, th- did they take your bikes back, Eva? Uh That's something I can't really discuss right now. What? Yeah. <laughs> that's I, yeah. I, I'm owed money. Okay. And... Alta owes me money okay. for some stuff that I did. And, yeah. and it's not the guy's fault that they owe me money, but right. now there's a company in there that's recovering assets that are out in the field. And I'm not well, willing to give my assets no, up until I get paid. Don't tell them where you live. So don't, I'm sure I'll they already have that on file. Yeah, right. But what I'm saying is it's like, um, and I don't know, you know, a lot of these pe- a lot of the guys that have bikes say, hey, we have an agreement. Yeah. And I have a written agreement. Like Josh Hill would have a bike. Yeah, uh, all these, Nate Adams, all these dudes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rebeau, Matt Rebeau was in Geneva doing his freestyle on one. Right. So, 
Yeah, I'm just yeah. I'm not going to give anything up until I get paid, right? So you, oh, I think no, you I, should keep the I bikes. For, screw the money what they owe you. Keep the bikes because those things will be. I mean, I want to. It's like a Cannondale or something like they're like. I mean, I, I do. I'd rather have the bikes honestly because I have a great time on them. So, yeah. how many do you have? I have two. Nice. Well, there at least you have one for backup parts, so that's nice. I've actually thought about buying a second one just to keep this one going. And the yeah. guy, and they said the dealers that the, the the bikes they have in the dealers, the dealers aren't going to get rid of them. They can sell those bikes. That's not a big deal. But uh, mm. so yeah, it's just it's yeah. kind of a mess right now. The the company that's in there that's recovering these things, I don't know how professional they are right, or what, right, they're, what in. they're doing. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that sort of stuff too. So, All right. Well, I'll cool. This, Steve, if, one one more thing, Steve. If if you know anybody that's a really really good journalist, I think there's a good story to be found if you do some digging. I think it'd be a really interesting story just about the story. Yeah, I mean, the, you, you you need five years from now. You know what I mean? You yeah, need, right oh now. yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. That's yeah. the thing. Well, the story's not finished yet, even. No, and I would love to know. Like H Harley came in with a big bunch of capital, and then they pulled out and, and left so, with it. Right. Yeah. So what what happened there? Why they do that? Did they just learn yep. the tech and say, "See you later. We can do this on our own." And, Harley came in maybe wanting to buy the company and alta said no thank you yeah. and then once they said that like okay see you later but the, but there was and they an end up, they wasn't... took they took some employees too Did some of right? the employees that were there yeah. went to harley yeah yeah i know you're right lee it's it's an interesting story for sure uh, thanks for the call man no no problem thanks guys right, thank have you. a good night you too thanks bye uh skippy what's up you want to ask Kiefer about a honda versus a yamaha yeah so uh skippy up the other day Yo. What's up, man? Chilling. What's going down? So I messed up, and I wrote a uh, – I've been riding two-strokes for a while and enjoying the two-stroke life, you know, and uh, I messed up by riding a 19YZ250F the other day. Mm-hmm. Hashtag blue curve, hashtag best motor in the class, hashtag 250 winner, shootout winner. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's great and all, but uh, the shop I work for sells everything but Yamaha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's like, man, I really want to get a Honda 250F, but I haven't owned a – I really want a 250F, rather, but I haven't had one in probably 12 years, but they're so fun. and yep. Well, Skippy, you, know, you can't – if your shop doesn't – if you work for a shop and they don't sell Yamaha, you can't buy a Yamaha. Like, you well, can't. I mean – You can't do it because you're not going to get a good price, plus they're going to be pissed at you. Everything works out better for you to ride a Honda or whatever your shop sells. Yeah, I know. I know, but okay. Yamaha. All right, Skippy, thank you. There you go. Buy, buy Honda. Damn, dude. Let me let the dude finish. Uh, we we got to go. What, what was the question? He wanted to probably know how good with a Honda was compared to, you know. If well, it, no, if he can't buy a Yamaha, so whatever. What That's I'm it. saying, he could have went and bought a Yamaha if it was no. 600 extra bucks. His question, no, he can't buy a Yamaha. He can't. Why? Because the owners of the shop would be pissed. He nah. can't get a deal on parts or anything like that. When I worked at Yamaha, I rode a Honda. Well, that's fine, but Skippy works at a dealership, so he can't do that. All right. Sorry, Skip, and it wasn't me. Uh, 702-586-7857. Please give us a call if you can. Uh, Kiefer drove up here into Las Vegas with his Honda Ridgeline, brought to you 101. By- you're doing 101. I don't even know. I yeah. thought I was doing 65. Dude, it's almost like you're hovering. God, it was nice. Yeah. I fucking love Ridgelines. Uh, five and freeway and 605 freeway meet. Uh, Honda World Downey, over 1,000 new Hondas in stock, over 100 used cars. Now, Steve down there has been selling Hondas to our listeners. People have been doing a good job. Seven Deuce Deuce, myself, Chris Kiefer, Vince Freeze, 
all members of Ridgeline Nation, and uh, so you should be too. Whether it's a, a Ridgeline or an Accord or a Civic or a CRV, uh, whatever it is, go down there, see Steve at Honda World Downey, 30 minutes from anywhere in LA. Mention Pulp and Mex and get a hell of a deal uh, from those guys, and we really, really, really appreciate uh, those guys coming on and making it happen. So, uh, Chris Kiefer in studio here. So, all right, Kiefer, so 250 shootout. Yep. What? January? January. Okay, why does Vital done theirs already? Why? Why? Because that's just yours? Michael Lindsay. He just wants to get the jump on everybody. But that's, I've that's, learned from my experience yep. it doesn't make a difference for me to do it first or yep. last. Uh, why does he have a Suzuki before you? Uh, we all got him at the same time. Oh. I could have got it oh, at the same day, but it. I was okay. testing, so I just didn't get down okay. there. Okay. Um, so that'll be done soon for you guys? Yeah, so 8th and the 10th, we'll yep. do um, the manufacturer days. We'll have one extra day. We'll do it the same way in the podcast format, yep. and we'll recrown a winner, and all right. we'll do it up. Um, 85 shootout? It's, is uh, finished this week. It'll be up on a podcast this week. Okay. Um, had phew, several kids. Which kind of gets to be a nightmare after a while, but uh, uh, it's fun to do. It's fun to. Are, are we going to top that one too? Are we going to we're going to win that one too? No, we're not. Y- Yamaha did not win. Stop it! No, it's, it's, it's the kids' decisions, not mine. So you can't I influence. can't have the kids on a podcast like I do my <laughs> my regular shootouts yeah. that I do because uh-huh. it wouldn't be good. Wouldn't be good li- to listen because you ask the kids a question and they go, "It's good." Right. How is the motor? It's fun. Yeah. So we can't do that. So I just had them write down their, their rankings, some brief notes. I compiled all that up, and I have a winner. You know, same thing. We have a ranking and all that. So okay. um, KTM won, just yeah. to give the cat out of the bag. That's bullshit. Dude, that motor, I rode that thing right. a little bit. Right. Fuck. thing is fast. <laughs> KTM and Husky 85s yeah. are fast. Uh, up on pulpamex.com right now is a sh- is a test with a WP suspension on a cone valve and track stuff why i know why just read the first sentence of my article okay everyone chill down what everyone put on my social media was like why would you fuck it up you're fucking up the yamaha you're doing Uh dumb shit Uh but why not why not try something someone told me a long time ago shyler told me this when i was testing for yamaha you're only as good as what you try and if you don't try something you never know so I tried the WP stuff. Uh-huh. I was shocked, honestly. I, even though I pride myself on not being brainwashed before I test something, mm-hmm. in the back of my mind thinking, oh, this can't be as good as my Enzo KYB stuff. Yep. Yep. In some areas, it was better. In some areas, it wasn't. But it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to so be. So WP is going to make a push here and try to offer a suspension for all bikes. WP makes a, made a push. They make stuff for Japanese bikes. Mm-hmm. I've ridden um, WP stuff on a Honda, mm-hmm. and it was really good. So, just depends what you're looking for. Yeah. You know, if you're just an average Joe, you don't need a kit. Yeah, of course you don't need it. Okay, mm-hmm. the stock stuff's great. That's yeah. the best stock stuff around. Yep. I mean, I could ride the stock stuff, but if you're in the market for that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. WP should be in the talk. All right. So you can. There's that up on Pulp MX, and we're there's gonna, a podcast also up. Welcome to the show, Heather Kiefer. Heather, just pull that mic closer to your to your mouth. Oh, we're, we're talking to Heather now. Yeah. I, I just want to get to the bottom of this story. Oh, here so. we go. Oh boy. This ought to be good. Kiefer. Okay, we know about, like, honestly, it's amazing that he sticks with just you because he falls in and out of love <laughs> of motorcycles all the time. Yes. And we know about his Rockstar Husky crush that he had uh, six months ago or something. So just... Yes. He loved it. He could talk, stop, couldn't talk, stop talking about it, whatever. Something happened recently that an old flame came back into his life. Oh, yeah. That old flame. Mm-hmm. So what, t- take us through you, what you did for him. 
Oh. <laughs> well, take it, take it. What happened? What happened? Yeah, what six happened? months ago when you no, went no. Well, it, recently, just like yeah, when oh. all the riders came up. To oh. Yeah. Well, like, thanks to Paul Parabinos for letting Chris ride his husky a week ago. Okay, it so Parabinos this- is like, try this out. We were just all riding. Yeah, and I, he's like, hey, ride my bike. Everyone's riding each other's bikes. Yep. And I rode his bike. And then he comes home. I wasn't even home. I was at work, and I get okay. a text. Hey. This bike is so good. I need one. I'm like, here we fucking yeah, go. Yeah, here we go again. Here we go again. Yeah, yeah. And it just, it started. And he wouldn't shut up about it. For how, so. like days? The week went by. It wasn't even a week. No. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was that weekend. <laughs> it was yeah. two days. So what, what drove you to just... <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Oh, I just being a good wife and decided to surprise him and get him a Christmas present. Early. Very so- early. You called some dealers. I did. Well, he told me that there was one in our hometown. So I was like, okay. So we went to the Kirk Caselli ride day and I called the dealership, talked to Dustin. I was like, hey, I want to do this. He's like, okay, cool. I'm like, sweet. Well, then I tell Aiden. Aiden goes, well, mom, we're going there after we leave here. And I go like, shit. I was already ready. I was going. Oh, you were going? Yeah. Uh So I called Dustin back. I'm like, you got to do me solid and text Chris and tell him you sold this shit. And he's like, well, I don't know if I can do that. I'm like, you better do it for me. He's like, okay. So he texts Chris. Yeah. He's like, oh, I sold it. He's like, but I can get you one in a couple weeks. I'm like, this asshole. I'm like, don't tell him a couple weeks. Yeah. Just say they sold, gone forever. Right. So we're driving home and our two buddies are in the back seat. And he's like, can one of you guys like call dealerships and find me a Husky? I'm like, oh Oh, my God. I was fired up. I was pissed. And I'm just sitting there laughing. We just keep jabbing him with like, oh, sucks. No rock star for you. Sucks to be you. And yada, yada, yada. So Sunday he went to the track to do some stuff with Rocky Mountain. And I went down to the dealership and picked it up. Yep. And brought it home and had our friend Greg come over and he unloaded it for us and uh-huh. put it in the bathroom in our bedroom and there it sat until he got home. And bikes, then of course... Bikes just in the bathroom. Bikes in know. the bathroom. I was in the living room. I was tired. I was like, I'm going to sit down and watch football. So but. Aiden's like... And our buddy came over and he knew what was going on and Aiden's like, Mom, I just want to tell him to go into the bathroom. He's like, I'm going to make something up. I'm like, whatever. So he's like, yeah. Dad, there's a spider in the bathroom. Can you go kill it? He's like, kill it, Aiden. He's like, no, I can't. And I'm like, just go kill the you're fucking like my, spider. You're, you're like, my kid can't kill a spider. And I'm like, dude, come on. Kill this damn thing. And I'm in the kitchen, like, trying not to laugh. I'm like, can you please, please just go fucking kill the spider so I don't have to hear Aiden complain? And so he goes in, and I'm watching, and he, like, doesn't even open the door, and he's, like, looking underneath the crack. He's like, where's it at? And I'm, I'm kind like, of scared, too, the spider. <laughs> yeah, Right. Then finally, he opened it, and his spider was his rock star dish with the red Just bow on there. it. Oh, dude. And here's the thing. We sat in the bathroom for 15 minutes and stared at this bike. I see bikes every so single day of my life. I mean, I'm around bikes every single but day. you can call Andy Jefferson and get one. Andy didn't want me to. He's like, you're dumb. And he's like, you're stupid. Here's the thing. He like texts Andy and he's like just blowing Andy up. And I'm like, leave Andy alone. He just had <laughs> back just surgery said, hey. a couple weeks ago. I'm like, stop bugging this guy. I'm like, give me his number. So I text Andy and I'm all, hey, I'm all, I got Chris a bike. He's like, why would you do that? I'm like, cause I can't handle him. He needs to shut up. Hey, all day. I'm just sending Andy just pictures of me on a, on a, on a rock. I don't say anything. I just send, keep sending him pictures I, of me. And the <laughs> bad thing is, is we're in the van coming home and Greg and Matt are in the back seat, and he just starts like air dropping his photos of him on his husky. And I'm like, fuck your husky. No one cares. I'm like, fuck. I'm just, I'm just sending pictures out to everyone. I'm just like, goodbye. Blue crew, bro. You gotta no, stay th- strong. Dude, no. Listen, Yamaha? hold on. Oh. So this is the best thing. So oh, <laughs> we're at the Caselli thing. Can we cut her mic off? No, shut up. We're at the Caselli thing, and he goes out and he rides 
his Yamaha that we had just picked up because it got whatever it had done to it. Jamie at Twisted put a vortex on it, so I'm doing that ignition test. Mm-hmm. Right. So he goes out and he rides it because he's like, God, that thing's fucking good. And I'm like, here oh, we go. Oh, yeah. You're just like, do I got to go buy one of those now? <laughs> Dude, Yamaha's good. Yamaha's good. Really I was good. waiting for him to go, I'm so glad I didn't get that Husky because, man, this thing is so good. I'm like, oh, please. Yeah, can you imagine that. if he see, yeah, comes back and goes, you know what? I don't like that Husky. I did. I messed up. So you're the owner of a Rockstar Husky yeah. uh, edition. Yes. Yeah, Rockstar edition. I've been him and hot every time. Here's the deal why. When I wrote it, when I had one, I loved it. Yeah. And then it left. <laughs> and then I went to vacation in Colorado. Then I went to the fly thing, and mm-hmm. we had one there, right? Mm-hmm. And I wrote it. I'm like, all the way home, I was texting her. Well, I'm getting one in Colorado. When I land, we're going to go to the dealership. I'm buying yep. one. Yep. We didn't do it. Andy talked me off the ledge then. And he's like, don't do that. Just chill down. So I chilled down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fast forward to going riding in the Dez. Paul's bike. Thanks, you know? Paul. Thanks. Yeah. Rode his. And I go, I can't stand anymore. Yeah. Every time I ride the thing, it put a smile on my face. Yeah. So now I have one. Now you have one. And it's not going away. It's staying in the garage. Forever and ever. Just like a Yamaha. I would buy a Yamaha and let it stay in my garage. Right. Because it's that good. <laughs> well. I love good bikes. I don't care what color it is. This is true. However, let's take a bet on how many hours it gets on it before you go. It's a roach POS and want to get rid of it. Well, then we sell it and we make most of our money back. <laughs> oh, boy. Thanks, Heather. Appreciate it. How was uh, your shopping with Pookie? Oh, it was good. You guys buy us Christmas presents? Um, well, I would say nothing. I'm going to say one of you got Christmas presents and one did not. Oh. Well, I know I did. I got mine at home. I, so. I didn't get one. I guarantee you I didn't get any. It's not me. Because I just had a, I just had to talk with Pookie. Like, hey, we just moved. We're spending a lot of money on this house. Chill down on Christmas presents. But you know, that's what the women do. Hmm. They say yes, and then they buy you something and make you feel like shit when I mean, you they don't can have anything. Buy me something, but let's just chill down. Like, let's make it low cost right. Christmas, you know? Yeah, because you don't need anything. No, I don't need anything. Right. right. And we just, we're spending, we got the bathroom redone and the new house and, yeah. you know, all that. Right. So, yeah. That's what Heather and I usually right. do. Right. And then she ends up getting me something that makes me feel like shit because I don't have anything for her. You don't get her anything? <laughs> no, because we say we're not getting anything. Wait, anything? No, we have I stockings. Mean, That's all we I get, get for each other. I get something. Our stockings. That's it? That's it. Oh, Dude, I, I, I'm more like, hey, let's spend max 100 no. Well, that's probably the stockings max hundred in there. No, we well, look at the thing on her on her hand. That's what she got. Right. She's good. You've got a. That's her rock star edition. I got one. We're even. Right. Oh, it's always. Right. No, we're even. I didn't say. So, do you guys have separate bank accounts? We yeah. have both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, did the money come out of yours or out of the mutual one? Mine. Okay. So he didn't get like an alert on his phone that there was like a massive. No. I didn't use his card at all. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It stayed in my wallet. Right. 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 Because Pookie and I have different accounts, so I. I mean, we could spend. Whatever. Right. But I was thinking, like, you're dropping that kind of money on a bike. Like, he's getting a call, like, something like, your credit card is... No, she knows better because I'm usually pretty good at finding out what I'm getting. Oh, he's an asshole when it comes to it. Okay. Um, all right, congratulations. Thank you. So his Very bike nice. was supposed to wait until Christmas, but I knew that was not going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Oh, every no time way. I walk by the garage, I just smile. Right, right. It's good. <laughs> so it, 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 he got it, and right away he was on the phone with Andy. I'm bringing it over. I'm dropping it off. Yeah. It went down to Husky. It got prepped. It's ready. Oh, you went down the hill for that? No, no. I dropped off because Andy lives by me. Oh. He took it down there. Meatball, Anthony over at, at Husky, he prepped it all up, made sure everything was good, mm-hmm. put a FMF system on it, my bars, everything's all dialed in. Andy at Gut sent me Jason Anderson's seat cover, so I'm all in, dude. We picked the seat cover you, up you on the, the way up the, here. The side thing or no? Dude, no. Oh. It's Anderson's cover. 
because the stock cover eats my asshole up. Mm -hmm. Like it's too ribbed TMI. for my pleasure. TMI. And this one's smooth. It has no ribs on it, but it's grippy. Oh, okay. And it's money. And that's Anderson's special preference. Yeah, I don't think you can buy it. <laughs> Gutsracing.com? Gutsracing. Uh, all right. Thanks, Heather. Appreciate the story. No problem. Thanks, nice Heather. to have. Nice to have a great wife. A wife like that. Yes. And buy you a rock star a dish. Look, many, many hashtag, jealous men. Out hashtag there. Blue Crew. Um, all right. Hey, let's get into our uh, next guest here on the show tonight. Thanks to um, Marshall Welton. Thanks to Alex Ray. Thanks to Hunter Lawrence. Thanks to Chris Wheeler. Jason Thomas coming on. Chris Kiefer here. Uh, we've got Kiefer After Dark coming up. Yeah. Got some uh, interesting deep stuff I hear. Oh, I we got we got a couple deep questions. Uh, but one of the things, one of the guys I wanted to get on the show tonight, uh, Vortex Racing has been a big part of our show. Geez, five or six years now, maybe longer. Uh, the folks up in uh, up in uh, Salt Lake City uh, provide quality uh, bars, sprockets, and chains through the folks at EK. Uh, Monster Yamaha uses the sprockets as well. But they're really uh, stepping up this year for somebody that we like on the show. We like privateers here on the Public Mech Show. And uh, the guys at Vortex are doing a lot for them. Uh, Jake, what's up, man? How are you? Man, doing great. Glad to be on the show. been listening since telling travis since 2010 october and i've never wow. missed a show wow that's, that's awesome thank you man i think and i said vortex has been on has it been that long um longer 20, than five or six years geez maybe 2013 i think in the fall okay I got on, I think in there right roughly when we got no maybe, maybe yeah 2013 i was fantastic and it's been good for you right like our listeners have been have been stoking you guys out have been using your products and and i know every time we talk uh the listeners are, are using some of the vortex bars and sprockets and everything yes it's been great everybody's been listening it's been doing great they email me i love it i wanted to keep emailing me tell your buddies we want to be on everybody's bike that represents pulp we're all yeah. about it thank you man appreciate it absolutely it's awesome i've got some on my uh, project bikes as well uh, i need to hit you up for some uh some stuff for the for the new bike uh, down the line it's completely stock right now my yamaha completely stock that's good grips and everything. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that that's got good too. bar pad grips I mean, everything you, you leave some bars at least come on yeah uh, some vortex I bars on there. i like cross bars Vortex has well, crossbars. Well, yeah. What we're going to do, Steve, is going to go one up in the rear. We're not going to be like MXA, but we're going to do a special gearing for you. All right. Maybe even do one down at the front to get you some nice pull oh, that, and that, make it happen for that, you. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> Instead of one one up in the uh, rear, go one down in the front. Monster Yamaha. Yeah, we want to change it up. Monster Yamaha again back on board for you guys for Sprockets? Yeah, we're going to do Monster Yamaha. There's also a big 250F team we just squared away this week that I think will be announced. I don't know if I could let the cat out of the bag. Sure you can. Nobody listens. May or may not have been a star Yamaha. Could have been signed. It could have happened. Nice. So nice. We'll, oh, that'll be we'll great. what happens. And yeah. So we'll, we're excited. You know, we've been around for a long time. We're in Factory Suzuki, Factory Yamaha. And mm -hmm. I think you know, Vortex's first year was 2009 with Stewart on a factory bike, and then we've been on a factory bike ever since. Yeah. So yeah, and, uh, and also for the people who ride street, huge, huge numbers, huge product yes. uh, in street stuff. Yes, we are. We are pretty much like the rental on the street side for dirt. I mean, a lot of people kind of know us in the dirt, but yep. I, that's why we're on pulp. We're pumping hard. We're trying to get people to really understand that we're a premier sprocket brand. Uh, we do really big things on the street, but I'd like to see more on the dirt. We're always ready to expand. We're on a lot of the dot coms and stuff like that, but right. that's why I picked you guys up. I want to be able to. To, uh, have Pulpamex as a platform. I saw it a long time ago. And, yeah. you know, coming from me, you know, I helped a long time ago. I did the Vivid deal for you. I was a little hand in there. You probably didn't know. Yeah. So I, uh, 
you know, I, I, I watched. I really wanted Pulp, and I uh, pushed hard, and I got it happen. Nice. Yeah, no, thank yeah. you. I appreciate the support over the years. Again, email Jake at VortexRacing.com. Mention Pulp. Uh, get your gearing dialed in. Get your handlebars dialed in, uh, among other things, brake lines as well. Lots of cool things that, that folks at Vortex. Uh, but one of the things I wanted to have you on was besides to say thank you, Jake. Uh, real good program this year for Supercross 2019. We're coming in hot, Steve. Yeah. We're going to come in with a van with the old cat. We're going to be doing the uh, AJ Cat and Zero throughout the whole 2019 Supercross. We're going to have a van at every round. And, yeah, we're excited. You know, we want to kind of be out there a little bit more and known as a brand. And EK Chain's a big part of that, too. And kind of show people that uh, we've been around a very long time, but we just haven't been is invisible uh, or visible as some other brands. And so mm-hmm. this year is a big swing for us, and we want people to see that uh, we're a premier and we want to we want to be on everybody's bike. Yeah. Like your Vortex. So the cat will be at the races, the Vortex Sprinter Van, uh, Easy Up product, uh, everything. If you want to see more about Vortex, you want to learn more about it, find the cat in the pits. He'll be in, he'll be in a lot of main events, I would think, as well. Uh, there'll be some more support for privateers, huh, Jake? Doled out as well. Uh, really kind of committing to that end of the end of things yeah we got our boy jerry robin who's going to disrupt our fantasy league and he's going to crush it with <laughs> jerry so this is going to be jerry's year all the way there and i don't care what he says because i know jerry I, i'm flying the flag with jerry i believe in him and i think he's going to make it happen this year and i hope he disappoints some people how about you guys yeah yeah, yeah jerry's good i'm um, Kiefer was just talking about him you know as far as he's a good kid he's a good kid he rides good uh he's got to put it all together look the talent is there the lap times are there and i think i think i hooked it up originally between jerry and you didn't i let's be serious you hooked it up all the way across the board for us so i'm going to give you a lot of credit in this i'm not patting your back there we go. i'm just letting yeah, you know that uh, the masses at pulp has definitely been the line for me and I really appreciate it. And, oh, it's, it's you know, awesome. we got to let these privateers know we're we're out there. We want to help. We want to be part of it. I want to start making sure I see my sticker on the swing arm and no one else at Supercross. So yeah. we'll start with Pulp and expand from there. Yeah, absolutely. So privateers are listening, and uh, you want to see what you can do from the folks at Vortex, bars and sprockets and chains from EK. Uh, you can hit us up, and we'll put you in. And if there's room on the program, if if if, if Jake uh, can find it out, then uh, we can get you dialed in with Vortex and cover the pits. Hey, Jake, I got a question. I've always wondered this so you sponsor a team like monster yamaha do you guys see like a bump in yamaha sales because you guys sponsor a yamaha team like that is that how that works i mean yeah you know that's always the hope is to be able to put your sticker on a bike and be able to get it and you know sometimes um it it is you see a bump in it sometimes you just see um, legitimacy. Unfortunately, in this industry, you guys know, a lot of people look towards the factory bike. Well, if it's on there, right. it's legit. Right. And sometimes, yeah, I mean, you got to be on there to be kind of legit. Not all the time is it going to be like, yeah, we had crushing sales. I mean, what really helps, too, is a great product and great platforms like Pulp to be able to show the product. A lot of people don't know that Vortex has a really cool lightweight steel sprocket that competes with the Dirt Tricks. It competes with all these JTs and all this stuff at a great price point on all the major dot coms you know a lot of people didn't know that once they see that they purchase it and so sometimes it it gets mixed it's kind of like i know a lot of people google well hey let's see what bikes they're on well i mean we were on factory 
we were with Stewart in 2014 and Chad Reed in 2014 Supercross, two of the biggest names in Supercross. Did it raise our sales? It brought a legitimacy to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I really think that it's there. It happens. We're, we're excited for it. I wish, I mean, Kenny Watson said it, not all the time does it create it. You know what I mean? Uh, I wish it did more for sure at times, but yep. we enjoy it. We help. I mean, the racing part's good, but I also wish sometimes that it would correlate a little bit more. And also, you can't blame the teams. Failed Entertainment, we talk about this all the time on the show, has cuffed the hands at times for us. Mm-hmm. You know, we can only do so much. And we're hoping that the public sees that we really want them to be on our product, that we want them to be part of our product. And so that's kind of our first step as a factory team. Have you, uh, so I've got a couple of buddies who have teams, Jay and they look for sponsors, bars, grips, sprockets, uh, plastic, right? plastic, oil, whatever it is. Yep. And they've been telling me that the prices they get are way lower than they were getting five, six, seven years ago from aftermarket companies. And it's just a state of the industry. It's a state of what we're in right now. Uh, do you agree with all that? Absolutely. The disconnect between Supercross teams and what reality is right. pretty far between. And it's, hard, it's hard reality, but yeah. I get it. They're fetching what they can, but they got to remember energy drink companies are a different atmosphere. They're different money. So they're used to these title sponsors, mm-hmm. Rockstar, yeah. Monster, and Red Bull. So they're like, oh, well, hard part companies are going to be there. Well, hard part companies want to be there, but you're not going to drive the sales you think you're going yeah. to. And, you know, remember, Monster was made by Coke. Coke made Monster, you know? At the end of the day, these big corporations come down and get those companies and really drive the sales. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily 100% ROI coming out of Supercross that's causing Monster just to be like, yeah, we're you know we're going gangbusters. Yeah. It does a really good job for them in a premier brand, and that's how we see it. These teams do a great job representing us. They do a great job on showing the public what our product is. But it also is up to us to find different platforms like Pulp to represent it even mm-hmm. more, to really get it in there, and the dot-coms, because 90% of people watching and listening to these shows are going to get online, and they're going to Google Sprockets. Okay, well, we're a commodity-based market. They're going to be looking at price points and yep. so forth. So we're going to work really hard to meet those price points, and we're going to work really hard to be able to look really cool and get the bang for the dollar the, and you know i feel like we do a good job the funny thing like for me it's like hey man it's a 60 dollar sprocket uh you know a, a 15 dollar front or 20 dollar front and you want 50 grand <laughs> like what <laughs> too many sprockets yeah, yeah, ROI, many sprockets yeah. we have to sell <laughs> for that like yeah, good and, god and, and at the end of the day it's like dude tag went hard in 2007 to go on factory uh, suzuki all these other brands Tag went bankrupt. You know, at yeah. the end of the day, if it was producing an ROA, Tag would have bankrupt. Yeah, they no, been for crushing. sure. And yeah. so we see Easton bars were here and gone. You know, there's plenty of brands that have been there. Forgot about Easton bars. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah Easton, you got to remember yeah. that yeah. there is some failures in here. And we're not saying that the teams are the enemies, but they got to see the reality yeah. of this thing. And you know what? They need to realize that, look, these companies, if it was 100% ROI, they'd be throwing millions at these companies in yeah. a minute. But yeah. at the end of the day, that isn't happening. And so you got to realize that the team is a big part of it. We want to be there with them, but we got to figure out a little bit better way. But we talk about this all the time on Pulse. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how yeah. many hours have I heard you on the uh, just reaming people about this? <laughs> oh, I know. It, no, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. I don't want to get into this so hard because, yep. you know, I'm pretty passionate about it and I want to make it happen in business. Yep. And I 
I really do. And, and we just got to realize that bike sales are a little down. We got to make sure that we're giving best bang for the do- dollar for the um, consumer. And we're in a consumable brand. You know, we yeah. got to make sure we're lasting that 40 hour mark for a 450 for a chain sprocket. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we got to get those kinds of marks done. So people are like, you know what? I feel like I got my money's worth. I'm going back. Hey, um, How's the markets for seven eighths bars? Like, are we still doing? Uh, still- Un- I don't know. I mean, I don't even. I mean, it's. I, I think it's a real price point bar. I mean, Kiefer, you know this. You've tested a bunch of them. This is a hundred percent price pointed bar. And sometimes I know Kiefer gets on this thing. It's also is it is seven eighths or eight inch eighths? I can't remember which one you like the best. And you and Paul Perbinos get after it. But at the end of the day, it's a very price point driven market for seven eighths. And I think too, it's just your generic guy. Hey, I just need a new bar it's seven eight clamps i'm not going to get adapters just throw these on yeah i mean uh cowie still comes with seven eight bars and yeah. i have no problem with it when i ride yeah. it that's not an issue with me i mean maybe if i was racing all the time and i was worried about crashing but to me i like the flex feel of a seven eight so i think you know it's still Fake, I would still. I'm fine science. with it. It's good. It's fake science, fake Paul. Science. Suck it, Paul. Fake science. Oh, next week, Parabinos <laughs> might be here, and, and then you guys are going to go oh, at it's it. It's going to battle. You guys are going to go at it over the fake science. <laughs> uh, well, hey, uh, Jake, thank you for your time tonight. Really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to this deal with the cat, and uh, he'll be in the Vortex van and easy up, and, and uh, privateers are going to be running more of the product. We're going to uh, get some uh, hardworking islanders running chains, sprockets, and bars from the guys at Vortex. And, uh, again, if you want a deal, uh, if you're a listener and you need chain sprockets, uh, bars, any kind of bars, bends, uh, teeth, colors, EK chains, uh, email Jake at VortexRacing.com, and uh, he'll dial you in. And I've, and I've used Vortex on my Yamahas mm-hmm. um, in 2018, and they do. For aluminum sprocket, they last a long time. Um, I, I ran Renthals for a long time, but the lifespan of a Vortex was uh, much better than a Renthal one. Awesome. Yeah, we have our hard coat processing on one of ours, our F5. If you look on the factory team, you'll see an all-black sprocket. And that one, roughly, for a 450 front and rear, you're going to get probably about 35, 36-hour seat time before you have an issue. So it's pretty dang good. You know, we work really hard at that. You know, majority of pulp guys, I'll be straight, I've seen a lot want steel sprockets. Um, I can say that, you know, the market definitely is pushing for steel, and that's why we're there. But mm, we have some really cool yeah. aluminums. I mean, we got blue, black, green, red. I mean, I know some of you fast forward to the commercial but we do say it in there you know we have a lot of a lot of different options for guys and we just have a lot of tooth counts you can't get a hold of i mean like a red 53 tooth for a cr250 yeah good luck you know they're just they're not out there we have them in stock um so, have you by the way have you thing. seen the new the 2019 monster yamaha look yet jake I sure did. I it's, saw a little snap it is, out of that. It is it black, is. I guess. That Everything is, is black. Horrible. <laughs> right? It's, horrible. Uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. a little different for sure. I think we're going to, they're chasing a little MotoGP look on it. Monster is uh, Monster is just throwing Jesus. that checkbook, black. I guess. Come on. Yeah. I can't yeah. believe it. I, Yamaha has been such a I know. company that's like, hey, blue, 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 you know? But, but look at the blue rims. I mean, at Mathis, we were silver rims for how long? And also, bam, we went blue. I yeah, mean, yeah. Blue over there. <laughs> I mean, things are happening. 
man. Your toolbox has been shoved to the side, and there's a whole new world going yeah, on. Yeah, I know, absolutely. I, I mean, get... it's honestly, it's astonishing. It's great to see some change because these bikes look so trick. You look at a bike in 2007, a factory bike, you look at a factory bike today, and it is just yeah. awesome. Yeah. I mean, honestly, just from the looks, you're just like, I could sit there for hours, composites, this, that, the other, the rim color. I mean, to me, it's just like you go to the pits. I could be there all day. <laughs> yeah, I'm awesome. yeah, I know. I Kiefer, mean, Kiefer's there, and he drives up to the high desert. That's night. all I do. That's all I care about. I go I there and geek out all day and bail. Do it. Yes, that's that's why we go. Shoot, who cares who wins? Let's check this bike out. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's why you're there. I like this so, guy. I mean, it, it's awesome to see those things, and uh, I think it's pretty cool to see the change that's happening with factory bikes, the look. And that's why, as a sprocket company, we're trying to spice it up with different colors. We want people to see that we can do really trick things with their motorcycle when it comes to look and match those hub colors. I mean, look at all the aftermarket rims. Aftermarket rims, 10 years ago, the business wasn't near as good yeah. as what it is today. You're seeing everybody chase down aftermarket rims. I yep. mean, everybody wanted it, but the price points weren't there, and they're starting yep. to come down, and W has worked really hard on that. And so it, 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 it's, it's cool to see those kinds of things. WUSA.com, by the way. Um, yeah. Okay, well, hey, cool. Uh, Jake, thank you for the time. Thank you for the support. AJ Catanzaro running the Vortex Fan and uh, effort this year in the pits. Uh, nice to see you guys do that. It's something we've kicked around for a number of years. And, uh, man, hey, thanks for the support. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. I'm uh, Like I said, I, I just told Mark, 3,000 hours of the Pulp MX show I've listened to over a full working year. It's disgusting. Literally, I have said cheese ball multiple times because of what you've said, Matt. That's oh, that's disgusting. funny. Like, it is unbelievable. You pretty much narrated a dream for me at one point. It's like, oh, my gosh, dude. I can't believe how many hours I've Oh, man. Yeah, don't admit that in public. Don't keep that I on, keep that on the Sorry. No one listens to the show, right? No, no one listens. Absolutely yeah. not. Um, thanks. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks a ton. Okay. See you later. See you. Right, bye. That's uh, Jake Minnesota, everybody, from Vortex Racing. Love this, this guy's guy, on right? fire, dude. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I know. He's a good, good dude. Helped us out for a number of years. Uh, speaking of good dudes. Here we go. Race Tech. Yeah. Race Tech suspension. I don't have a rant. I'm just going to do emails. Sorry, Chris. Okay, that's fine. I mean, I'm, I'm not. Emails are fine. We can talk about the ladies and how they're going to their phones. I have a fun. rant about the teams not telling riders which coast they're going to get on. Uh, mm-hmm. I might save that coming up. Okay. Uh, I'm angry about Marks a lot, all the time. I can save that. It's naturally angry. Yeah, naturally angry about Marks. Um, but no, race tech suspension. Pulpum X18 is the code to save. You get motors or suspension done, or both, for that matter. Jerry Robin, relying on race tech, motors, and suspension, everybody. Mm-hmm. Going to kill it at A1 on the KTM 250. Uh, also, to Michael Lessie, Tyler Medellia, one run races, one races with race tech. Malcolm, one Montreal Supercross with race tech suspension, everybody. So just get your motor serviced, get motor work done, get your suspension serviced, get suspension served, get your suspension dialed in for you for your weight and or speed. And vintage stuff, too. They got yeah. tons of vintage yeah, stuff. Yeah, the vintage stuff. Yeah. Here's a few emails for you uh, from uh, Cameron. First up, Steve, a few weeks ago, you had Ralph Shaheen on the show, and you asked him about what it would see in Supercross and his response to have live onboard coverage. With GoPro being a major sponsor and with all the other camera companies making their own versions and the tech that goes with it, i.e. Lit Pro, what is keeping them from actually doing it? Is it sponsorship, infrastructure, technology, budget? I apologize if you've addressed this before, but I've wondered for years. Thanks for doing what you do. Big fan, Cameron. They've done Lit They've used Lit Kit. They've used Lit Pro. Yeah. Uh, at the races from time to time. I don't know why they don't always do it. I don't know they if do it's not catching rate, on. Like yeah. That. yeah, I don't know why. Is it not catching on? Do people not want to. I just started. So I just went out with LipPro uh, about three weeks ago and started using it. And they're becoming 
for the user, it's becoming more user friendly. Like it was really difficult to figure out. Mm -hmm. And I told him, Hey, you got to dumb it up because we're motocross riders. We ain't rocket scientists. So, um, I mean, I get people still telling me how to download a podcast. Right. So the new updated app and the lit pro it's basic. I use it all the time. It's super fun. If you're a writer, Mm -hmm. it's really cool to use. Uh, Joe says, uh, Hey, Mathis, Kiefer and JT, I got a question and a future headline. Oh, boy, here we go. He wanted this to do with JT, but JT's gone. Uh, first off, where do you guys see Ferrandez finishing this year coming out of DV Factory? For me, I see him as a title threat if he dials in the starts. Yeah, yeah. me too. Ferrandez could win both titles. Ferrandez is 100%. fast. 100%. Starts He's fast. Yeah. Absolutely. Future headlines. You ready? Mm-hmm. Dean destroys doubters with dazzling speed, landing himself fifth overall for Supercross, or... Webb wails after another wobbly season, landing him eighth overall for Supercross. Uh, Supercross is an A1? Or is it? No, season. Oh. Mm. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> Wilson Dean destroys doubters. Webb wails. Dean. Dean. Thanks for all the content, and please tell Kiefer I'm embarrassed to be a Patriots fan right now. He got lucky. Yeah. Suck it, Brady. All right. Uh, this is from Justin. Hey, Stephen Kiefer. I have a YZ250 FX. Okay. Stock. I'm doing some arena cross this winter. Ooh. It already sounds bad. <laughs> it does. That's why I'm like, <laughs> I saw this email, but I didn't read the FX on the end. Oh, man. Uh, I wasn't really too bad. If I downsided the jumps, good, but over jumping and especially in the whoops, it wasn't very good. Oh. I don't want to spend the money on a revalve for the winter, so what's a decent starting point for clickers? I went four in on compression and three in on rebound on forks so far. I'm 150 pounds sea rider. Okay. Justin, go all the way in. Dude, that's what I'm saying. If you're riding arena cross, uh-huh. crank it in. Just don't even worry about the rebound. Compression. Just compression. crank the compression yep. in on the low speed shock and then the and the compression on the fork. And you can even go in on the rebound because that helps your initial You can, but you know, I don't know. You, if you're going to slow it down too much, I don't want to. Yeah. But seriously, couple, couple, FX valving is way softer than F. Yeah, Justin. Just how about this, Justin? Don't even do arena cross on an FX. Right. You're, gnar- you're gnarly. You're sketchy. That's that's gnarly. <laughs> or just drop some springs in it. Race Tech will give you a deal on springs. You right. mentioned Pulp MX. Get some springs, Justin. If you got an FX, you know why what? are you riding no. arena cross? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Justin, stop. Ride some woods. Don't ride arena cross on your FX. Yeah, be careful, dude. Oh, Fuck, Justin. That's gnarly, Justin. Be God careful. damn it, dude. Just chill down. Chill down. <laughs> All right, everybody. Commercial break. Yeah. Come back with uh, B- BTO. Okay. Is it you? Yep. After Dark? Oh, yeah. We'll call it a show. Oh, yeah. Short show. Thank you. Listen to this commercial break. Support our sponsors. We'll be right back after this. Chris Kiefer, Steve Mathis, Travis Marks. See ya. I'm Weston Pike. I ride for JGRMX Suzuki, and you're listening to The Pulp Show, and Steve Mathis is an idiot. All of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need. Because our passion reflects yours. 
Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. FlyRacing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Kennard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's U.S. USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so funny. I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hit a motocross stop. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Mech Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You don't bring in the ruckus today. Whoa, easy, Gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chanceability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. 
If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Race Tech Suspension and Engines, great guys. They've been with us for a number of years now. You know what Race Tech's all about. You know the top teams and privateers choose Race Tech. Look, maybe you don't race Supercross. I get it. That's fine. Neither do I. But you can at least get your suspension looked at. Change your oil. Change the bushings. Change the seals. Love your bike and it'll love you back. PulpMX17 is the code to save at Racetech.com. Suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available in the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Racetech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. And we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. Just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Racetech Gold Valves, 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Racetech products are made in the USA. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. The whole Pulp Nation section on their website, Pulp Nation Code, saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp, and why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team, and we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex, Ray, you got one more thing to say. A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then fuck you. I'm lost in For more than 20 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Vortex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right Hearing for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, Hardcoat Silver, our long-lasting laser-cut steel vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 Racing Chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to Vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to 
the sprockets and chain. Vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stage. And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines, brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie-downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at VortexRacing.com or 800-440-3559, extension 222, and mention promo code PULPMX2017. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com and see you at the track. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MC KTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, 
Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Back in 1989, Works Connection owner Eric Phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike, but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes. They say that necessity is the mother of invention, so he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 
29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their pro-launch start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com. Took a look down a westbound road Right away I made my choice Headed out to my big two-wheeler I was tired of my own boy Seeger, bro. Are we doing this? Or are, you, do we, are we committing? We'll talk, yeah. Uh, yeah he's we'll backing get... out. Rolling out of sight. People out there listening to this. Would you rather see Seeger or go to Atlanta Supercross? Seeger's on his last ever tour, by the way. Right. His last ever tour. This isn't like Rolling Stone's last ever tour. This is like last ever. I think so. He's getting up there. I think it probably is. Um, hey, by the way, our folks, our buddies at Ride Engineering have been on the show for a while. The Ride Engineering product spotlight, these uh, clamps are sitting right in front of Chris Kiefer right now. You know Adrian at Ride Engineering and the yep. products he makes. Yep. Uh, these are 22-millimeter offset Suzuki clamps. So you've been doing this test on a Suzuki, as you were telling Chris Wheeler. Yep. Uh, these are 22 mil, and uh, so they'll bring the front end in. And then you uh, also, he provides all the instructions and all the tools to mount a steering stabilizer on the RMZ450. So basically, what these what first things with Adrian's clamps. What I do like about Adrian's clamps is he tries his damnedest to mimic the rigidity balance from a stock clamp. So if you look underneath his clamps, the webbing they're cut out almost. If they're not identical to stock, they're damn close. So the rigidity balance is very similar. Unlike other clamps that I've tried, there's know, so much damn rigidity in those clamps, and it sucks. It's crazy that. The Japanese work for yes. hundreds of hours yeah. to work on the rigidity of a motorcycle frame slash clamps, and then you have aftermarket companies that are like, oh, you know what? Screw it. We're going to do this with very little testing. Right. And then people slap it on thinking, oh, they look bitching, and then they ride like, man, my bike handles like shit. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. So anyway, he, this Suzuki stuff that we're trying, we're going to put some clamps on it, and we're going to see how um, how it improves. And then also with the steering stabilizer, you put it on it. It's a Honda dampener, pretty yeah. much. Now, Same thing. Now, these are, bring, these are bringing it in. Do you think that's something Suzuki could, need, could use? 
Well, Suzuki used to be the best cornering bike. Mm -hmm. That's kind of gone away now. The the weight of the bike, the lack of power down low kind of hurt that. Oh, so yeah. this will help that. Um, and then with the stabilizer, that'll help on turn-in, kind of give you a little bit more stability on lean-in. Because um, that basically coming into a corner, chopping the throttle predicts everything through the corner. So having what I noticed with these, these Honda... Dampners is you can get these suckers revalved. Yeah. Race Tech will revalve yep. them. Yep. And they work even better. The stock ones you notice a little bit, but if you get these things revalved, mm -hmm. man, they really do they work. Make a difference. And you yep. see these guys still running. And a lot of factory teams run these on, on yep. outdoor stuff. Yep. So... Uh, I like the color, too, by the way. It's yeah, it's kind of a cool looking, right? It's a neat little blue. Yeah. Uh, Pulpamax-20 is the code to save at ride-engineering.com. Uh, get yourself an offset of clamps. Get yourself uh, clamps for any kind of bike. Uh, as Kiefer said, uh, the guys at Ride Engineering try to mimic the rigidity of a stock bike, which is very, very important. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. And then the bar mount that they have uh, is very... Uh, Dude, that thing's cool. Yeah, it's, I've had one on my arm, Army. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, please check them out. Ride Engineering. Lots of cool things from the folks at ride-engineering.com. Pulpamex-20 code to save with those guys. So, um, all right, uh, btosports.com, tweet at Travis. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from btosports.com. Yes, the tweets at Travis. You were just grilling marks about his wife. You've never met her. Yeah. You, he I want to meet her. He says he's going to bring her down. Yeah, I'd be great. For you. Yeah. <laughs> I like, see... Here's the deal. Like, I like Marks. I want to get to know him better. And I <laughs> and, want to get to know his family. And Courtney. Yeah, because that's part of him, right? Sure. So why not? You won't put your fucking arm around me when you when you do a picture, so maybe yeah. Marks will and his, right. his wife. I kiss your wife on the lips, though. Right. So you can't bro down with me? i put my arm around you, Kiefer. I like people. And when I'm into you, I, I, like, want, I want to know about you. <laughs> he wants to get to know Courtney. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, he does. Yeah, yeah, yes. he does. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Marks, you, when you look at that face, look at him. Yep. He's happy. Like, look at him it's right there. It's a kind And face. you want to get to know him. It, it's, yep. Yep. Sorry. So he's going to bring Courtney down. And from what I've seen, Courtney's smoke show. Yeah, she is. She's out of his... So league. he's a basement husband, right? Oh, yeah, he's basement husband. <laughs> yeah. He's 100% basement husband. Right. Well, welcome to the club, bro. Uh, BTOsports.com. Uh, call there. Mention Pulpamex. Put Pulpamex in the note section, uh, whether it's uh, street, dirt, UTV, mountain biking, whatever it is, BTOsports.com covers your passion as well. And uh, they've, they'll sell you anything and everything that uh, we basically have on the show, and they'll give you a deal at it as well. BTOsports.com, uh, nation's leading retailer. And I think they're going to do a deal with Mookie again for next year. So that'll be interesting. Interesting. That's BTO cool. stepping up. Got an amateur team as well. I uh, love the guys at BTOsports.com. They've been part of us for uh, eight or nine years now. So, all right, Marks, these questions are submitted to at Show on Twitter. Javis, with smoking hot wife, yep. pours through the questions and asks us the best one. This one's from iKent504. Is Kenny's Clinique deal good for the sport or just good for Kenny? Both. I mean, both, yeah. No. I mean, I think it's fine. I'm sure he was getting a lot of hate, but I don't I'm care. sure Those Clinique, guys... if they do the marketing right, I'm sure he's going to have a lot of girls um, that thinks Kenny's cute. They might follow the sport more, you know, mm -hmm. more people. Yeah. Yeah, cool to see. What? What's wrong? What's that mean? Heather didn't know about it. Oh, he has she a was Clinique like, wait, sponsorship. She's like, now. wait, what? Yeah, yeah sorry. She's like, yeah. you mean the face stuff? Yeah. yeah. Um, This one's from the Meerkat. Kiefer, if you could only buy one color of boots for the season that would work with any color kit, oh. which would you choose? White. I love white boots. Duh. All white boots look the best on anything. Like if I had 
any kind of gear, all different types of gear, white. It's good. And Garnet has this new white out, the SG12s. Super white, bitchin' looking. I like it. All right. This one's from Nicholas Bach. Is WP, WP cone valve and tracks worth the money for a C-level rider, or is stock just fine for us slower guys? Stock. I want Kiefer to answer this, please. Stock is fine. Uh, C-Rider, you don't need A-Kits type stuff, especially if it's coming from a YZ450F. KYB stock stuff is great. So unless you plan on having lots of money in your wallet or you're pushing the limits, there's no need to go buy some A-Kit stuff. I uh, I really, I mean, I'm with you. Um, the, yeah, you don't need it. But seeing the WP stuff on your bike, on Yamaha, I think it looks cool. Yeah. Like, it's just something different. It just looks cool. It looks, it looks cool because yeah. it has the black fork legs. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it sets it off. Right. This is from Mason Banfield for Kiefer. I'm flying into Orange County Tuesday. I'll be there all week. What are tracks I should definitely go to? Uh, Milestone for sure. Hit up Paula on a Friday. And if you can venture up on the weekend, um, Comp Edge or Sunrise is great as well. So, yeah, if you're there in Orange County, Milestone, Paula, and then Comp Edge or Sunrise. Um, this is from Abide. Steve, whose three-year Honda deal was worth more money, Ken's or RC's? Good question. Because, I mean, if you're talking about base salary, Kenny's for sure. But if you're talking about total money. Oh, really? You think base salary, Kenny makes more? Yeah. Even at the yeah. pinnacle of yeah, our... Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because one of the reasons RC went to Suzuki was because they just said, hey, we're going to pay you all your bonuses. No bonuses, everything. You just get a salary. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they just rolled all his bonuses into a base salary because he said, I'm going to win anyways. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'd still say Kenny. Yeah, we're, we're, I mean, if you think about it, we we are... 10 years longer than Ricky is at Honda. We're 15 years from when Ricky were for Honda. Hmm. Less, but 13. Yeah. So, all right. Um, this is from Warren MX affiliate thoughts on Carson Brown, big social media following a hundred, hundred thousand on Instagram and looked fast at Red Bull straight rhythm. Am I being fooled? <clears throat> excuse me by Insta bangers or is he really somebody t- to look out for this year? Well, he rode nationals last year. He had pro races under his belt, and he didn't do a ton with it. So, yeah, I'm with you. I, I know, like, the pit bike designations thing, like, when they didn't have Carson Brown on the team at first, like, Carson Brown Nation was right. very upset. Yeah. He's got a huge following. Yeah. Yeah. Kid rips on small bikes. And he rips on, uh, on normal size yeah. bikes, too, but he's yeah. not going to be top five. No. No. This is from Jordan. Uh, would it be more more of a surpri- surprise if Anderson defended his Supercross title or if he didn't defend his Supercross title? More of a surprise if he did defend it, I think. Even though I think he, he's going to win it again? Yeah. I think, yeah, you're right. From LAX Defense Coach for Kiefer, what made you scream for joy more, Dolphins Miracle or the Wet Desert? Uh, wet Desert all day. I'm, I'm all about dirt bikes first and football, so, you know, it's back. Yeah, I mean – You've I don't riding. get that that much. You've so. been riding on Football Sunday. You don't stay home for Football Sunday. If it's Sunday. wet, yeah. I leave. Right. If it's dry, I possibly stay home for Football right. Sunday. Right. Um, Kiefer from Cole McLean. Sex before or after the race? Pros and cons. Well, depends who you ask. You ask Heather. She thinks I do shitty when I bone the night before. Um, but I don't really notice a difference. 
So to me, I, I could bone the night before. It doesn't really bother me. I usually don't, just for the simple fact, because I know I got a lot on my mind. Heather's, you know, doing other shit. It's not really a sexual time the night before a race, but um, we have done it, and I don't notice anything. But then I end up not doing good, and I think it's just coincidence, but Heather think otherwise. Okay. Uh, these last two, I'm just going to read them because they're kind of related. From Ryan Kleindienst, how cool is it what Rhino Global, <coughs> a.k.a. Ryan Hughes, is doing right now? Traveling the world, riding different objects, drinking beer, and teaching people how to be better, safer riders. Meanwhile, seemingly going through a personal deal. Got to do a weekly wisdom segment with that guy. And then the, the next one from Michael, Steve. How has no one reported on the fact that Rhino has completely fallen off the deep end? <laughs> the dude has taken a hard left, and I am concerned. Mm. I wouldn't consider it's a hard uh, yeah, left. I don't know. He's teaching motocross schools all over the world and making money. Yeah, whatever. I just think he's open. Some of this, as fucked up as it is, I think some of the stuff he says is is true. Um, the way he says it and the way he looks, it seems scary to me at times. Like I don't mm-hmm. like to look at the Instagram yeah. in it on his face because I feel like he's looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, you can definitely learn something from for riding. I mean, past that, that's up to you how you want to live your life. But for sure, dirt bike stuff, I would listen. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I, I agree. I think he's going through some personal stuff. So, But I don't see him going off the deep end. Just yeah. teaching motocross schools all over the world. Hey, you got money? You want to pay me? I'll go there and teach motocross school. I think he's, you know, everyone's different how they deal with their problems. And that's how he's dealing with his mm-hmm. stuff. So that's, that's yeah. his deal. Yeah. All right. That's all. All right, btosports.com. Uh, tweet at Travis segment. Call them. Mention, BT, mention Pulp Mech Show. Uh, put Pulp Mech Show in the notes at btosports.com. They will dial you in. Thanks to those guys, whether it's uh, street, dirt, UTV, mountain bike, whatever it is, btosports.com has got you covered. They'll sell you Fly Racing. They'll sell you FMF. They'll sell you Works Connection. They'll sell you W. They'll sell you X-Brand. Sell you Get. Sell you Maxima. Tires. Sell you Pro Filter. Sell you Michelin. Okay. They'll do it all. Uh, all right, everybody. So Chris Kiefer is uh, on the show. Hunter Lawrence earlier on. Marshall Welton. Chris Wheeler. Jake Minnesota. Alex Ray, Jason Thomas, all in show. Kim Ashkenazi. Ashcan stories. Oh, boy. You didn't even think I knew that, did you? No, I didn't. I'm impressed. <laughs> um, we're going to do After Dark right now. Okay. But we're going to, you know. Say goodbye. Say wave, goodbye. Wave bye to Facebook. Bye, Facebook. Bye, Facebook. See you, Racerx Facebook. Um, so I want to thank all of our sponsors. I want to thank our guests. I want to thank you people. Uh, if you have little ones, if you have younger ones, or if you're just offended, uh, turn it off now. Yes. And uh, we'll be back with Kiefer After Dark, okay? So just uh, three, two, one. And we're back. Hey. Oh my god! Classic. It's great. It's great. So, <laughs> this is uh, part of the show, Kiefer After Dark, where uh, people wrote in some emails this week. They have some problems, some issues in their uh, in and out of the bedroom that they would like Chris Kiefer to yeah. help them with. God, love and it. Uh, and so we have a few emails that people actually wrote in this week. So, um, again, just yeah, chill down, everybody. If you don't like, you this don't kind like of stuff, it. Just it's at the end of the show. It's in the good. show. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. And and that's it. And we'll move on. And we'll all be good. No need to talk about it later somewhere no, else. No. I meet a surprising number of women who, who like this segment. It's honest. Yeah. You want honest feedback from a man? Here it is. Right. Okay. You ready? Yes. This is from Cody. Cody. Uh, yo, Kiefer. I need some advice. I'm new to town. Doesn't say what town. I'm new to a town. Mm-hmm. And I hardly know anyone. I'm in my mid-20s, and it seems like every girl I meet is either shacked up or a solid 3 out of 10 or below. 
personality-wise, or by looks. I've tried Tinder, but not having much luck since people only use it for hookups, and I'm looking for long-term. Got any tips on meeting girls in a new area aside from this? I'm a normal dude, just a bit of an introvert, and I don't want to be that creepy dude who goes to a bar on alone and hits on women. Thank you, and keep on fighting the good fight. Basically a tough deal because you don't want to swipe right or go on Tinder. I mean, that's basically what all everyone does pretty much now is how they get a date or hook up or whatever. But what I would suggest, Cody, go to places that you do like to hang out, whether it be a motocross track, the gym, or, or whatever. You don't want to go to the bar. I get it. I'm not a bar guy either. But find a girl that likes to do the same things you do. You're going to have to go old school, like how I dated back in the day. You're going to actually have to meet someone and talk to them. That's just how it is. I know he said he's an introvert, but if you don't want to do anything app-wise on your phone... Go to gym and be like, hey, can you spot me, bro? Yeah, just whatever. Whatever it is that you like to do, try to find something there. Even if you go to a track, there's plenty Dude, of women what there. About, what about... Never mind Tinder, but what about, like, uh, Love love Connection website? Like, I was yeah. thinking, like, Farmers Only, but yeah. that's for farmers. I mean, that's... But you know what I mean? Like, like whatever. I don't... Match.com. And you can kind of weed through those kind of girls, too. Like, I've been on that before, and you can kind of get who just wants to hook up and who actually wants to hang out. You did Match.com? No, Heather and I, it was weird one night. We just said, let's go go on FarmersOnly.com to see what's... Just to see. It was for Travis. Oh, that was what? Yeah. Oh, and Travis was single. Oh, Travis and was it, single. Yeah, it was like, ooh. Right. Yeah, rough. So, yeah, so, you got you to gotta so, branch out, bud. You got you to gotta go do something. I'm turning your mic on, Heather. And you, uh, you you get yourself out there a little um, bit. And here's the thing. Don't expect to find something first time you go out. It takes a while, dude. Here's how it happens. When you're not looking and trying hard, right. you'll find somebody. Right. That's how it'll work. Yep. If you're pushing hard and thinking about it nonstop, you'll yeah. find anybody. But if you stay at home and you don't go anywhere, for sure you're not going to get yeah. nothing. Right. I'm just, you know, they're like, the, uh, our chicks are lucky that we found them and saved them from right. potentially Other horrible assholes. lives. Yeah. And here's the Don't be scared to talk to a woman. I know in our today's society, it's scary at times, but I think sometimes we miss out as men because a chick is too hot. So we don't talk to those women, but those women actually want down to earth dudes to talk to them, not just some asshole walking up to them. Cause chances are, most guys don't talk to him because they're so dang hot. So no, you think, oh, she's taken, but maybe she's not. You could be the dude. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, from Jake, this is a question for Kiefer after dark. Chris, me and my girlfriend have been together for two years. Things are great, but I want to try something new as in going in the back door. She has never done it and is a bit intimidated. What are some things to do to make sure the first time goes smoothly? Thanks. Okay. Heather can this chime in on me. Very popular question, by the way. We've had this a few times. Yeah, of course. That was my thing back in the day. Oh, I got to try, you know, put it in the butt just because it's there, right? You've never done it. Just mm-hmm. something that you want to do. The forbidden place, right? UPS. Right. Let's go brown. So, basically, <laughs> you introduce it with a little a bit of ass play at first. And if you guys are having fun, she's riding you. Venture down there with your fingers. Loosen it up. See what she does. If she wiggles or whatever. <laughs> You got to find some common ground, though. So, you know, <laughs> I think sometimes how I, I went about it is I would bet, like, hey, if I, if I win, I get anal. If you lose, you get something. Do that. If that doesn't work, astroglide, okay? Tell her, hey, we can do it. Um, and analyze. Yep. 
Astroglide is it sells at Walmart, Walgreens, whatever. <laughs> Super slippery. I mean, it's going to fall in. That's how slippery the shit is, right? <laughs> so, I mean, it, it'll just like, whoop. oh, man, wow. That Oops, was, sorry. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anally is what Heather said. That will numb it, right, babe? Yeah. It kind of numbs the area a little bit for her. And it could be a benefit for you because it kind of can numb you up on your head, make you not nut as quick. That helps a guy. Um, so, again, anal has to be planned. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can't just surprise, hey, we're doing anal tonight. You can't do it because shit's going to go wrong. I mean, literally shit is going to go wrong. Okay, so plan it. Let her clean herself up. Do what she has to do. So when you go do it, you have a nice experience and not going to be some horrible experience that you never want to do again. Okay? And you gotta be, you gotta be gentle. You can't get crazy, guys. I know we sometimes we get over anxious and just want to jam it in. Relax. Ram it. Chill down. Ram it. Kiss a little bit. Slide it in, and then hey, and if you go to put it in, back it out. Don't just try to keep going in. Chill out. Back it out. Okay. Well. So Astroglide's important. Lube is important. Analyze. And e and gentle. Yes. Gentleness. Yes. All right. All right. Got that, Marks? Notes taken. Uh, this is from uh, Rod. <laughs> hey, Keith, I've been divorced for about a year now. At first, I thought I was good. I was test riding lots of bikes, and life was good. Slowly but surely, my garage full of bikes became a ghost town. I wasn't sad or upset, just indifferent. It's been about six weeks since my last riding sesh, and I'm really not missing it that much. This is somewhat concerning to me because I am ready to ride every day. I thought I was past this, but apparently my old bike is still messing with me. I'm not missing the old steed, but I'm unfamiliar with this track and a bit unsure how to navigate these next few laps. Any tips to get out of this rut? Nice work, Rod, on the moto. Yeah. J- j- uh, euphemism. Six weeks. That's a tough thing because if you're used to one bike and that bike's still on your mind and you're trying other bikes... Um, for me, obviously, men are visual visual beings to get us aroused. But also, if you're mentally not in it, um, it's not going to be exciting for you. Or it's going to just f- fulfill nothing for you. It's going to be empty. As soon as you're done, you're going to feel empty. So what I would suggest is give yourself some time. If you don't want to go to a different bike for a while, just just don't do it. Chill just, down. Yeah, just relax. It'll it'll pass. It'll time heals, and then you'll get motivated to do another thing. And you never know, that old bike can come back around and could be good for you again. So you got to give no, yourself some time. He says he's not missing his old bike. Oh, he's not. Not missing his old bike. But it's on his mind. But it's on his mind. Right. I got a quick story about that too. I'm I'm married to Heather. I love her. Heather's and I sex is the best thing ever. I love our sex. I love her. But it's not like, as men, we never... Here, here we go. <laughs> we don't... I still think about other things that I did with other girls at times. I don't beat off to those times. I st- like, when I beat off, I beat off to Heather and what we do and things that we do. But I still think at certain moments, like previous girlfriends that I did or, or certain times that it was fun. So those things are never going to leave your mind. Mm-hmm. But... As far as being in the moment and, and doing the things that you do, I think that just takes some time to get over. So don't expect it to leave your mind completely. Because, I, and I'm sure, Heather's I mean, is, I'm sure Heather's the same way. I'm sure women, too, think about other... I would think everybody does, yeah. don't they? But I think some guys just think it should just be erased from my mind forever. Like, 
That, any any guy who thinks that or any chick that gets mad at her significant other for looking at other girls, that's ridiculous. Right. That's ridiculous to me. I look at our chicks and I go, dude, that right. chick's hot. But Heather, well, yeah. Heather but you guys, knows that I'm not going to fucking are, go doing no, it. No, but you guys are definitely on the other side. I'm just saying, like, if, if your chick doesn't let you or doesn't gets really mad when you look at other girls, like, right. dude, you got to. You gotta, you gotta switch it up. I think so, man. You either gotta talk to her or yeah. bail one yeah, or the other. Yeah, I, because if you I gotta be, not imagine being oh. with a girl who'd be so insanely mad or jealous that you can't even, you know. Do you imagine the per- you'd be a whole different person? Yeah, you couldn't be who you want to be. No. So, all right, give yourself some time, you Rod. Got the, you got that, Marks? Yes. These hey. things I want to talk about Courtney about when she gets here too. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, we need an hour. <laughs> we need an hour blocked out for Courtney and Kiefer. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that she found out about the Alice thing on the air without knowing about it. Oh, she did? Yeah, that's how she found out on the air, bro. Oh. He was hiding it from her. I was hiding it from her. Was she cool? Even though I went home and told her about it right after that. Oh. She thought it was funny. Okay. He says. Mm-hmm. It wasn't funny at all. No. Okay. All right. I'm not going to use this guy's name. Cause it's a fake name anyway. It's probably a fake name. Just yeah, you give, know me, give me a name. Just give me the first name. They know I'm going to know anyway. Who cares? Bob. Listen, if he if he wrote in with his real name, he's an idiot. Yeah, okay, he, he deserves it anyway. Yeah, exactly. His email is one name, and then his he says my name is another name. So I don't even. So I would go with the name, not the email name. Right, right. Let's right. just call him John. Okay, my name is John. John. Okay, John. Uh, I've been married for five years. So we have two young kids. Don't do that. Sorry. Important time right now in the uh, show. Don't, lo- don't fuck it up. I've been married for five years, two young kids. Life is great, but for one year, my wife and I have been crushed by her work. She's a doctor. She's almost 24-7 at her office. On paper, everything is great. Kids, health, money, real estate. But I think my wife and I have lost the fun and love factor out of our equation. We argue almost every day for basically everything. I told her many times to slow down in order to maintain the link between us, but she's a workaholic, I think. My kids are my top priority, so I recently changed jobs in order to be with them a lot more. But today, I only see my wife as an edu- educative partner at the best. I think we do not. We, I think we just do not love each other. She also wants me to stop riding MX since it is risky and redneck sport, according to her. Mm. I committed an irredeemable act with my assistant at work. Mm. She's the opposite of my wife in terms of education and lifestyle, but she's fun, smart, hot. She likes MX, and I feel alive with her. She loves me, and I start and I start to feel something with her. She loves me? That's what he says. Okay. Oh. I am honestly ready to sacrifice my life and happiness to stay with their mom for my kids until they adults. That's mm. what my dad did, by the way. Not good. Uh, I do not want them to suffer from the situation, but at the same time, I'm worried about not being able to be a good father if I am not happy. My wife and I are seeing... My wife, I seeing that I am depressed. My wife is seeing I am that I am depressed and seems less and less in love with her. Should we stay together for the kids? I do not blame her at all. We are 50-50 guilty in this situation. I am honestly lost at the moment. I know I am pushing in order pushing in order to hold the family together, but for how long? That's a lot. That's Young deep. kids, too. That's deep. That's deep. That's what I was saying. It's deep. So here's the deal. I don't, I don't agree with this 50-50 thing. I feel like it's more his fault. Um, simply because you... The, if you notice she's a workaholic and she's not in, you guys are arguing, okay, I get that. But you have to speak up. You have to say, look. He said he's trying. Then he needs to keep trying. Here, You need to do everything that you can. I told her many times to slow down in order to maintain the link between us, but she's a workaholic. Okay. 
that's that's not everything. You yeah. might tell her to slow down, do the things, but you need to say, hey, can we go to counseling? Can we do these things? Do everything that you can. Mark every box. So when you do decide, okay, I need to make a decision to leave, you know you could walk away clear-minded knowing, hey, and you could tell your kids this. You have a peace of mind knowing, look, when they get older, look, dad tried to do everything he could. I wanted to go to counseling. I've spoken to her. These are the things that I need. All of those things, you have to do those things in order to have a clear conscience. I don't dip in your dog and in the secretary or that what it was? Assistant. Assistant. That's going to cloud everything up because, of course, it's going to be fun. I bet you the first time you're fucking your wife, it was fun, too. So everything's honeymoon when you first start fucking a new chick. Everything's good. It feels different, especially if you've been through. If you've been with your wife for so long, you've been with one vagina for so long, you got something new. The chick moans differently. She does different shit. All these new things, right? So you think, oh, this is great. But let me tell you, that'll get old as well. She has hangups just like your wife. Everyone does. But you have to. You writing this down, Marks? Yeah, furiously. Okay. You have to talk to your wife, and and you you got to know, like, hey, this could be a divorce. Are you done over here, fucking with your shit? Sorry, it was falling off. You have to be straight up with her and be like, look, this could end our marriage. We need to do something. And if she's like, look, I'm not in love with you anymore either. Then hey, you can walk away. It's mutual. She wants to me to give up motocross. That's there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> you need to go back and listen to Heather and I's deal that we did about relationships, and maybe you guys can get along and and find common ground there. But Heather, you weren't into moto at all, right? Nothing. No. Right until you met him. Right. Nope. Zero F's so about just, it. I'm just saying, like, so you came from a spot where you could also think it was rednecky and dangerous, quote unquote, like a like a like. But you went the other way, obviously. But you know what I'm saying? Like you didn't grow up in it, so no. You came from like what? Is, you were figure skater. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But I also was straight up with her at the time when I got with her. I looked like, here's this is part of my life. I want you to be a part of it. And if you can't, I understand. Do you think Mark's told Courtney that coding is his life? No. Okay. I don't think so. I don't know. He's smiling, so that means no. What's this guy? John. You need to really sit down with your wife and say, look, this is going down the wrong road. Our kids need us. Let's try to work this out. Let's go to counseling. Come clean with her. Ask her what... Come why, clean with banging the assistant? No, do oh. not do that yet. <laughs> okay, all right. Do not do that. Do not do that. But you need to end that shit. You need to end the shit with the, the assistant. Yeah. And you, if she's in love with you, which chances are chicks might be, because they're more emotional than we are, especially when you have sex with them. So you need to clip all that shit before it gets worse, and then she really breaks your family apart when you realize, oh, this could work, and then it's done. And then you fucked it up. And how's that going to look on your kids? When they say, oh, dad cheated with an assistant, that's bullshit. Unless you have an open relationship, there's no reason for cheating, period. That's it, because it's it's up to you to talk to your wife and get shit handled. And if you can't get it handled, then you split up, and then you can do what you want, and then you have a clear conscience. You're not, you don't want that karma to come back to you. You don't want to set a bad well, example for your kids either. Being divorced with young kids certainly sucks, but um, look at so many marriages end in divorce nowadays. It's not like it's like the... My parents were separated and my mom was disabled, but, you know, it, it, unhappy parents together doesn't make a happy home. <laughs> no, it does not. Coming no. from my house? No, it doesn't. Yeah, and her, her dad was a dick. 
My dad waited until I was 18 to leave my so did mom. my dad. My dad did too. My dad literally gave me that speech like, oh, you're 18 now. I'm going to leave your mom. I'm like, oh, cool. But well, he was a dick for the whole time. No, my dad him. wasn't. My oh, dad. see, mine was. Yeah. Yeah, he was asshole. He was, right. you know, right. abusive, you know, like verbally and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what ends up happening. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh-huh. You got to talk, man. That's the huge thing in relationships. Communication. Straight up. Fix it. And but, if you can't, then do something different. But if you are going to divorce, it's better to do it when the kids are younger and don't remember than to do it when they get older. Stop banging the assistant. Dude. Yeah, that's just a shit show. As good as p- other pussy is, and I understand where his head's at, literally, it only fucks up things more, man. Well, and more than likely what's going to happen is him and his wife are going to work things out and then the crazy assistant yes. is going to turn psychotic because she wants your dick right. and she's going to just ruin things for you and right. your wife. And so. she's going to be jealous of your wife. He don't, you know, you're going to, it's a movie, dude. We've seen the movie before. <laughs> it's the same shit. I've dealt, ha- I've dealt with Chris and his crazy ex bitches before. Yeah. When I first started dating Heather, I had another girl that lived here in Vegas that I was with for three years. And she would just pop in at two in the morning. Hey, surprise. And I would get this on my window. And I'm in bed with Heather in my room. I'm going, oh, fuck. So it's, 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 it's no fun. No. It's no fun. No. I have, I've had a lot of bitches fighting over me, too, though. Don't worry. I know, I know what bullshit. You're, I know what you're talking about. Um, all right, buddy. That's another edition of Kiefer After Dark. Thank you. That was a great show. <laughs> That's what made it for you, right? That was good for me. Thank yeah, you. You needed it. I do. Uh, I want to thank you guys for listening. I want to appreciate it. Thanks our guests again, Hunter Lawrence, Marshall Weldon, Chris Wheeler, Jake Minnesota, Alex Ray, Jason Thomas. Uh, most of all, thank you, Chris Kiefer. Thank Kiefer you. Inc. Dot, uh, Kiefer Inc. Testing. Com. Don't know that yet? Uh, I do. I screwed it up. Uh, Pulpamex.com as well. You write the stories on our site and everything. You're Daytime right. program's back next year. Daytime program is back. You try to get out of it. I'm not letting you. <laughs> uh, you're going to be going to seven races for Pulpamex. Bullshit. Can't wait for oh, that. He said we're out on Tennessee. We can't go there. Oh, why? I didn't say that. He said he's going. So we don't I'm going, to. so you guys will go too. So, no. Um, I just want to go hang out at the country. Live show in Tennessee? Live show? I don't know. We're working on that. Maybe. I think we're going to have a live show before A1, everybody. There you go. So do it. Details are coming out ASAP. Um, Oh, before we go, uh, Marks, can we do the third caller wins the Fly Racing OGO 9800? Sure, yeah. Third caller right now wins the Fly Racing OGO 9800 bag. Also, too, so we did a... uh, helmet here on the floor signed by Kiefer and marks and a bunch of studio guests and bradshaw and everybody uh we auctioned that off for uh, we had a raffle for weston pike and we raised i think over two grand i should have probably got the final numbers but i think 2500 bucks right around 2500 bucks yes. 2, nice. bucks. Yep. okay Sweet. we got 2500 bucks for this helmet from you people uh and so what we're gonna do is we well we, what we did was we ran a raffle and the winner is jeffrey kinney Jeffrey Kinney, uh, congratulations. Uh, we'll be in touch. You win the Weston Pike helmet, $20 raffle ticket. Thank you, everybody, for playing. All that money is going to go to Pike and help him out with costs for for the for everything that's been going on with him and health insurance reasons and everything else. So, Do we, uh, yep. do we have any info on Weston? I mean, just that you know of? Nothing. No, nothing really. No. He is going to make a full recovery? Yep. And yep. he will be back racing? Yes. Okay. Yep. Uh, all right. So uh, thanks again to btosports.com. First thing that comes to your mind. BTOsports.com. Uh, Mikey. Fly racing. Uh, light hydrogen. Race tech suspension and engines. Bushings. Seals. Oil. Vortex racing. Uh, we got our winner? We got our polished, winner, everybody. We polished got our winner. rear sprockets. Stop, stop calling. Hard anno. Uh, gear alloy. 
Black rims. Roost MX. Oh, soft t-shirts now. Yeah. Stepped it up, haven't they? Yes. Uh, Vertex Pistons. Uh, RMZ 450, just went in there. Uh, X brand goggles. <laughs> uh, new colors, 19. <laughs> Mission Starcross 5. Soft in the Dez is good. Maxima USA. Ooh, 927. FMF. Ooh, ooh, 2019 new YZ450F muffler. Is it out yet? Yes, it's coming. This is not out yet. I'm not yet. Okay. January. Works connection. Frame guards. Atlas neck brace. Good for trail rides. W wheels. Ooh, um, A60s with kite hubs. Guts racing. Oh, Jason Anderson seat. Can't get, wait. Get data. Ooh, two-stroke ignitions. Pro filter. Order it. Order some filters. I need to. Honda World Downey. 30 minutes anyway from L.A. Ride engineering. Clamps. OGO. Dude, 9900 gear bag was the best gear bag ever, and they discontinued it. They did? I didn't but, know it was a 9900. Yes. But bigger than I've the heard they're coming back with it. Really? Yes. Okay. Motorcycleindustryjobs.com. Honda has a job. Look at it. Alpine Stars 2. Alpine Stars 2. Yep. Uh, all right, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you for it. Uh, we us. got our calls, everybody, so calm down on that. Uh, thanks to our guests. Thanks to you people. Uh, thanks to uh, Swiss Corps. Thanks to Moser. Thanks to Pookie. Uh, Marks, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank uh, you. Thanks, Marks. You still look nice, by the way. Yeah, okay. All right. That's super weird. <laughs> uh, Kiefer, thank you. Heather, thank you thank for coming you. by. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, everybody. And we will see you next week. Post ejaculation remorse. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. And I was totally nude. And it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. But I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. I am the sword inside your